Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The Brewing Network Sunday Session is brought to you by More Beer. Featuring the new easy-to-sanitize threaded diffusion stone. Check out the new threaded diffusion stone at morebeer.com. Item number KEG590. I was pouring in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was IPA. The best IPA I've ever drank. Mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're, you're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Take some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. good. It's fine. Oh, God damn it, man. Oh, my God. From the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. show everybody we're back in action back in the studio back in pacheco we're back to the show ready to do some beer stuff with you today we got a great guest on today mr jeff young from black star co-op will be joining us later it's the only co-op brew pub in the country possibly the world which is kind of cool i never heard of the format so i'm interested to learn about it. figure out how this works yeah, I think that the BN should have a co-op pub where every listener has a little piece of it, you know? Let's do it. Oh, Fully yeah. funded by listeners. We could all buy a kettle together. Like, we could do like a kickstart kind of thing. Yeah. But we'll just have our own little community here. We'll uh, put up a brewery. My question is, do you then have to answer to uh, Do we then have to answer to all those people who paid for that kettle? Or? Well, they yes. would elect a board of directors and we would be answerable to them. So. I you, see. you could be their benevolent dictator. Yeah, that'd be fine by me. As long as I still get to call the shots, I'm happy to take all the money for the brewery. I think it'd be great. Yes, well, you would be Lord the God. I think, in right. fact, you went as, that, as Halloween, weren't you, Lord? I was Lord God as Halloween. Yeah. I don't even do anything for the company. I, I just, I'm just, i just Lord God. I have, I have nothing to contribute. As long as everyone tells me that I'm I'm so valuable and contributing a lot and, and stroke my ego for five minutes, I'm happy. I'll go away and let the well, company don't run. Don't let your head get too bad. You're really bad on the beer today. We, I can't believe this show starts out. By running out of heretic evil twin. I mean, yeah. That's not a good start. Well, in my defense, that cheapskate Jamil only brought Cheapskate. me like three quarters of a free keg. Doesn't sure. he know who he works for? 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, what is this? You can't even give me a full keg? This is bullshit. It's like dick. the dregs of the tank. Oh, here you go. Yeah, some shit I am yeah. left over from a pouring or something. Exactly. He's like, here, we were cleaning out the fermenter, <laughs> and this is what was left in there. You can have it. One of my accounts sent this back. They didn't like it too much. Here you go. I don't know what they did with it. Bullshit. <laughs> so... I've been working around the house a lot lately, and I drink a lot when I do that. Because, listen, housework, let's face it, it's not very fun. No. The only way to get through it is to get kind of liquored up while you're doing it. Or meth. So, or meth. That's why every housewife from the 50s was an alcoholic. Yes. Now they're all pill heads, but it used to be alcoholics. So, I've been kind of drinking the crap out of that evil twin. What a good beer. Oh, it's like I got some right here. It's you so have drinkable. Tasty's so rubbing in my nose, and he has the last glass I, right there. I kill the cake. Mm, so good. Mm. All I can do is smell my glass. This is a ripoff. And Nate hasn't brought beer over in, in hey. ages. He doesn't even realize that. Uh, why do you think we uh, asked you to join the show, Nate? It's, it certainly wasn't for your windpipe. Two bombers, and they're both sour beers. So oh, shut, really? shut your mouth, buddy. I take it all back. All right, you're still still uh, on the program then. (laughs) We've also got some uh, fresh hop pale ale from the Great Northern Brewing Company that they were kind enough to send some to us. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I like fresh hop pale ales. Mm -hmm. Speaking of pale ales, I was drinking the best pale ale in America today. What is it? Where's that? 31? Pale 31. You all know what the best pale ale in America is. What am I even at that? God damn it, I wish they would pay me every time I promoted that brewery. Or at least send you a keg. Because I just love their beer, man. I can't help it. Uh, Yeah, Pale 31 was my uh, beer of choice today. And almost every day. All right, Black Star Co-op's going to be on the program. We're going to find out all about that. We'll be talking to Jeff uh, just a little bit later. We've got a new uh, call screener filling in today. Now, I told you that Nicole would not be able to do the show all the time. She's a very busy lady. Today, she had wash her hair. Uh, So, she couldn't make it. So, we are interviewing a new call screener today, Susie. Hey, everybody. Hi, Susie. Susie, we're going to test Susie a bit later on in the program to see how well she meshes with our personality. Oh, yeah. Um, we're <laughs> like, gonna... t- based on 20 points of, uh, of interest? Yeah. Do you yeah. have an eHarmony um, uh, sound? That'd be good. Uh, I don't, but it's... Based it is... on 20 points of compatibility. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're looking at. We're yeah. gonna, we're go- we have 20 points to check Susie over. Oh, I'm and so going to fail. We're going to find out if you fit in here, Susie. Because we're, you know, I, I have to worry about these things if maybe we're going to offend you, um, or for that matter, if you're going to offend JP, which... Uh, I don't want to offend her. I'm already finding myself having to filter 60% of the things I want to say. Oh, you don't have to filter yourself. Oh, oh yeah. Apparently my vagina is in the chat room right now. Your vagina's already in the chat room? My vagina's already in the chat room. I didn't <laughs> know it left me. It's far-reaching, right. I guess. Somebody signed in as Susie's vagina? Yes. <laughs> They have no. They don't even wait till. Well, how, what are we? Five minutes into the show, yeah. the listeners are already signed in as Susie's vagina. They got the meter pegged already. I would like for you to come back because I need it tonight. <laughs> you got big plans for your vagina tonight? Oh hell yeah! I've got big plans for my vagina tonight. Are you? Are you? Let's get to know Susie for a few minutes here. She's going to be working the phones today. Eight 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 four zero one beer, and you can hit the chat now button on the homepage as always, and she'll pass your questions on to me. Uh, Susie, are you married? I am not married. You're not married. Uh, Do we have are some music you, under this? Like what? I don't know. Just some soft it's music. Be boom, chicka, 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 something, yeah. something soft? Yeah. How about this? Some mood music. Let's try this one for you. Easy come, easy go. Does that work for you, <laughs> JP? A little what bit of Bruno this? Mars? All, all right. 
That's Susie, like shit. Yes. Uh, do you have? Are you gay or straight? I don't want to answer that question, but I do have a boyfriend. You have a boyfriend. I do. So she's bi. That means she's bi, right? All and right. several girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> I love it when I'm getting that. The people when people do that, they pull that kind of shit. And go well. I don't. I don't want to answer that. By saying you don't want to answer that, you've already answered the question. Right. So just say it. You know, have you I'm heard? Straight. Have you heard the? There's a new answer to whether you're male or female. And that uh, I am a female form. I'm in the form of a female. What? I've actually yeah. seen, like, uh, you, you fill out an application, and it says male, female, n- neither. <laughs> There's a third option. <laughs> right. Well, there is. Well, Tram. everyone labels themselves differently. Did you know that the word for vegan but likes bacon is bacurious? Oh, is that? Bacurious. <laughs> Nate knew that, I'm sure. No, I'd never heard that before. <laughs> no. I have to become bacurious now. Check that out. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a pretty good shit, by yeah. the way. I'm telling you, Nate. I'd love to hear you, you say that it. when you're hammered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm bacurious. Wow, Nate totally just came out to me. <laughs> yeah. Right in the middle of the beer festival. <laughs> I tried to tell you yesterday your birthday, but you didn't oh, listen. So. Susie, Susie, what city do you live in? I live in Los Gatos. Oh, that's going to hurt for you on Sundays when you're when you're here. That means the cats. Uh, we, we do, luckily we do have a spare room. You might need to do the pass out in the spare room thing on or occasion. Or we can get the Westie running and then come it up, get it up here. That's true. Susie already passed one test of mine, which yeah. is the coolness test, and she owns a Westie. So she has nope. disposable income. Actually, my boyfriend owns a Westie. Yeah. I get to use it. Brand oh, new Westie owner, too. Okay. It's not new. It's no, no, no. 68. 68. But you're the new owner of it. You're the new owner. You want a 68 bug to go with it? Because I'm selling mine. Are you? Yeah. You're over it, huh? I don't have the money. I see. I can't afford that shit. You don't have the money for it to sit in your yard? No, I I need the money to pay uh, my house. Oh. He took it for a spin. The wheel fell off again. Yeah. Yeah. I said, forget that. I can't even get in the chat. This whole day's wrong. Mm. JP's having a tough time. We went away to... Uh, uh, Susie, we're going to spend some time getting to know you a little bit later when we do the Susie test, but thank you for coming on the show. You're welcome. And Thanks for having out. me. I do apologize in advance uh, for anything that JP does. I've already think... farted once. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the chat. <laughs> Tell her about what to do with the chat, guys, if they get out of line. Oh, I've already been over that a little oh, bit. Okay. Does she have the boot power yet? I uh, do yes. now. Yes. You do. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, cool. thanks, Nate. Have some homebrew. <laughs> I brewed that. Enjoy it. I'm glad you came to the show today, Nate. <laughs> I'm glad your beer came to the show today. I can leave now. It's I mean, good. You got to work for nothing, then you got to bring beer too. It's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. I made a discovery today. I was talking about um, that carpool showdown show that I do, that hosting gig oh, yeah, I got with time. coffee. Yeah. That, that's still on, by the way. <laughs> Believe it or not, that show's still on the air. Yeah, uh, it's on my DVR. Nobody's seen it. It's on my DVR too, Tasty. I've never. Kate's like, do you want to watch this show? Not really. No, no I, I lived it. Uh, it it's a it's a fine uh, uh, bit of programming on uh, Coffee TV Twenty. Anyway, I did realize that it's my first job in six years that did not require me to drink. How <laughs> I was starting to doubt whether or not I was a successful young man, and once I realized that I've just recently accepted my first job that I was not required to drink in six years, I discovered that I am in fact. Successful. That's your measurement? That's your mark of success? It was because of that? It was because of that? I mean, think about that. A guy who has made a living by being required to drink for six years. I was only stopped, I only noticed when I finally got hired to do something that did not require drinking. That's a good gauge of success. That's a good run. For I sure. think. Yeah. If you're a, a young male in America who likes beer, come on. It's yeah. pretty good. Right. That's good. That's a great gig. You know? Yeah. At what point do you stop being young? Never. Forever.
forever young, my friend. Forever young. Uh, forever 21. I stopped being young when I was about 20. Yeah. Tell me about it. When my liver started kicking me in the side. I was going to say, you better sign and get a contract signed with your liver just to yeah. make sure you can go the distance. Your liver's kicking you in the side. Maybe just wants you to go faster. You know? <laughs> I agree. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pissed because like it wants giddy more. up. Like, you want a horse to go faster. What do you do? Oh, speaking of abusing your insides. So, uh, we went to JP's birthday last night. His yeah. birthday oh, yeah. dinner. Yeah. Um, happy birthday, Jip. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah. But thank you. You turned 34? Yeah. Are you uh, are you still fearful that you might not actually make it to 34? Like, yeah. ten, you could die in your sleep tonight? Oh, I'm fearful I, don't, I might not make it till the next day that ends in a Y. <laughs> all the time. Every day. Every day. Uh, meanwhile, among all of his fear of dying, he, we go and eat copious amounts of red meat uh, yeah. last night. We went to the House of Prime Rib, which I've walked by before, and it, it looks really ghetto on the outside. Like, you think it's one of those bars that you go into at noon for happy hour. Yeah. And even the name is not the classiest of names. No, but it's very direct and to the point. <laughs> it's because you don't walk in going, this is not what I expected at this, all. Is this right. prime rib night? You know yeah. it's prime rib night every night. Right. Right. And it is quite literally the house of prime rib. Yeah. Now. Is it in the Tenderloin? Uh, Van Ness. Stop on. <laughs> it's funny. It's so, no. gonna be funny. Well, they don't want to keep the outside too classy if it's in the tenderloin. No. Well, it has like you know the uh, good in, point. In no, it's the prime rib, not the tenderloin. Giant letters on the outside. They open at four thirty for cocktails. Oh, and then five for dinner, which yeah. is pretty weird. Who who announces the cocktail hour that they're open? I don't know. The house of prime rib does right. It's class. It's a touch of class. Well, it was good. It was great prime rib. Yeah. Um, but I'm not much of a of a red meat eater, and it affects me. Hippie. Deeply. Like how? What? I woke up with the meat sweats. <laughs> you know these you know these meat sweats? That, that did... might not be a thing. You're like, is she in here or what? Well, really? I just I woke up at like four What's in the that? morning and my stomach would just wanted to eject anything that was in it, but yeah. what was in it was so heavy that it really didn't have the energy to make the distance you up my esophagus. Yeah. Couldn't bench so, the remains. Yeah, so just stayed there and I'm like sweating and I smell like Prime rib. Yeah. That's good. It, oh, it wasn't good. No, it was, it's good. It felt awful. I couldn't get back to sleep for a while. And <laughs> oh, I've man. been real bloated and like gassy, and I can't eject my gas. Yeah, it kind of holds it, it all in. There's something yeah, about the... the tr- trying to get that meat through your system, yeah. Yes! But it's so good. You're supposed to have another shot of whiskey at that point, so you don't feel the pain. Some kind of digestive or yeah. something. Yeah. You know, Burnett. I've heard. Have you guys ever heard that the body can't even really digest red meat? No, yeah. I think it's a lie. That yeah. it. But have have you heard it? No, you've never heard that. No, I've no. heard that. Yeah, that like it, it was a line like in Beverly whole, Hills Cop. Yes, two. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear. I heard it from a chef. Is where I heard it. Although I did like Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, but it, 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 it will like remain in your intestinal yeah. tract for periods of time, longer than other foods. Yeah. I heard that. I've heard that about black pepper too. And it gives you oh, yeah. it gives you bad breath. It's it uh, if you like I have people that. who don't eat meat have better breath for sure. Right. Like maybe has great breath. I kiss him all the time. So I enjoyed it. Uh <laughs> veggie Nate. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the dinner. Uh the prime rib was fantastic. I did not enjoy the aftermath. I will not be going back to the house of prime rib. It's not worth the not even for the five AM cocktails? It's not worth the meat sweats. Really? Not even for the well, I think you just have to get used to eating a good cut of meat. Probably the meat that you put in your system is just awful. But Probably I, shitty cuts. But I ate a good cut of meat last night, and I felt right. like shit. But, I mean, you have to get used to it. That's all. I, just, I don't like that idea. Well, they also have fish. <laughs> I don't like fish. Yeah, do you um, want to eat fish at the House right. of Prime Rib? Well, then that fine. Work? 
I do recommend going. Good for me. I do recommend going to the House Prime Rib if you're a, a red meat eater. Uh, it's a, it was good, but didn't sit well with me after a while. That's too bad, my friend. Yeah. Did you have a good time on your birthday, Jip? Oh yeah, it was a good time. What did you not like about it? <laughs> uh, why do you th- why do you assume that there's something? Uh, I didn't uh, I just, I didn't feel well, man. Like I I had a piece of pizza and a big glass of milk. Took a nap before going out. Well, there's your problem. Right and there. I just Jeez. and I don't know why I didn't felt feel all well. like uh, just all bloaty and weird. And then huh. uh, a couple <laughs> couple drinks in me, I felt better. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you know driving home, I uh, kind of not didn't feel so well. And then uh, you had the meat sweats. Kind of woke up. <laughs> it wasn't even the meat sweats. I've had those. Yeah. I can handle. I mean, I didn't eat my whole prime rib. I took like half of it home. Okay. Um, so I was comfortable on that level. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know, it was just uncomfortable overall, man. I was hungover also. Oh, you were? And uh, yeah, I had a good time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it. After all that. Well, after everyone else left, we stayed. We had some, some espresso and some pie and kind of hung out a little bit. And Okay. You know. And enjoyed the night once everyone night. had left. Yeah. I see. Yeah. That makes sense. Moscow went... And not only did he eat, you get a big portion of prime rib. But w- the deal is, if you finish it, they'll give you more. Like, they'll just slice you off another piece. Oh, like, oh. They're happy to do it because Everybody's- they figure, look, if you can finish it, by all means. Yeah. Moscow but- finished his and had another piece. I wasn't the only one. Wow. Are you, yeah. you hungry yeah. or are you just looking for the, the deal? You know, like- yeah, it's, I, I, that's the, I can't turn it down. I, I was not even, blood, so about two-thirds of the way through <laughs> the first free. cut, I was full. But yeah, free meat. Thanks. I can't leave food on the plate, and then yeah. I can't turn down free stuff, and it's a recipe for disaster. Well, oh, man. And then Doc left his to-go bag on the table. Okay. And I'm like, you know, uh, Shea went, and he's like, I think that's Doc's. I'm like, dude, Scott takes it. Scott takes it. Great. I was yeah. I was coerced into well, taking it. Well, but you you wanted the approval. <laughs> you <laughs> wanted the okay to to take someone else's leftover it. food. But I didn't ask for the okay. I was no. given it unsolicited. This is I true. See. Yeah. I well, could, I'm not surprised by that at all. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Did it was you, good I ate it this morning. Man. But did, and did you not get the meat sweats after <laughs> no. that second piece? I'm, I I guess I can handle red meat better than than you can. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm younger. <laughs> You can claim you're young, but I really am younger. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that. Maybe when I'm 34, I'll be sweating we'll in my sleep. Be able to do it, Susie. You like prime rib? Yes, I do. You ever been to the house of prime rib? <laughs> no, I haven't been there yet. Oh lord, I go to. you're missing out. They have like a Worcestershire pudding there too, right? Yeah, yep. it comes with when you order the prime rib. It comes with potato, either mashed potatoes or a baked potato, a mm. uh, uh, creamed corn or creamed spinach, and Yorkshire all the Yorkshire pudding that you could eat. Which, Which Yorkshire pudding is it's like is bread. It's soft bread. It's, it's bread. soft bread with yeah. gravy on it. Yeah, there's a little gravy. I know it's a stupid name for bread, but yeah, yeah. you can have all the Yorkshire pudding you want. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fill up on that when I got prime rib right next to me. <laughs> I should have filled up on that. I would have felt and better in the middle. The of The rest it. is free. Yeah, I'm getting that. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of. I don't know. I liked it. I enjoyed myself. Good. And I enjoyed the meal. I did not enjoy the aftermath. That's no. all. So I won't be. I won't be you going to your next birthday. You That's can classify fun. a lot of drinking experiences in that category, though, and yet you keep drinking. They're worth it. The payoff is better. It is worth it. To me, the payoff of enjoying the meat wasn't as good as the payoff of a nice drunken night. See, I think you should. You need to give it one more try, no. because it may not have been the meat. It may have been something that you ate previous. I didn't really eat all day. And maybe it was that. Mm, no. Maybe. Too much of a shock all at once. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here's nothing, nothing. Protein. Okay. I think you should take Nate to the House of Prime Rib. 
I offered. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I did wonder. I'm so stupid sometimes. I just forget things about people. I know Nate well. He's a good friend of mine. And I'm like, Nate, how come you're not going to the House of Prime Rib with us? What's happening? I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, they do have salad. Yeah, and mashed potatoes. And- Sorry Actually, if that. I hadn't been at the, the California State competition all day drinking there i probably would have would have gone along but you would have tried was, the cream spinach yeah it would have been was better to cut the cord early and get out while I, my brain was still somewhat intact can you sit around that much meat oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As a veggie? Don't you I don't, don't care the good thing about places like that is they always have cocktails or beer or wine or something like that so right i can just sit and drink at least you know I mean, but there were like whole carcasses of animal being wheeled <laughs> yeah. by our oh table. yeah i'm sure that's okay that's fine i don't mind that's okay fine. yeah all right, a couple of announcements that we got to get to Jeff Young from Black Star Co-op. We'll be talking to him in a little bit here. Black Star Co-op out of Austin. Uh, we have a new call screener today. Susie, I told you about that. 888-401-BEERS, her number. You can join her in the chat. Uh, also, there's some new design t-shirts in the Brewing Network store uh, and more coming. Don't buy the iPhone app. It seems as <laughs> if I've said this before. A little bit. For a for couple of months now. At least two, yeah. And I still get angry emails from people like... Dude, what the hell's up with the iPhone app? And man? people that you know listen all the time. Yeah, what active listeners. With the, what's up with the iPhone app, man? You guys suck. It blows, man. It blows. Why don't you reboot the computer, man? Dude, uh, the don't buy the iPhone app's not even in the uh, store anymore. Finally got taken out of the store. It is not supported by the Brewing Network any longer. It does not work. Uh, there's a new iPhone app coming. Um, I'm told there is a about a two week turnaround times uh, from now. I, I followed up on it this week, and uh, they said another couple weeks. iPhone and Android, and it's free. So just just hang in there. That's great. And uh, tell your friends. Tell the guy next to you right now not to buy the iTunes app anymore. Hey, Scott. Right. Hey, buy the iTunes Nate. app. Yeah. Get that iTunes app. I don't have to field it's your fun, emails fun anymore. <laughs> I'm getting it right now. Every day. That's what they sound like to me. iPhone, what? <laughs> Uh, all right. You can watch all this live on justin.tv slash brewing network if you want to see our pretty faces. You can hear it there and everything. You can subscribe and join the BN Army by hitting the donate button on the homepage. You see Moscow's uh, mohawk, too, if you look on the TV thing. I like the mohawk. See? I think like it's, it. it's Moscow's best look yet. I like it. because It really makes his eyes look uh It blend right in. Nice. I didn't even notice it until you pointed that out. Yeah. But... I think you should grow the widow's peak on the front of that mohawk. You're still, you're still <laughs> the widow's peak. I think it would make it look even better. Yeah. It'd be I really unique. If you had the wi- uh, Moscow's widow's peak actually goes down to his navel if he lets it grow. I don't know if you knew that. Right past his nose, it over connects, his mouth. It, connects his, with his, it will connect with his mustache right there <laughs> yeah. if he lets it go. It actually connects. It is that long. And I think you should grow that, but I'm. I think you should keep the mohawk. See, that's see people. I, I, I think it's um. It's pretty slick. I think it's like ch- any change is good change. Like I've had the same haircut the whole time you've known me, and then the eight years before that, right? So. And you've looked like a douche that whole time. There you go. And now I think you look like you've cut the douche level in half with that mohawk. Isn't that weird? A, yeah. a mohawk makes you less douchey, or yeah. maybe it's like I'm douchey in an ironic way. Well, it doesn't you know? work on everybody. Right. Um, it works on you. All I right. Keep the mohawk. Yeah. Right, JP? I don't like it. Does your girlfriend like it? The girls love it. Getting more missionary style sex now? With the, like, they're, they're willing to look at you? Yeah. You don't have to turn everybody around anymore? Still no eye contact, but yes, face to face. I see. I see. <laughs> uh, all right. You can get all of these updates, including updates on Moscow's Mohawk, by signing up for Twitter and... Um, uh, just so everyone knows, listening live are... Uh, Chat seems to be down. 
The chat's down, huh? And the video is not working, apparently, too. So we are, we're having some technical issues. Oh, everything's uh, working. I think some people are in the chat, but yeah, if people you're already can't in. join. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to get on, and, and I've been getting messages. People going, is there a show tonight? I don't see the thing. It's not. There's no video, and I can't get in the chat. There's a button. You listen live. It's a whole thing. Oh. Of course, you can't do All it. right, well... Code, if you're listening, maybe you could have a look at that chat for me. He's he's on it already. I figured that. All right. Um, okay, so there you have it. Those are our announcements for today. Right? We got a couple new links coming soon. Do we want to mention that uh, now, or do we want to wait a week? The um, homepage stuff. It's going to be there soon. Let's wait in case my guy takes a long time. Then I don't have to listen to people go, oh. I was looking was, for He this. said there was going to be a link. A link to what? I don't even know what the frick you guys are talking about. We have a new iPhone case coming out and an iPhone case links, yeah. Hmm. With a wow. hop grenade on it and a bottle opener. What do you mean? Hmm. What do you? Hmm. What is wrong with a new iPhone case? Nothing. I don't have an iPhone though, so I can't help you. Yeah, that's your own fault. That's my benefit. Uh, uh, when's the uh, Winter Brews Festival? So people, people are asking. January twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Okay, good. Like yeah. we're asking. It's that last. Saturday in January. Oh, great. It's right in between. It's uh, Winterfest is always in between uh, the playoffs and the Super Bowl. For those of you international listeners, uh, it's always between the, yeah. the NFL like holiday here, the playoffs Super Bowl. and the Super Bowl in that little we- in that little off weekend that everyone's looking for their own little hangover. We're there for you. Yeah. It'll be back in the city of Berkeley at um, Civic true. Center Park. We're That's back true. here. Nice. Uh, find a friend the page on Facebook, Brewing Network's Winter Brews Festival, and you get all the updates. Oh, great. There's information. Great. There's a page. There is information. 137 people have found it. Wow. That's... Only one since last year. <laughs> it's what? been a 136 forever. What about really? tents? Are we doing tents this year, just in case? We are going to be doing tents, oh, yeah. Right. I might, uh, you know, we, we kind of leave it open-ended. I check the forecast. I look in the farmer's almanac, things like that. Um, we're, we're probably going to have tents, yeah. Big tents. Big giant tents. Occupy beer tents. Yes. Occupy. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys knew this, but JP loves the Occupy. Oh, I bet. I bet, he, I bet he just loves it. And everything It's a good diversion for. for those people. I mean, it is a good diversion. <laughs> I was going to drive him down there and drop him off. <laughs> I think my head would have exploded. Let him fend for himself. Should have done it. Just push him out. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Dress buddy. him up in some anarchist clothing. We'll black block style. Susie, have you occupied anything recently? I can't hear you. you got to turn your microphone on when you use it. Sorry, rookie mistake. I occupied my house. You occupied your house? Yeah. What did your house do? It, it, is it evil? Does it make profit? Her house owns... Her, her house holds all of her stuff. It, it occupies does. all of her shit. Sounded like you were looking to get your vagina occupied tonight. <laughs> She's nodding, yes. It makes good radio when you know. <laughs> okay. It does. All right, let's do feedback, shall we? Anybody? Yes. That was great. <laughs> yes, I think we should do feedback as soon. I think he's looking just for him to hit the music at the right time. Right. right. We don't need to oh, say oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Let's try to help brother out. Let's try that again. Oh, hang on. I screwed, uh. it, I screwed it up anyway. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What is happening? I don't know. I think we should start over. It sounded like the fourth. Uh... <clears throat> I was drinking today. Yeah. <laughs> is that your excuse for playing uh, Sister Christian? It's my excuse for everything right now. Let's try this. Oh my god! You've got mail. Kick ass. Uh, oh. All right, 
Feedback's brought to you today by HopTech Homebrew Supply. You can go to HopTech in Dublin, get all of your homebrew needs filled by our good friends yeah. at HopTech Homebrew Supply. Go check them out. They're good people. Jade down there is a really nice lady. All right, a little bit of feedback. This is from Bung Chuz. <laughs> wow. I didn't make that up. You can't make these things up. You should. No. Bung Chuz says, Brewcasters, after listening to the latest Sunday session podcast at work, I had a dream where I got to visit the Brewing Network studios, but it got a little weird. Firstly, the only people there were Justin and a bunch of really drunk chicks. Oh, he did come What's to wrong with that? Pretty good, right? That's what we like about Maybe that's place. what he meant by weird. He liked it. One of which was the girl from the Can't Hug Every Chat, uh, Every Cat YouTube video. Oh. <laughs> you know, uh... Hotness? JP's... <laughs> JP's favorite, uh, JP's theme song. JP's fetish crush. Yeah. Well, when she cried, it just tore his heart up. I it think. really did, though. Yeah, it really pulled the strings. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. I need, now I need to play it. You can't mention the, I, the hug every oh, cat. You gotta, you gotta pay it off. <laughs> and not oh, play it. Amazing. I got, oh. If I see this twice, I'm gonna be like, so I'm just messed up. Start talking about what I like. I love cats. I love every, every kind, kind of cat. cat. I just want to hug all of them, but I can't get hug every cat. She's crying now, JP. She's crying. <laughs> can't hug every cat. I can tell she's crying because I have a boner. She loves to run. No, she doesn't. <laughs> you see how chubby her face is? She's not running anywhere. No. She runs from her bonbons. I would totally date that chick if she wasn't so obsessed with running. <laughs> Dude, if she was in my dream, I totally wouldn't mind. So, yeah. he, so his dream's off to a good start. He says, the girl from Can't Hire Every Cat was in there. I talked to Justin for a while uh, before noticing that he was missing all of his fingers on one of his hands. Yeah. I then proceeded to hook up with the, with the cat chick. Nice. Ah, How was it? So I got to thinking, and I'm just hoping this isn't an omen, because if so, looks like JP is going to end up dating the cat chick. And if we remember, Justin said he would give up anything for that to happen. <laughs> this is true. Uh, so... He says, looks like it's going to be four fingers, and then I'm going to F up their relationship, I guess. Sorry in advance to JP, you rock. It kind of, it kind of got confusing at the end. It started out good. It was a nice dream. It's a little confusing, yeah. And then he got weird at the end. Yeah. He says that uh, you have to chop off four fingers in your hand for, for me to date her. Oh, I see. Would you do that? Oh, if that, oh okay. If that would help. Yeah, I would do that. If you were to date the cat chick, I would chop off four fingers for you. I get it. I wish you were serious. That was from Bung Chuz. Thanks, Bung. Uh, all right, Dan writes in, hey, asshats and JP. JP did a great job with the interview the other day, uh, which must be a couple weeks ago. When you yes, did yeah. yes. Uh, I think the only thing that is missing is JP. See, Justin has JP to play off of when they talk around topics, but JP has nobody to play off of. Next time, you should pull in Sully or someone to give him some help. Not that Doc and Tasty aren't the most chatty people on the planet, but, uh, he, but he, could <laughs> use, he could use a partner. Yeah, well, we agree. Keep up the madness and suck it, Nate. And that's from Thank Dan, you. private in the Windy City Rangers Middle Coast Division of the BN Army. He I, does ma- raise a good point, JP. He does. No, no. It's difficult not to have a wingman and someone to play off of. And it might help you. Maybe we should get Sully in here next time I get sick or have to leave or die. Yeah. Next time you die? Yeah. Um, I just want to point out, I think that was first. That was Nate's first official suck it. I think you're right. It was. <laughs> I Nate. feel proud and clap for myself even. It could have been, yeah. You've been accepted, my friend. Nate's arrived. <laughs> he has arrived. <laughs> Wispy hair and all. Yes. All right, let's see. Here's another one. What are the dates for the Behind Winter Festival? And have the tickets <laughs> gone on sale yet? All right. That's, Thanks. 
That's from Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, we already covered that, right? Yes. Yeah, but they're not on sale yet. They're not on sale. They won't go on sale until probably uh, late December or, or probably even January. You don't need to keep tickets on sale for months on end. It's kind of no. silly. No. So probably beginning of January, you can go get your tickets. Yeah. I uh, love cats. And I love to run. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sorry, thinking I'm about thinking cats. About... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're making me cry now. Oh, and oh, I should have some. Hardcore balling, son. You touched yourself to this video, didn't you, JP? He's actually got his thumb up my ass right now. Yeah. I want them in a basket. You don't hear the song about dogs. No, you don't. I really do like the hook. Can't hug every cat. Oh, it's just so good. It's better than half the hooks on the radio. I am a cat lover. And I love to run. I'm sorry I'm thinking about cats. Okay. It's pretty good. This thing's got like 3 million views or something. It's, it's ridiculous. Let me see. How many views does it have? Uh, 10 million. It has, it has 10 God. <laughs> 2 million. It went viral. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Tasty's trying to be funny by was, just completely no, overestimating. I, no, I think I was 3 million when I saw it Man. after the show. I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it again because I thought it was whiskey. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I swear it was 3 million. Good. Yeah. It's just, We've upped it. Well, we, it's, it's, yeah, when we it goes that. viral, it's like, you know. I think we should do a cover of it called I Love Snatch. Every kind of snatch. I oh. am a snatch lover. For the and winter I love to come. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, it just got worse already. Is the session band going to play for the winter bruise fest? No. Oh, they don't do this. Uh, Every kind of snatch. Too much work, and we're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, those same guys, um, they, they songified the Ann Todd Dodson, Day Raping Everybody. You remember that viral video? Oh, yeah. And they songified that and made $4 million on iTunes sales of the song. You're kidding me. No, I'm not. God. We're in the wrong business. And oh, yeah. they split it with Anton himself. So some random wow. dude from wherever he was from just got bang, made a couple Made mil. some local interview. going to blow it all crack. And all of a sudden, he's got $2 million. If only we were funny, we could make so much money. See, we are, though, but we're putting it on the wrong platform. Is that what you think? Yeah, well, because he's listening. They're making money by you know putting stuff on, on YouTube. Yeah. And then they get over 100,000 hits, then, then, they, then you start getting profit share. Yeah. That's what we need to be doing. Except that they're funny. I think we're funny. Actually, a lot of the shit that's on YouTube that makes hundreds of millions of dollars is awful. Yeah. It's shit. Either that or not I really love cats, though. That's not awful. No, that's... Re- uh, but it's not funny either. It's like... Sad, cute. Have you you seen the video? There's cats playing (laughs) instruments. (laughs) But those are just taken from other websites. Can't fuck every snatch. See, it works. And you thought my uh, my uh, my song uh, to the tune of "Shout," which was "Balls," was too forward. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. what? We're, I think, are we are we live over the system in the Black Star Co-op right now? Oh, we are. I think. Yeah, I think we are. Well, we're not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to say hi to the Black Star Co-op in Austin, Texas, today. Thanks for joining us on the program. Uh, eventually, we talk about beer, but not until your brewmaster Jeff Young gets on the air. That's right. Until then, have you heard the great song "Can't Hug Every Cat"? I just talked into my phone. Oh, that's the commercial portion of it. Well, luckily, it's a liberal this state. This is you know. my first attempt at a 
eHarmony video. She's just so cute. You just want to hug her. I do want to hug her, but I think she'll hug back for longer. She's one of those people. I love cats. I love every kind of cat. I just want to hug Goes right to the hook too. Can't yeah. hook every See that's yeah. good song. Can't fuck around, dude. You gotta go right for it. So anyway, I am a cat lover and, and I, I love, love to run. run. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about cats again. Auto tune's just mm-hmm. ruling it in that song. All right, R- Ryan writes in uh, when I when listening to the recent Going Pro Bruce Strong, where Jay Z has Sven talk about filter uh, filling out paperwork. Even though I knew they were talking about the Tax and Trade Bureau, I still thought about Terrence every time they said. Had to run such and such past TTB. <laughs> Terrence the Black. Right. He's our very own TTB. Eric writes in, hey guys, Nate was talking about uh, hop growing on the session and said there's a lot of knowledge that the pros have that the average homebrewing hop grower doesn't know about, such as getting them to flower at the right time. Is there a plan to include this info somewhere or do a show about it? Thanks and looking forward to the great shows. From Eric. Oh, yeah. We got enough content from that section to at least do a little piece around maybe March or April of next year when people are planning to plant hops. I think that'd be a good All time right. for that. That'd be a great idea. All yeah. right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, thanks, writes in. Uh, wondering what happened to the Homebrew Chef podcast. <laughs> I haven't seen any new content in months. I'm listening to old shows again just to stave off uh, blah, 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 um, et cetera from thanks. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've said in like six months. That guy writes in a lot. Yeah, like his third letter. It's pretty good. Thanks, thanks. Um, well, thanks. Uh, <laughs> it's just that Paxton and I's schedule have been conflicting, but we have makeup shows planned. We're actually going to record the shows we've missed and new shows, so they're all they're all showing up soon. Is that like makeup sex where it's even better than normal shows? No, it's not like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, it's worse. Yeah. All right, thanks for writing in, thanks. And finally, Kevin writes in, Hey, guys, uh, my app no longer functions, and it does also doesn't show up in the search in the App Store. I paid for this one, and I'm no longer impressed. I would love an explanation. I like that. That's good customer feedback. I would love an explanation. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. How much more can I explain? <laughs> well, he can't hear the shows because his app doesn't work. What, is he, yeah, what do you want him to do? All right, let me start from the beginning. First the earth cooled, yeah. and then the dinosaurs. What, what did they do? They died. No. Oh. Uh, we run this story by Bevo? Because I think she would have a differing account. She might. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I paid for this sexual experience, and I'm no longer impressed. <laughs> no longer. Story of my life. A new app is coming, man. Just hang in there, buddy. All right? And it'll be free. So just consider what you paid for. You're paying for two. You got two yeah. for the price of one. Average right. it out. One I'm paying for everybody else. One that didn't one. work and one that works. You can't ask for more than that. Yeah. Well, actually, look at it this way. We're fixing the one you paid for, right. and we won't even make you pay for that. It'll be free. That's a good way to it's look at it. It's a free upgrade. You should be, you're now in charge of our marketing department, JP. Great. That's a good way to do it. What is the, what's the check like on that? About the same as all the rest. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> double, awesome. double your current yeah. pay, and Shit. you're doing well. Wow. It's like in the mail is what it is like. It's in the female, too. All right. Feedback is brought to you today by Hoptech Homebrew Supply. I'm sure they're they're longer. They're no longer impressed. Also, <laughs> yeah, like um, I'm no longer impressed. But I could be buying uh, malt extract with this ad money. <laughs> those are great folks, Roberto and Jade. Oh, uh, yeah. I know, I know them personally. Oh hell yeah, great people. Roberto's a good dude. Yeah, he looks like he's going to steal your car, but he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's done a few cars, I'm sure. He's <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, but he's over that. Well, he's a reform now. He's a homebrew. He's grown up. He might steal your car, but he'll give it back to you washed. <laughs> I think is, is how nice he is. Did you see he's got a heretic tattoo? 
Does he? No yeah. way. I didn't see that. He does. Isn't no, that the he first doesn't. One? That's got to be yeah. the first one. No. He does. Really? Yeah. I just want to point out, how great is your job and your gig when you can say that the guy who pays your bills, one of your sponsor, looks like a carjacker <laughs> and get away with it? And they'll, they'll probably be like, yeah, you're right. That's pretty good. I love this business. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. I'll leave you with a, a song. Um, it's called Can't Hug Every Cat. <laughs> it's uh, Taking the Nation by Storm. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Jeff over at uh, Black Star uh, Co-op. Hang in there. I love cats. I love every kind of cat. I just want to hug all of them, but I can't get hug every cat. Can't hug every cat. So anyway, I am a cat lover and I love to run. I'm sorry I'm thinking about cats again. I really love cats. I'm thinking about cats again. With our new app, Songify. Now you can. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, more beer social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and then to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> 
Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. This is www.thebrewingnetwork.com. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to The Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life, one beer at a time. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. I should have the video back and working now. You can go to justin.tv slash brewing network, especially if the website situation isn't working for whatever reason, um, or because our service provider sucks. Uh, but justin.tv slash brewing network, you can check it out there. Uh, video should be up and rolling. Uh, we're about to talk to Jeff Young, who's the beer team leader at Black Star Co-op today, and find out about the only brew pub co-op in the country. Jeff, you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you just fine. How you doing, brother? Right on. Pretty good, man. How are you? We're doing all right. 
We were curious because we had read that you might be playing the program um, for your brew pub tonight and uh, while we were live and kind of wondered if you had to run out there and turn it off because of our potty mouths. Uh, no, no. And I was going to ask you guys, how do you guys feel about potty mouths? Are we cool with that? Because this is a family restaurant, but... Um, right. Um, we're, we're fucking cool with potty mouths, man. You can go... <laughs> yeah, you can go for it. And, uh, uh, again, no, we won't be bleeping you, but uh, <laughs> uh, we were having a little bit of trouble getting it on initially, but it sounds like you guys... Yeah, uh, may or may not have worked that out. I think we worked it out, and it's probably for the best that you didn't get it on the beginning. We have a new call screener today, and we already started talking about her vagina, and uh, you didn't want your whole restaurant to have to hear that. It, yeah, it is around dinner time here, so. <laughs> yeah, we're going to stick to beer with you, Jeff, at least as much as possible, you know. All right, all right. <laughs> so I have to tell you, Jeff, um, I've been a fan of Black Star Co-op for six years. Um, I know that sounds crazy because you've just recently opened, but one of our listeners, I went to the uh, Craft Brewers Conference back when it was in Austin, and one of our BN listeners, uh, Chris, had come up to me, and he gave me a Black Star Co-op t-shirt six years before you guys were even a co-op, and said, uh, hey, you know, keep an eye out for us, I'm a big fan, and he kind of told me about the whole deal, and I thought you guys would be open, you know, pretty shortly. I've been rocking that t-shirt for six years i love it and you guys just opened what like a year ago now right yeah yeah this is our year anniversary it's funny yeah i uh, i remember talking to chris uh, a few years back and, and him saying that uh you know the brewers network wanted to do something with it or he was trying to get us to do something with you guys yeah to spread the word and um um and now it's coming to fruition which is which is really awesome uh and and black star came to fruition which is pretty awesome in its own right absolutely so, so it kind of explain the, the concept, if, if you would, um, and, and really dumb it down because I'm not the smartest guy on the planet. You guys are a co-op, um, and, and how, who, who started the idea, and exactly how does it work? Uh, so I guess back in uh, 2006, there was a group of people that got together for kind of the initial meeting of uh, the central idea of having a, uh, a neighborhood pub owned by its regulars. Uh, so if you're going to put like a an actual structure name upon that, that would be a co-op. Okay. Uh, so it started back then with with a small handful of people, and we started from scratch. You know, we started from just a handful of people with no money, and and um, I can say now because we're open with very little expertise in a lot of these uh, fields, and then uh, it, it kind of grew from there. And of course, you know, like you said, it took a long time, and you thought we were going to be open much earlier than that. Uh, but the issue is to to do something like this, which is very different than uh, the normal way that a, a brew pub or a lot of businesses open, um, that it takes a little bit longer because you got to have to uh, tread those paths. So uh, it took us about five years to uh, really be down those paths and get the, uh, the cooperative structure organized and then raise uh, a ton of money to get this place open. How, how much, just, roughly, how much money are we talking to open a brew pub of your size? Um, you know, the brew pub itself, I think, with construction and and some of the other just light items on the budget, you know, you might be looking at seven hundred and fifty to a million dollars. Uh, we're a pretty nice sized brew pub, and we got a lot of nice equipment, and um, we're in a decent part of town. So it takes a lot of money, and that's you know that's that's a lot different than a microbrewery. Um, which can be in the worst part of town and in a worst building that you right. can find yeah. and open up with pretty minimal cash. Sure. 
Is Jeff at a Benny Hanna? <laughs> I think he's on a roller coaster. <laughs> I think he's. I think Jeff's. Well, it's a small company. He's actually washing dishes at the same time as he's it's doing his cut interview. Cost somewhere. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so now to raise the capital, then, and have the community be the ones that pay for it. Um, how does it work? Is it a small amount? Do I go in and get? To, I mean, do, does everybody get in and, and you go look, Justin? Twenty bucks, and look, one of the bricks belongs to you, and you go to you know. Uh, a thousand of me like how does it how does the investment portion work yeah that's that's really the basis of it is trying to get a small amount of money from a lot of people and for most cases that that certainly would work you know but if you're trying to raise a hundred dollars from uh from x amount of number of of people to try to raise a million dollars and that's way too many people, really unfeasible. So what we had to do was, in addition to uh, raising the funds with just our regular member-owner um, equity, was uh, start trying to get uh, uh, investor shares. You know, So we, we tried to get uh, larger investors into the company that, that really put the big bulk of the purchase of the, uh, of the place and the equipment out there. Okay. So you did have to. Now that does make a lot of sense. You yeah. get the bulk of the money. Now, what does the community get? Uh, the, those of them uh, that are invested in it. What is their kind of share in the company? Uh, you know, kind of the the core of it, the foundation that we like to say is one member, one vote. So, um, in any kind of uh, you know, this is, this is a corporation of sorts, but it's just everyone is equal, democratically equal. Uh, so if you are a member owner, you get one vote on, uh, you know, say instances of like running for board of directors, voting for board of directors. Um, our, our location, our current location was actually voted on uh, by our member owners. So where we started up, which is one of the biggest things that you could possibly vote on for a group hub, uh, was voted on uh, by our member owners. So that's kind of like the core of the governance side of it. But then, you know, since we are a brew pub, uh, the member owners can come in and they can, uh, you know, we have uh, discounts and special events and cool things in the brewery that we can do with them. So, you know, there's kind of the the short term kind of thing that you can get out of it. And then there's the underlying I'm trying to invest in my community thing that you can get out of it. Right. But it's not. I think a lot of people think, okay, I'm I'm kind of a member owner of a brew pub, so that means every time I come in, I get to drink for free, don't I? I get free yeah. beer. <laughs> but that's not part of the deal, is it? Oh no, no. We certainly did get a lot of that very early on. Uh, yeah. The one that I always got was, you know, that that home brewers, since they're member owners, could come in here and and brew their beers and oh uh, man, <laughs> you know, put their beers on tap, and you know, that's a, that's a great idea. Yeah, I hated to bust bubbles there, but right. For, obvious reasons that's that's not something you can do but that also that kind of begged the question for us what is the benefit for them how can they get involved if they can't come in and drink beer for free because they're an owner if they can't come in and brew their own beer then really what can they do that that you know how they can participate yeah Um, and we've been we've been working on that this year we've been trying to really think hard on on how to include people and you know i guess tonight i can speak you know more specifically on the brewing side of things and that um that i try to involve member owners uh as much as i can in the process whether it's in the design phase or or the brewing phase helping out or even like the the post uh production phase where they're coming in and tasting the beers and telling me 
what sucks and what doesn't and, and kind of refining it from there. Okay. Um, so if, if, if they want to be active uh, in it, they, there's a ton of outlets for it. Now, how many member owners would you say you have? I haven't seen the total in a little while, but I think we're around uh, 2,800. See, f that. This is where I, this is where I I'm out because I'm loving the idea, right? But yeah. Jeff, I'm feeling bad for you already because I hear what you're saying. You you want to get everyone involved as much as possible, but talk about too many chefs in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like it must sometimes get to be like, listen, we love your ideas, we love that you're involved, but not every one of those 2,800 people has good ideas. Let's let's face it. Yeah, but a hundred of them do, and those are the ones you want to listen to. Exactly, so you just need to find out who to listen to. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You know, you're 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 saying the same things that we were kind of thinking about when we when we started this. Of course, if we have a thousand people that all want to very actively participate, we don't really have mechanisms in place to handle that and and to make them feel like you know they're they're part of this and to get something out of it, but. In actuality, you know, we're a brew pub. We're open to the public. Most people just want to come in and drink and tell their their brothers and sisters or family that, hey, I own this place. And, and they walk in there and, you know, we know their name and, and we talk to them like, like they come in every day. Uh, right. You know, you take 2,000, 2,500 of them and, and they've been around and they've invested and we couldn't have done it without them. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and, you know practicality we don't see 2500 members a day you know or even a week uh coming in here and and shouting at our, our cooks to make something else or <laughs> something else, you know? yeah, give me something special i want my grilled cheese toastier <laughs> yeah it's, it becomes your living room you know with that kind of sense of entitlement how quick- yeah yeah how quickly are you increasing jeff like how you know how long has it been 2800 are there 10 new people a day 100 new people a day um, early on, now that we've been open, we, we haven't seen a whole lot of, you know, rapid increase like we did when we were trying to open, which is almost to be expected. We kind of saw that coming. The fact that we're open kind of almost uh, de-incentivizes people, you know, well, it's already open. I don't need to invest to to open it. So it's right. already here. I can just come in and drink. And that's, that's totally fine. Um, but, you know, early on. Uh, if you can imagine five years, I guess, starting at, uh, I think we started at 17 member owners at the first kind of ratification of the bylaws to 2,500 in five years. We had some we had some months and some years that were crazy, you know, just booming, tons of people really interested. And, of course, those co- correlate to, you know, finding a location, announcing where that location is, and um, big events like that where people could really rally behind it. You're right. Now, so if I if I move to Austin next week and and I come into the place and I want to become a member owner, what happens? Is there like a list of of levels that I'm allowed to be involved at, or is it is it a flat rate? Are you not a member owner? I'm not a member unless I'm an honorary one from Chris or something. <laughs> I don't think I am. Yeah, me too. Just because you got the T-shirt, I guess, doesn't make you a uh, member. Of- well, especially because I didn't even pay for the damn T-shirt. I'm so cheap. Chris gave it to me. Oh, Chris owes us some money. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think he's he owes you eighteen dollars. Ripping you off. <laughs> but right, like, how do I go? You know, if I wanted to get involved, how much is it, and how does it work? Right now, it's a uh, hundred and fifty dollars, and the only thing that we ask is you're over twenty one. Okay, uh, and then it's a hundred and fifty dollar equity payment, and that's something that you are investing. It's not uh, is it's a capital investment, uh, which is very different from you know you buying a beer. 
uh, in that, of course, you can always take that investment out if you decide you don't want to be part of the co-op or if you're leaving the state or, or something like that. But that's really it. That, like, that's the minimum uh, uh, that, that we would ask. But what we hope is that when somebody invests that $150, it then it then means that they are invested in the company. They want to see it succeed. They want to participate in it to ensure that it succeeded, succeeds and then also – you know, patronize it um, and come in and, and help us make it better because we certainly know we uh, are always trying to improve and, and can do better. So okay. um, that's what we hope from a member owner. And are there dividends paid out on the? Are they like shares or is it just one hundred fifty in, one hundred fifty out? Oh, there's kind of two different levels there. You know, it's only earlier when we opened up, we had to do more of an investment drive where we were taking, we were selling shares. Okay. Um, and those shares, they're not shares in the company per se. It's not like if you buy more of those shares, you own more of the company. It's more of the more the more you buy, the more you invest, um, the higher the dividends you can get. So that's an investment that's already done. We've already opened the place. We've closed that investment drive. So they get dividends um, in profitable years, sit by the board. Um, and that's going to go away in the next few years because those investments are going to come, uh, uh, we're, we're going to pay them out. Okay. But, okay. So then moving forward, uh, what we have, which is if you guys are familiar with the REI model and, and uh, we do something very similar to that, which is uh, patronage refunds. Uh, so, you know, moving forward for the rest of time that we're open, we want our member owners to come in throughout the year uh, and, and ideally, and we're still working on this, we keep track of, of their bar taps. Yeah. You know, how much they spend throughout the year. And then at the end of a profitable year, the board will, will decide, you know, hey, let's, we got some money. Let's take 15, 20% of it and uh, give it back to our member owners. So they can, you know, they can make money back uh, from being a member owner. You know, that's I like actually, that idea. Yeah, it's a cool idea. Um, you know, in actuality, since we're not we're not making tons of money, uh, you know, nobody's really trying to get rich off this. Those people aren't going to get a whole lot of money in return. It's not like you're going to get a five thousand uh, dollar patronage refund check unless you're uh, here every day, all day. No, um, but the but, but the REI model is fantastic. I use it. I actually I'm I'm an REI member that way, and I kind of forget about it until I go make that one purchase that I need for camping this year, and realize that fifty bucks of it is covered from whatever uh, I earned throughout the year. You know, yeah, and it's yeah. a big it's a big deal to me because I'm not going in there that often. But when I'm going in for that one thing and realize that wow, fifty bucks just got covered, yeah. and and I'm going to be honest with you, Jeff, I can run up quite a bar tab. So I think I would earn some dough over the year. Yeah, as a oh, percentage, yeah. you're getting a lot back. Like you in here, we would get a lot. Of, we would have to pay a lot back. <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we haven't done it yet. Uh, so you know, we're kind of assuming there's an average that isn't a whole lot. But if we see everybody, you know, in here more often, uh, what that ensures is that we're making that money first. Right. And at the end of the year, we look at that money and say we can afford to give this back. You know, and that's opposed to making these big discounts. You know, every day for any member owner, uh, and we don't really know if if we're doing well enough to be giving those discounts. Yeah, um, so this model that we have ensures that the more people come in, yeah, we'll give back more money. We might give back a big chunk of money, um, but we need to know that at the end of the year, once we look at all of our books and everything. Yeah, um, but it's, like you're saying, it's a really cool model that that people are like, you know, this is my 
this is my brew pub. I actually get a check at the end of the year um, um, off profits, and uh, people have a real sense of loyalty yeah. uh, towards us already. Well, and it's really going to affect your decision-making process. You know, when, when, when Tasty and I are hanging out and going, all right, where are we going to go have a beer tonight? There are, there are factors that we think about. Yeah, number one is, where are they going to count my beer? <laughs> well, that's one, yeah. yeah. Uh, but now, clearly, if we were going to receive some sort of dividend, yes. and, and I, I actually only mean dividend in, like, spend it back at the pub, you know, like my credit at the pub. If it means that at one point later in the year I get a free appetizer, that will influence my decision of where to go tonight. Yes, you know, it's a big difference. Yeah, absolutely, and and you know that's how we see it too, and and that does give a certain amount of loyalty um, just for people coming back. They want to see you succeed, but they also, you know, if they're getting a little something back, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So, what, well, Jeff, what do you see as a typical uh, reimbursement? What do you what are you targeting for? Like, uh, I honestly have no you idea. You don't I know how it's going to because we're still trying to figure out the right. system to try to track all this stuff. It's not and we're trying since this is our first year, we're trying to figure out. What is a profitable year? You know, so right. we're uh, we're a little bit a little bit uh, uh, young to be worrying about that, but the, the idea is still there, and we're still going to make that happen. Right. Um, but it would be awesome if at the end of the year, you know, you basically get like a free dinner for you and your friends, and and come in and just drink and be merry. You know, all because you own the place. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this: I don't envy you on having to figure that out. You know, most restaurants <laughs> fail in the first year on their own. Just period. It's right. just it's a difficult business to be in, and especially right now. And so for you guys to be in that business and have to figure out how to give back to those people, you know, that many people that invested, I don't envy you on that. That's a tough. It's uh, a tough. But, but I, th- I think that I like your model because the give back is important. Because the, the more the, they feel a part of it, the more they're going to bring other people. You right. know, that move in their same circles. And I assume these are people that have a, a vested interest in the craft beer scene there. So those are yeah, the people that... I think that's the differential point there, is that if people feel like they have even the smallest invested interest in a place, then when they think, well, I could go here, here, or here tonight, they're going to pick that place that they have even you know the smallest invested interest in right. and that gives us a, an advantage and it's and it's actually a huge advantage because if you get you know 2000 people that all kind of make those decisions throughout the week or the month then then we really do well yeah well i've seen craft beer start craft beer bars start up and a lot of times they they situate themselves in a place where they don't there's not much competition right they're going in because they're, they're going to be the only craft beer bar except they're trying to get people you know to make them a destination, and they they're trying to convert like Budweiser drinkers to people that like their beer. Where you, you're 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 slating up uh, loyal followers right away. It's pretty cool. Yeah, That's yeah, true. and you certainly couldn't do that everywhere. I mean, we we have a really good craft beer scene already here, so we're you know we're kind of resting on those shoulders, which is which is awesome for us. Uh, but if you know if you were to try to go to a place like Birmingham, Alabama, and, and open a place like this. You know, it just might not fly as well as it does here in Austin. Yeah, because you can't take teeth as payment. <laughs> It'd be a slower start. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it right. fell out today. Okay, I'll, I'll take one beer for this, please. Can you take it? One beer. It has a filling. <laughs> it's got a silver filling. It has a silver. We can melt that down. <laughs> Uh, Moscow, what is this beer that you poured for us? Is this one of Jeff's? It is, yeah. This is the, uh, yeah, thanks for sending us some uh, some of the leftover GABF beer. We appreciate it, sure, Jeff. Sure. It's the uh, the American Style Pale Ale. It's called High Esteem. Very nice. High Esteem. What, what are the hops in this, uh, Jeff? Um, High Esteem, it finishes, it's pretty simple hop bill. It finishes with a Centennial 
uh, starts with Chinook, but most of what you're going to be smelling is uh, Centennial. I have to tell you that to me it tastes like a Pilsner. It does. It has got, that yeah. funky Pilsner taste for sure. It's got that good crisp Pilsner malt. Is there? Is there? Does, but the hops aren't as as crisp as in the Pilsner. But it does have right. that base. Yeah, it's yeah. got yeah, it's got a Pilsner malt type of flavor. It's but very malty, very perfumey malty. Jeff, you have some rye and, and honey in here too, right? Yeah. The uh, the main thing that I'm trying to showcase in this beer, and it's interesting because this beer, you know, it's a, it's a really light beer, and I probably brewed it back in. I don't know, midsummer. So it's, it's, you know, it's probably past its prime since I was sending it to GABF. Nonetheless, uh, the, the thing I'm trying to exhibit in this beer is the one local ingredient that we can get here and put in our beer. And that's uh, our local wildflower honey. Um, and I think in, in this batch, cause I change it up every time I'm trying to find the perfect balance of, of sweetness and flavor and, and drinkability. Uh, but in this batch, I believe I might have put a little too much um, honey uh, kind of in the aftertaste. I put it in the serving vessel. It's it's unfermented. uh just adds a little bit of body and flavor. Uh, and you might find, depending on if it still has stood up uh, the test of time. It did. Okay, well, good. Um, yeah, you might find that the aftertaste is almost like a honey biscuit. Um, yeah, I've had one of those. That's one thing that's giving us that Pilsner malt impression, I think, too. Is, is it? That, yeah, the, the honey. Yeah, the perfumey maybe from the honey. Okay. Yeah, exactly. What is the base malt on this, Jeff? Uh, the base is a pale, and a, it's gone through a lot of iterations. I think this one, and I've tried to simplify it since this batch, but it's pale, a uh, little bit of rye, um, I believe some uh, Munich, you know, some kind of malt building uh, uh, beer, and then a little bit of wheat to try to, to build that head retention on it. Although I don't know how it came out on on this particular batch, yeah, it must be that the honey then. Because I'll tell you what, if you put two pilsners and this beer in front of me, I would have called them all in the same style. This is a compliment from me, by the way, because I love the style, and it, to me, it means that it's dry and it's crisp, and oh, yeah. it has it's full of it has a lot of body and flavor, like a good German pilsner would. Um, but I would not have called it a pale ale. But yeah, now that I know there's no Pilsner malt in it, I think you're right. It must be the honey perfumey. Is, yeah. I think you're right about that, JP. I think JP. that's exactly what it is, yeah. Well, I think Jeff ought to consider putting some Pilsner malt in the base for this beer. I think that'd be a good improvement. At yeah. what point does it stop being a, a pale ale, then? Well, you can, use, you can use Pilsner malt for a pale ale. That's no problem. It's fine. There's another base yeah. malt. <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, when I submitted it to GABF, I had no idea really where to put it, what category, what category to put it. Um, but I had to put five beers in there, and I knew where I was going to put the other five beers. Um, but for this one, I just kind of like man gave up and said, oh, "I'll put it in pale ale." Uh, you know, I, I I thought about maybe putting it in. Uh, I think there's a honey category or, or yeah. some some category like that. And I thought about it putting it in there, but it didn't quite. I didn't think it would stand out as well, so I just kind of gave up and said, "Hey, I'll put it in the pale ale." Um, and uh, today, right before the interview, I got. Uh, I came in to, to talk to you guys, and I got the Great American Beer Festival entry summaries. Which okay. Is like nice. Uh, you know, they're judging notes. Yeah. Um, and that was really interesting, because uh, we didn't win any medals this year, and that's fine. Maybe my feelings were a little hurt, but I kind of wanted to know how I fare, fared and, and if, um, you know, if I'm in the wrong profession or what. Uh, and I was looking at high esteem because I didn't really expect it to do well at all, uh, especially in the pale ale category. Because to me, it's not really like I could name 
a hundred other pale ales that are more um, uh, better better suited for that category. Right. Uh, the, the judges had some really good things to say about it. I think it was like four out of five of them had really good, like appropriate style um, remarks to say about it. Um, and I think none of them really came out and said anything about the honey, but you know the drinkability, like you're saying, the cleanness, the crispness. I think they all really liked that, but it was just that's a little too clean and crisp for a uh, pale ale. Yeah. It is. It, it might be a little, exactly, just a little bit too clean and, and maybe not enough of the hop bite that they're probably the rest of the category had in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yours doesn't. Yours has more of the sweet flavor. A lot of good um, malt flavor, yeah. Yeah, the sweet malt flavor. Oh, it's good, though. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And, and you know, we're, we, with this beer in particular, uh, we really just were trying to brew to our community. And here in Austin, Texas... Uh, very hot. People sit out on the patios uh, and want to just enjoy a very drinkable beer. But then every once in a while, they want to go a little bit deeper and appreciate that beer. So to make a really light, drinkable beer, but also have some character to it, if you want to find it, uh, is a difficult thing to do. You know, as most bro- brewers know that you know the the more drinkable and light it is, the more off flavors and, and unbalanced it can be. Yeah. Um, so that's where that's where I'm trying to go with with high esteem and and I think this last batch uh, the batch before or after the one that, that you guys are drinking I finally kind of hit that balance um, but it's it's a great beer I, I I drink it all the time I can see this as being a very popular beer at this the pub. might be, I bet this is the biggest seller at the pub in many ways yeah it absolutely is yeah. almost by double the, wow. the second one okay. All right, Jeff, i got to take a quick break and take care of some sponsors if you can hang in there with us. Yeah, uh, sure. I am going to ask you a favor. I'm sorry to do this to you because I know I made you move down to the room that you're in interviewing now, but I'm going to ask you to move back up to the uh, uh, the mez, the mezzanine you were in at first if you can. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Less dishes up there? Yeah, it just sounds like <laughs> it, it sounds really like you are doing the dishes while you're talking with us, which I can commend your work ethic. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I, the listeners don't want to hear We're it. We're all for multitasking. So, I think it's a Greek guy in the background. <laughs> we got about a five-minute break, so if you want to grab yourself a beer, and I'd, I, I, like I said, I hate to do it, but if you'd move upstairs, it'd be great. No, that's fine. I'll meet you guys back up there. All right, brother. Quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Jeff a bit more. Uh, this is new from the Trophy Fire. Ugh. You can get their album right now over at Gray Day Records. Check it out. Hang in there. We'll be back with Black Star Co-op.
does craft beer mean to you? Is it a delicious way to support your town's local brewer? Or perhaps it's the perfect beverage to pair with those delicious meals at your favorite restaurant and at home. Regardless of whether you're thinking of pints or pairings, pilsners or porters, craftbeer.com is the site where craft beer lovers come together to learn and share. Craftbeer.com is brought to you by the Brewers Association and celebrates the best of American craft beer and its brewers. Craftbeer.com is the best place to find craft beer events, recipes, great feature stories, the most up-to-date brewery listings, and resources for your next beer tasting or dinner, like style guidelines, pairing mats, and charts. Get the inside scoop on new beer releases and special events from today's craft beer insiders and chime in to share your own knowledge, perfect pairings, road trips, recipes, and more. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah, uh, mother... White Labs. It's all in the vial. What's funny is, Bruce will say, Yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. And now, back to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On The Brewing Network. go to a good rock show. I haven't been to a good uh, rock show in a while. I was, at, I was at one at uh, Friday night over at the Uptown in Oakland. Is that that Trophy Fire that Band? Trophy Fire Band. <laughs> oh, no, he said, he said a good rock show. 
Yeah. Oh, they're, no, you heard their songs. They're great. I know. They are really good right now. That new album's really good. Yeah. But I did mean, like, I need some rage against the machine in my life. Oh, yeah. You oh, need, a, yeah. need some high-energy rock show going on. Yeah. All right. It's been a while. All right, Jeff, you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Speaking of rock, so Black Star Co-op is in Austin, and that is like the city of music That's right a live now. music town. Hey, Jeff, do you guys do live music there at the co-op? We haven't, yeah, we're not against it, but uh, we're not quite, as you can imagine, the acoustics are not that awesome here right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what, you mean like the bands are interrupted by clanking dishes? Yeah, they're like, can, can you guys hold off for a little bit on the dishes while we finish this thing? Right. Like, let's try and stay in business for at least a few years before we do that, you know? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but it, you must, uh, I mean, to compete in Austin, you got to do some kind of music thing, don't you? You would think so, and, and you would be right, I think. Um, it, there's a lot of events. We're, we're a little far away from downtown. Uh, we're on the north side of town. Okay. Uh, we generally try to be the, uh, the the little place you can go away from the music to get a little rest. Got it. Um, so, yeah, there's so many different music places here. Uh that's not really the niche we're trying to fill. Uh, and there's a, a lot of craft beer places here, too, but there's not nearly as, as many as the, as the music niche, so we're, uh, we're just trying to stick in that line. Sure. Well, let's talk about the beer, because that's what we're here for, after all. Oh, yeah. Um, and I did have some listener questions come through already about the beer. Cool. One of them, uh, although having to do with the co-op aspect, is... Um, how has how has uh, Blackstar chosen uh, what beers to make? Is that through member voting or is that through you? Uh, that's a really good question. That goes back to what we were talking about, trying to get people uh, involved. And very early on when I was doing the test batches for, for our startup lineup, uh, I had, I think for every beer that, that we have on our menu right now, we had... Uh, uh, member owner panels, forums where we would talk about the beer. I'd introduce it to them, and uh, you know they would give me their feedback, and we refined it from there. But for what good that does, that kind of you know at least gets it into a, a pretty good place to where you can start trying to brew it on the large scale. Yeah. Um, so you know, pretty much every beer has had uh, a, a dabbling of member owners, but more specifically, now that we're open, uh, one really cool way that that we incorporated the member owners was we actually had here in the brew pub for our summer seasonal, a member owner design forum. We invited any member owner who wanted to come in and help us create a beer. Uh, they came in, all sat down at the table. I gave them a few parameters that we needed to stay within. So it wasn't, wasn't crazy out there. And then, you know, we just sat down maybe for an hour or two and, and uh, tasted ingredients, talked about ingredients, and came up with uh, Elba, which is a American wheat beer uh, spiced with lemongrass, orange peel, and grains of paradise. And then I started brewing that. I thought maybe as a one-off, you know, to get, some, get a wheat beer in there in summer. Uh, but we brewed it for four months, I think. It was, it was so popular. Wow. So that was an awesome way just to... You know, if you get your 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 audience in there before you even make the product, get them to tell you what they want, make it, then they're going to come in and buy it. And it was a huge seller all throughout the summer. That's a great point. And, and it's kind of what you were saying already, Tasty, is with the kind of built-in audience, right? Yeah. Just by the, your members, uh, brew what they want, they'll come in and drink it, buy even, it. Even if what the recipe you decide on is not what like everybody wants. 
just the fact that you did that. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna, probably going to do it again. I mean, it's going to be that kind of place. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, how, what size is your uh, is your system, Jeff? It's a ten barrel system. Okay. Uh, size brewery. Uh, you can see some pictures online. It's it's a beautiful system. We. Uh, What's the website? We. we so, uh, oh, it's a uh, uh, blackstar dot co op c o o p, um, and there's some galleries in there where you can see the uh, uh, the brewery and the kitchen and uh, really nice equipment. Very nice. And that's a, a new brewery that you guys were able to get funded. Yeah, it was all new. We, uh, you know, when we were raising money and talking to investors, uh, we told them that we wanted, we didn't want to spare, uh, um, uh, spare, you know, any sort of quality. Right. Uh, so we needed enough money to get the right stuff to ensure that we were able to make uh, the right kind of beers and, and get a good quality beer out of it. Um, and then it was just up to me to use the equipment to to do so. That's a good point. You know, you, people could assume that because it's a co-op that you, you do everything like on the yard sale scale, right? <laughs> so it's a good point to make to the investors like, look, we're, we are, we're actually serious about this. We want to make great beer. So, Yeah, I think people all along within the last five years, people have been surprised at how serious we are at doing everything that we do. You know, as a collection of, of individuals trying to make a beer co-op, it sounds like ultimate kind of nerd, hippie, uh, socialist movement or something like that. And, and, of course. Uh, yeah, but we're very serious. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> is equal. Well, it's two things. It, Surprising yourself how serious you are. Both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but both, uh, both sentiments make sense because, l- let's be honest, it's one of those ideas that you're like sitting around with your buddy and you're like, how do we make this brewery? An organic beer collective, man. <laughs> no, no, you just go, I know. We'll make everybody else pay for it. Like, we'll get all of our buddies and the whole community to pay for it, and we'll open a brewery. That's, so you, you have that side of it. Yeah, that's the kind of brewery I'd want to start. We'd have all my friends right. be part of the brewery. I don't really want to own a brewery. <laughs> just I just want, want to, to be part of that. It'd be fun. Yeah. So so that's the side that, while it's a great idea, it's also like a slacker idea. <laughs> but what, the, reason I say that, the reason I say they go hand in hand is only a person who is serious about it and really means business could pull it off. That's why I say there's kind of the two sides that make yeah. sense to me. Right. You know. Yeah, otherwise you'd be done in six months. <laughs> yeah. Seems like less work, but it's actually more. You're like, shit, now i got to refund all that money. <laughs> uh, so what's the second beer that you gave us here in Moscow? Um, it's a, uh, it's a, you got the bottle right next yeah, to you. Tell us. To you describe it. Waterloo Sour Peach Wheat. Is that this one, I believe? Yes, water, that's right. America, you entered it under American Style Sour Ale. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. I lost you there for a second, oh. uh, but I'm back now. Uh, we're just talking. We just poured uh, another beer that you sent us. We poured your Waterloo American style sour ale. Tell us about this beer. Yeah, so that was uh, very early on. Uh, really interested in trying to find some beer styles that were relevant to our our surroundings relevant to Austin and and relevant to the time that we're in right now. Um, So thinking in those terms, uh, we came up, you know, we started thinking about, well, you need something that's a little bit lighter. You need something very refreshing. But if we have a large crowd of people that are appreciative of craft beers, then you also, you know, needed to have some depth and some character. Um, So from that, years later, uh, kind of started with Waterloo, which um, I always knew I wanted it sour, um, and I always knew I wanted it peach. I 
was hoping that I could get local peaches because that's, again, another one of the few local ingredients that we could get here in town that um, we could use for beer and actually call local. Um, it turns out we couldn't really get them in bulk and process them as, as much as we could, so we had to get peach puree, really good peach puree. I'm, I'm proud of that, too. Um, but putting those those two elements together, tart, sour, with the subtle... Uh, peach character to give it some character and depth uh, came up with Waterloo. It's nice. It tastes like a Berliner Weiss to me. It does. It's really it's good. Like a yeah. Beer. yeah. I, that was initially what we wanted it to be. Like, that was, you know, just kind of thinking, brainstorming. You're like, well, what's sour, light, wheat, a Berliner Weiss? And there were, there were some things that I didn't like about Berliner Weiss, and that was mainly the production of it would be kind of difficult and, and take a long time. Um, so I had to alter the production of it to make it so we could make something similar to that uh, in essence, not so much in style, but in essence of, of what it is, uh, and make that practically here as a summer brew on our system. Yeah. I like also, I, whatever base malt you're using, it, I like it. To me, it stands out in this beer. It again, does, once again. It has a, it's bright. It's a really kind of standout flavor. Even underneath that sourness, I get a good grainy uh, taste to it. You know, I like Who is the manufacturer of your base malt? Uh, the base malt, I think it's the same as when I was using it then. I'm looking behind me at the malt. Uh, but Brees Pale and Brees Wheat. Okay. Um, I love Brees. Ah. It's a, you know American company here. Makes great variety, great malt. Um, and I think that's all that's in that beer is uh, Breeze Weed and Breeze Pale. Okay. No, I could see really on nice. a real hot, humid Austin day just kicking back a whole bunch of these. It's real yeah. refreshing, you know? Yeah. I have so to even, admit, too, uh, just a little insight into the show. A lot of times when we get beer sent to us when the when, when the interviewee is not in the studio, like, like you're not, and we open it and I taste like that hint of sourness. Yeah. I kind of have to ask around the studio first before we put it on air because I get affer- I don't want to insult anybody. Like if, in other words, if this was supposed to be like his pilsner, <laughs> and I'm like, man, what a great Berliner Weiss that you just sent over here. I was worried right. about that. Well, because it's real subtle. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's. I wouldn't say it, uh, maybe it's not real subtle, but it's subtle enough where you kind of go, <laughs> like, uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's balanced. It could, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a lacto refreshing kind of sour in the finish. Yeah, it's not right. Like but, jumping out at you. But it doesn't. Right. It doesn't need more. That that's it, it's, no, it's, it's, it's. That's where it's at. Perfect the way it is. Yeah. But if you weren't expecting it, yeah, you, you and definitely I worry, question. I don't want to insult yeah. Jeff. But yeah. uh, so I'm just so glad to, when I finally read the label and went, oh yeah, sour ale, perfect, good. Yeah. You got to ask your coworkers if the lady's <laughs> pregnant. Just you don't want to suggest she might be pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and then learn later. That's right. That is, that's basically that what happens here. Person. This is a nice beer. We're, we're big sour fans, so this is well done, Jeff. Well, I appreciate that. And this is, uh, this is an example of what I'm trying to do, almost for personal taste, but also, like I was saying earlier, for, um, for the fact that I live in Austin and light tart things just work. It's like you know citric acid in, in lemonade, you know, that, that little tartness. Um, and, and fruit make it very refreshing and, and drinkable. So what I've been trying to do with our system, without trying to make a big barrel room and, and you know sour aging all of our beers for for months, is try to figure out a way to get some good, mostly clean sourness, but real sourness. You know, not not like just adding a, a half gallon of, of lactic acid and saying it's a Berliner Weiss. Right. You know, trying to get some depth in there too. Um, so Waterloo actually uses 
um, sour mashing, which there wasn't a whole lot of information when I started preparing for this beer, trying to figure out how we were going to brew it here. Um, so I kind of had to start making them some stuff as I went along and, you know, it made for some, for some funky beers and some beers we kind of had to throw out. But, um, but as, and I think this was the second in the series of like four, by the time we got to the third or fourth, uh, we were cruising with some really good tartness, um, with just subtle hints of funkiness, but not too much. So I've, I know of it, but I've never sour mashed myself. So if I was going for this level of funkiness, which is mild, but definitely present, what do I do? Is, is this a, you, you mash like normal and then let it sit overnight? Or how long, what happens in a sour mash? Yeah, there's, there's a few different ways to do it. And that's, that's really what I was trying to figure out with four or five different experiments was determining first, can I get a sourness in the mash that is clean, doesn't taste like gym socks or urine or, or whatever, you know, get right. something that, that tastes all right. I like but your standards. Then, you know, can I control, <laughs> and then can I control the, uh, the level of it? Um, you know, as a, as a former chemist, I always got to have control over, over what I'm producing. Um, so in that experimentation, uh, I did, in all these, I had to do a, a full sour mash. And a lot of homebrewers, I think, do partial um, sour mash. And I don't mean partial within, like, extract. I mean, like, they'll take just a small part of their mash, sour that, all right. and then add that to an, the other uh-oh. We got Jeff on auto. Well, this here. part this part of his process is top secret. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, we, or full grain or whatever. Jeff, the collector just censored him. Was hey. add the, the whole mash cells or or eight percent. Poor guy, he can't <laughs> so hear really us back either. Because if what, I would love to know. Uh, so so I uh, take the whole mash and sour it over twenty four hours, um, and that's the Waterloo that you're tasting now is a twenty four hour sour mash. And mm-hmm. we actually got dinged. I'm looking at the GABF uh, comments here, and this didn't make it to the s- second round because it was uh, they were saying the balance is not exemplary of style, and a lot of them were saying it's not sour enough. And I would probably agree with them because you know this was one of the early attempts, and and it just wasn't sour enough. Um, so later on, and and. Uh, subsequent experiments I found that kind of 48 hours if you do a really good clean sour mash in 48 hours you'll get the desired tartness without the undesired extreme funkiness okay let me go back and just see if I can translate because you cut out a bunch there Jeff but I think I caught it and basically you were saying that homebrewers will take out kind of part of the mash and, and do it and sour it and to sour it is really just letting it sit kind of cool off and sit and let things make it go sour like it will do you all know what mash smells like 24 hours later uh so that but that that's not quite enough so that jeff it, i think what you said was you'll do the entire mash and let it sit first you let it sit for 24 hours and you got sourness but you found out that to really get the the sour you're looking for is to let the entire mash sit for 48 hours did i translate that correctly yeah yeah that's right and and Unfortunately, since we don't have enough data to show, you know, is that particular to this beer itself with this content of malt? It's, it's obviously really light beer. It was really hard to tell if 48 hours would be 
proper to yeah. sour some other style of beer. Um, so there's certainly a lot of room for experimentation and, and knowledge out there, but I really like that there's not a lot of uh, knowledge out there published you yeah. know, to really uh, talk about this and, and give people a good head start. But um, I'll tell you my- that, that 48 hours um, uh, scares me. When I think of letting a mash sit out for 48 hours, I'm kind of like, look, I fuck up my beers as it is. Right. I'm going to let this mash sit out for 48 hours. That's scary to me, but this beer is awesome. I thought I heard a 12 or 18, but yeah, 48 is is not uh, not well known. Well, Jeff, what about, you mentioned like, you know, you could take the easy route and and get a a gallon of uh, lacto acid. Uh, But what about like like coming up short with the... uh, sour mash and actually adding some acid to top it off to get it to where you want it yeah that's certainly a viable way to do it because you know if you're experimenting and especially if you're going to try to sell this beer if it comes up short then you want to make it still to be a sellable beer so you know for some of our beers and, and maybe even this one i can't remember you know if some of them came up and i could test their ph and know really yeah. you know put a quantitative uh, uh measurement on the sourness and if it didn't come up to what i thought was the proper sourness level i'd add some lactic acid and sure i don't yeah. want to but no. you know if you got to do it you got to do it well make it's a better beer for everybody that way you make it the way you want it you know. sure you and then you just try, try something else next time so this beer that we're having, your GABF example, you did not add lactic acid to. Um, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I, I would. I, the reason I'm asking is because I would say to you, boy, you sure did nail the profile you were looking for if you didn't oh, add yeah. lactic acid because it has a nice lactic, lactic acidic tart well, flavor to it. It also makes you wonder, Jeff, being a chemist, is probably watching things like pH and the, those types of elements in a beer during the process that maybe some other brewers aren't aren't quite as attuned for. Do you think your background as a chemist is influencing you in taking measurements at different places than maybe a normal brewer would? I, w- I would hope so. I, I would hope that all those years as a chemist trudging away in the in the laboratory would have, would have helped out somehow. Um, but yeah, I, it's nice to be able to set up an experiment, know your variables, um, set a couple variables, and, and, and try different things. Uh, and it, I don't think there was any other beer that was more exemplary of, of trying to do this experimentation than Waterloo, uh, because every time I brewed it, there was always you know something to be learned from it and, and uh, taken what I learned from the last batch and into the next batch. So it certainly helps if you got a somewhat of a scientific mind or... So uh, that background. What about kind of more specifically about pH, though? If, if for example, five point two is your standard pH that we're shooting for with a regular beer, are you trying to alter that a bit with your with your with this sour beer? Do you start at a different pH level? Yeah, so that's where it starts getting a little difficult. Is if you're sour mashing. So what I was saying earlier is if you mash the almost the entire mash. At the proper pH, you get all those sugars out there, and you activate the enzymes in their, you know, their proper range of, of pH and, and uh, temperature. Uh, because otherwise, if you try to uh, prematurely sour it, it'll affect how you mash. So you have to mash pretty much everything that you can first, get a good solid mash out of it, and then make it sour. Otherwise, it's going to affect things later on the road. 
Because you but, want that, that starch to sugar conversion to happen like normal, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. You can mess up your enzymes to where you have the pH of your mash not even in the in the pH range for those enzymes to break down the starches, and then you don't even really mash. You just kind of let it sit there. Uh, so if you mash most of it first, you get a good mash, and then you do the sour mash, and that sours, and it, it provides sugars for the lactobacillus um, during that sour mash time. Uh, but then something I... Excuse me. I didn't say uh, earlier is that it's also going to affect um, your fermentation. You know, because pH plays plays a part in fermentation. So for each of these beers, I kind of saw different fermentation characteristics according to their pH. Okay. Well, normally the pH will drop during fermentation, correct? And then with this sour mash process, you already have a lower pH than you normally would. So it's going to affect uh, things in that way. Yeah, yeah, it'll affect the yeast if they start at a much lower pH than uh, than they're used to. Then how is that going to affect fermentation? And that was one of the things I couldn't find a whole lot of literature on because not a whole lot of people do that. Because if you're doing that, you're doing something wrong as a brewer. Um, so I had to do some experimentation. And we had one of the beers came out. And I don't want to say it because it's on tap right now. Uh, but we had one of our beers, our sour beers, come out, and it smelled like a sewer when we when we first. Uh, put it on tap and for some reason that lower pH uh, made that yeast produce more hydrogen sulfide than it normally would have and it tasted very sulfury (laughs) so I had to purge it for two days with CO2 just to try to get all that sulfur out of solution it's probably more likely that it couldn't clean itself up like it produced it but it it didn't have enough gas left to clean itself up yeah, it, it, that might have been it. It yeah. seemed like it was a really good, clean fermentation, but I think you're right. You know, even though it fermented and consumed those sugars, it may not have had whatever mechanisms it, it needed to clean the hydrogen sulfide out of solution. Pushing CO through, CO2 through is a nice way to bring the beer back to where you want it to, though. That's a good idea. It is. It, it was scary. You know, anytime you got it in the serving tank and you're trying to uh, just fix a beer, you never know how what you think might fix it might affect it somehow else and then you get some other problem but it seemed to eventually work out and it's a pretty popular beer right now it tastes really nice right how is a beer like this hopped because hop character is not something that i would i would initially talk about with this beer obviously we talked about every other aspect of it because it's not something that's pronounced so are you using old hops? Is it just lightly hopped? Uh, do you care about the aroma and flavor of the hop, or is it more like a bittering addition where you can just use anything with alpha acids? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, uh, two things I would say about that. One, this beer in particular is supposed to be very lightly hopped, so um, it just kind of worked out. I think in a 10-barrel batch, I put five ounces of hops, which is... wow. How much a home brewer might put in a hoppy you know, pie? That's like a hoppy. fraction of what Tasty uses on every beer he makes. Yeah, it's like a, a ten-gallon batch. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So very. So obviously that was just there to provide a little bit of balance of bitterness. But what I want to point out to people um, that are trying to do, you know, this kind of clean souring of beers is that if you use some of the uh, alternate methods like. Uh, you know, aging it in a in a barrel with with lactobacillus or in a fermenter with lactobacillus is that if you add hops very early on, uh, the lactobacillus uh, it inhibits their their mechanisms yes. to 
permit to produce lactic acid. Therefore, you cannot make a very hoppy beer in those forms, which is why Berliner Weisses are not very hoppy. Okay. But if you do the sour mash, um, all the sourness is already taken care of before you added any hops. You could make a sour mash triple IPA, and you would still get all that hop character out of it. Uh, and so this is a this this particular method lends itself really well for hoppy beers. I haven't quite figured out how to make a, a, a sour hoppy beer. Um, yeah, still thinking about that one. I'm but skeptical. Have you experimented and tried that on the commercial level at the pub? I, ha- I I've made a beer that is more not not really like comparatively a hoppy beer, but a robust porter which has a lot of hops in it. I made a robust porter sour mashed and then added raspberries to it, and it. it some people think it's our, our finest beer. It was just so nice, just a sour raspberry molasses roasty beer, um, and it was hoppy, but it you know wasn't like IPA hoppy. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking you know maybe one day I'll try something hoppy and sour, but it just doesn't sound to me like it's going to work. So no, me neither. It sounds like a <laughs> tough one, but you never know. You might be onto something with that porter, though. It sounds like a pretty cool idea. Yeah, to try that. I don't. I think you know, Jeff said that he added the five ounces of hops to this so that it would have like a mild bitterness. I call bullshit. I think he added five ounces of hops just so he could say all four ingredients that make beer are in this beer. Because really, what does the five ounces do? <laughs> such a small amount, right? It's such a token amount. Yeah, a brewer has to have at least a little bit of hops. Right. It's got to have hops. Got to have something. <laughs> it's, it's not a gruit. I would have to look at the uh, at the data, but I think it was like. Five or six IBUs because it was a longer boil. Maybe it was like a ninety-minute boil or okay, yeah. whatever. But you're you're right. If had I not put it in there, it may have been just about as good. I right. don't know. <laughs> well, I kind of know what Jeff is saying because when I make have made funky sour beers on the homebrew level, like I feel like I have to add, add at least a little bit. Right. And when I've tried to push it to about fifteen or twenty, I don't get the sourness that I want. Oh, and is that right? When I back it down to like maybe between three to seven, then you're starting to get in the range with. Of, what, what works. And okay. that's what's working in Jeff's case, too, I think, pretty well. Yeah. Well, it might even explain, the, you know, kind of the use of aged hops, too, in yes. the traditional sour beers, is that a lot of those um, uh, inhibitors to the sourness have kind of fallen out of the hop exactly. at that yeah, and point. Yeah, you still get the... Uh, you have the betas left. Stabilization left that you get from the hops. It's yeah. still there. Yeah. Exactly. Right. That's what you got out of this, Jeff. You got stabilization. That's it. You added five or six ounces of stabilization. Is so you what could you bottle did. it and send it to That's us, right. and we can still enjoy it. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this is awesome. I Again, I can see this one selling a lot of beer at the pub. I now have a picture of this pub doing very well based on the two beers that we've had. Yeah. Because they're drinkers. They're both, you know what I mean? They're both... Session beers. They're oh, session. Yeah. You want to go have two or three of these. You don't just want to have one, you know? Uh, yeah. That's kind of what we see, too, of course, is here in Austin, Texas, is I'm brewing for the members. I'm brewing for the owners of the co-op, and and I always got to remind myself of that is even though when I want to make some crazy bullshit beer that has uh, mushrooms in it or whatever, that, you know, is this something really that the membership wants? And... Uh, it's not a clear answer because it's something that I'm learning over time as as the brewer uh, of the cooperative trying to figure out what people want. But it is very easy to tell that people want drinkable beers here in Austin. They want to drink a few pints at a time. And even when I make uh, one of the larger beers that's delicious and people love it, we're still only going to sell you know one per per person or, or per two people. So we don't sell a whole lot of those. 
Um, but you got to strike that balance of uh, you know your catalog of beers that that people like to drink. They can drink a few of and the beers that bring people into the doors because they're interesting because they're kind of kind of out there. Well, and I see in my notes here that you kind of have two categories for these beers. Uh, you have a category that you call rational beers, uh, which are the your year-round staples, and a, and a cash and a category called irrational batches of beers. Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Very early on, tried to uh, as a math, I got my degree in math and. Um, the one thing that I could do with my math degree is define the terms of my beer catalog. Or steal him from the math. <laughs> See, he he said is that a math joke. He said math, yeah. and I I can't. My brain was, locked up. That's it for me. My brain froze he at math. You down. <clears throat> All I could think about when he said that I was a math like that's his degree is what an idiot I am. <laughs> that's what happened as soon as he said I have a math degree. Because I can't imagine going through the world understanding things in terms of a mathematician. <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't even mention numbers yet. He just used yeah. English he just words used the to word describe math. math. And I totally, now I'm off the track of irrational beers or rational beers. <laughs> so, yeah, so early on, you know, you have those nights. I'm sure you guys do it too, where you have those nights where you're sitting around drinking, talking Never. with friends. And you start thinking about just... Uh, more fundamental philosophical things and yeah. I think we had one night where um, just talking about some some math related things and um, you know I was telling my friend that you can you can take the real number line and divide it into two sets the rational and the irrational the rational numbers can be constructed like they you, you know where they come from you can make three divided by four. Uh, that's a rational number, 0.75. But the irrational numbers are these elusive numbers that um, are not constructible. Okay. They just exist. Uh, and they kind of have like this weird kind of life of their own. So with our beer catalog, um, we have those rational numbers that or, or excuse me, those rational beers that you can kind of tell where they come from. You can tell there's some roasted malts and, you know, the standard hops and, and yeast. You know, we, we make them, we try to make them well, good quality, um, but they are constructible beers. But then we have these irrational beers that are more like the seasonal or one-offs. And they are beers that when you taste them, you don't quite know how they were constructed. There might be some X factors in there, like a like a Belgian strain that makes some unusual fruit flavors, or or a wild funky beer, or a barrel aged beer. So there's these flavors that aren't quite uh, you don't quite know where they came from, and that's that's the irrational series. Got it. Now see, now that I get, if Jeff had been my math teacher. I might not be such a math idiot. See? Well, you understand the concept, but now if you actually try to prove it, <laughs> right, well, then you're yeah. just going to crap yeah. yourself Baby mentally step. again. Yeah. Wait to the quiz on Tuesday. You're Put so pen fucked. to paper in that form, it just ain't working anymore. One step at a time, guys. Can I have my moment of understanding <laughs> no, here? No, absolutely not. No epiphanies allowed here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you feel like the rest of us. I got a list of these beers in front of me. So the beer that you were talking about earlier, Jeff, was uh, the porter with some funkiness, and it was Rebellious Dockhand. Is that, is that true? Yeah, that's correct. That's the first time I, you know, because I was working on Waterloo and trying to get, uh, that was kind of the test uh, uh, beer with Waterloo, trying to figure out, you know, how to get a good sourness without a funkiness, without too much funkiness. You know, you let it go on too long and then it's just completely infected with grossness. Uh, Well, once I kind of figured that out, or at least as well as I could... Uh, I branched out a little bit, and, and of course, as a brew pub level, you have that freedom just to kind of do some one-off crazy beers. 
and uh, made just this this awesome beer called Rebellious Dockhand, and it takes the base of our recalcitrant dockhand, which is kind of a robust porter, you know, roasty, made with molasses, very delicious beer, sours it, and then throws raspberries. And of course, while I was, you know, designing this and telling people, yeah, I want to make this sour raspberry dockhand, everyone was like, okay, you know, good luck with that. That <laughs> sounds like a beer. Leave us out of it. Yeah, but when it came out, it was just wonderful. Like, all the flavors just worked so well together. Um, yeah, it just turned out to be a, a really good beer. He's got some cool other names, too, here. Moon Tower, it sounds like an Imperial Stout kind of a beer. Hubris, a wet hop beer with Citra. Um, a couple of others. Uh, any of those other ones you want to comment on? That uh, The yeah, where Irrational are these, Series? Where yeah. are they coming from? Do you have some wacko uh, owners coming up, like uh, hippie owners coming up with Moonrise and things 1, like that? 1-800 of them, yes. Yeah. All hippies. Uh, Moon Tower, well, you guys know Chris Rauschenberg. Moon Tower actually uh, was one of his recipes. Oh, initially. cool. Uh, he submitted that, so that's another way that uh, member owners are, are uh, enabled to get involved, is I'll steal the recipe if it's a good one. Nice. <laughs> I like this. Uh, There's no stealing. Um, and Moon Tower, uh, we have Moonlight Towers here in Austin, sometimes called Moon Towers. Oh, okay. And they're um, uh, these big old uh, light towers that go over parts of downtown, and, and they were... Um, initially uh, made because we were the first city that had a serial killer. So wow. because we had a serial killer, right. the city put up these big lights to light up all the parts of town that they thought you know could use a little light so you wouldn't get your, yeah. your throat slit. Let's see their shiny bald heads or yeah. whatever. I don't know. What the- all on one side of the railroad tracks. It was lit up really bright. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I gave a little homage to uh, to that one. Is our, it is kind of our imperial stout. Okay. Um, but I did want to point out that, uh, yeah, the beers, it, it, it's interesting trying to come up with a portfolio of beers on the brew pub level where you can make a lot of beers. I've made 17 or 18 different uh, unique styles this year. Um but what I can't stand is when I go into a brew pub and I have no idea what these beers are that they have on their li- – like if you just keep making different styles, you don't form a loyalty to those styles or to those beers um, at a brew pub. So what I'm trying to do is um, with our beers, even when we branch out a little bit and make something un- unusual, they can usually – tie it back to something that they know. So if you take some of our rational beers, like High Esteem, um, I made a beer called Hubris, um, which was a, um, you know very similar to High Esteem, but was uh, fresh hopped, a little bit more standard uh, American Pale Ale. Um, or another good one, Vulcan, which is probably our, our best, uh, or, or most kind of renowned, is, is, if you like beer, you really like Vulcan here at Black Star. Um, it's a really hoppy rye ale um well to take that a step further i made vector um which is a very hoppy dark rye eight and a half percent ale so it's kind of taking what you know from vulcan and going a little bit further okay and making another beer Got so it. that makes sense so it's kind of like taking it to the next level but yeah. you still you came from the rational beers are our inspiration for the irrational for the beers. irrational yeah 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 the irrational beers go to eleven. 
I'm sorry That's to get right. it. Yeah, we even used that in one of our descriptions. I think it was Moon Tower. Turned nice. up to eleven. <laughs> Naming has got to be a fun part of, of the brewing process. JP is going to name his first batch of beers. I love the Occupy movement. That's I true. If, I don't know if you knew that, but he's he's real crazy about it. And well, uh, I really am. I think it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Yeah. You yeah. put hashtag in front of Occupy Movement. <laughs> yeah, that's how, yeah. He's done, that's how he's doing it. Yeah. I wish my bowels could Occupy a Movement right now. Be <laughs> that's the, how you feel about the Occupy Movement, I think. Well, it'd, it'd be the most relevant thing to come out of the Occupy Movement. <laughs> right. Yeah. You just call your hashtag, JP, for all your, all your Twitter friends. <laughs> that's hashtag. a good idea. That's a funny name for a beer. It is. Yeah. Hashtag. Could you have a hashtag that's just a hashtag? Yes. You could have another beer called Like Button or something, too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Oh, Jeff, you can have that. Nate yeah. just gave that to you. You can yeah. have light. Because the whole social networking series. No, well, he gave it. Porter. Actually, excuse me, he gave it to me. Oh, he did? <laughs> I will lease it to Jeff. I see. Yeah. You, could, you could make one called MySpace or Friendster that were like old school beers <laughs> that nobody bought anymore. <laughs> Nate, you've got a great line of a beers coming yeah, out of you today. Yeah. Hey, uh, keep it quiet, will you? <laughs> I want to hear those in private. I love like button Pilsner. <laughs> You're fantastic. Everybody's friend. If you like it, just stick your finger in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a few questions came in from the chat for you, Jeff. Let me make sure I get through these. Um, a lot of them are about distributing and, and where people can find your beer. Is it available outside the pub? No. It's not. Is there a reason for that? Is that just your size? Um, no, it's a it's a Texas region uh, reason. TABC, uh, as a brew pub, we're considered the retail tier of the system and we cannot distribute to any other retail place therefore you can only get our beers here on site it'd be awesome if that changed we got some bills out there um for the people listening if if they see you know another house bill come up um then they can try to support it any way that they know how or um and and that will allow us eventually to get our beers you know at least outside of the brew pub okay. or at very most which would be awesome if we had a second location we would be able to send our beer to ourselves which we cannot <laughs> do right now right such a weird these wow laws, pretty weird the laws can are you, so can you do growler sales or, or dock sales yeah yeah we can do all that and and uh so we have the growlers uh we have our own um uh, kegs that we sell, and I'm trying to get the equipment, the little pieces, to start filling corny cakes, which I know is really popular with people that have kegerators, and oh, they've yeah. been calling and like, why can't I have a kegerator? I, I want to sit on this beer for a month, and I'm like, well, we kind of yeah. need our cake shell back. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of your members would like the cornies for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I just need the equipment, and and of course the volume to do that, which we're building up to do that. So we're going to be doing that hopefully next week. We'll have the equipment. Um, so we can sell anything. We can sell bottles, and if we were able to can, we could do anything from here. But we just can't sell it to some other retail place. It's okay. Crazy. Yeah. Well, it makes sense, I guess. Whatever. Idiots. Uh, every <laughs> state's got idiots. Every state's true. Every Jeff, you think, I think they're all worried about us getting too high or something. I don't know yeah. what it's about. You think you can come up with an equation to, to kind of you know make that happen for you? <laughs> Yeah, I could just show them an equation, show up to one of their meetings, and say, "Well, the limit of this function goes towards you allowing us to distribute." Right, and they'd be like, "Well, all right, I guess you got us there." See, do it, Jeff, because not everyone's as honest as me. They're all math idiots, like I am. Oh yeah, but yeah. they won't want to admit it. They'll look at your equation and they'll go, "Well, it makes sense to me." Yeah, put, some, <laughs> yeah, put, a, put a couple <laughs> integral signs in there for them. <laughs> yeah. That'll freak them out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> um, a couple more sour beer questions came through. Uh, yeah. Somebody wrote about what about souring after sparging? So I guess 
pre-boil but post-mash? What about souring right there? Uh, 100% possible, and I was initially going to do that. Uh, what I was going to do, I was talking to the Y Yeast guy who, um, uh, I can't remember his name now, but he's a wonderful leg wrestler, which we got to get a, we got to get a segment on here where we leg wrestle. Really? Anyway, Big tall guy? How, how do you know, how, how does that come out? How does that, that, that hidden talent come this? out? Who yeah. is that? Is that Greg Dawson? Well, he just found out from, you know, I'm kind of known around town as, as a good lay wrestler. Um, and he found out, he flew into town and I think somebody, uh, you know, said, oh, Jeff, you know, he brews the beer and he's a wonderful leg wrestler. So somehow uh, he, he found out and he, uh, we had a little tournament here. He challenged in the you. What he is, challenged me. He, he called your ass out, didn't he? Match paddle. What is wrong with your town? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, is it Owen? Yes, Owen. Oh, Owen. Owen. Owen, yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, that bastard. He he did not look like he would have that strength. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you had him, he didn't you? He totally whipped your ass. That's cool. <laughs> he did. He did. And, and you know, I, I kind of attribute it to, you know, I'm a little bit of a taller guy. I'm not, like, super tall or anything. But if I'm taller than my competitor, right. I figure, you know, I should be all right because I got some leverage there. And I saw this guy, and he has some weight behind him, which is that inertia. I was like, <laughs> all right, he's got a beer belly. That's that's one up on me. Yeah. Um, so then we went back there, and, and we uh, in between the fermenters, we did our leg wrestling. <laughs> and, oh, my and God. And he flipped me over into the mash tub. Wow. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of three times, too, I think. He, nice uh, concrete landing. Yeah, why use one? Black Star Zero. Uh, see, this yep. is why every uh, brewery needs web cams in the in the brewery if you ask me <laughs> at all times <laughs> uh okay so go on though you were t- you were going to do uh, your sour uh, post uh, sparge oh yeah yeah so i was talking to him about doing this beer and um you know i said hey i want to buy some lactobacillus to throw it into the um kettle which was at that time i thought a wonderful idea because if it's in the kettle you can uh, control the temperature of it, which is pretty critical in sour mashing. Okay. So, you know, I told him I wanted to do that, and he called his friends and, you know, kind of had a little powwow about, you know, the feasibility of that. Turn this down. And, uh, you know, he came back and said, yeah, you could do that, but why would you do that if you can get that same lactobacillus from the sour mash? Okay. So what he was saying is, yeah, if I was to buy some lactobacillus and throw it into the um, kettle, that's fine. But I had just killed all that lactobacillus yeah. that I threw into the mash tun that was sitting on the grain. I see. Okay. All right. Well, and here's a second. Here's a more loaded question than that that came through. What do you like to do for fun? <laughs> <laughs> get it? Yeah, I do get it. And that was good, JP. If <laughs> he's awake. Uh, uh, are we black? Well, it's loaded because it says, what does the boil, ferment, and conditioning do to change the character of a sour mash? Wow. <laughs> There's a book on so that. Maybe just pick a couple of things about, you know, how does the char- how does the, the actual sourness that you've created in the mash change over the over the rest of the process? Yeah, yeah which is a big question, yeah. uh, but I in my limited experience, the boil does very little because you already have those acids, they're not volatile, okay. so you're not boiling them off. The fermentation uh, if you have a different pH during your fermentation, yeah, that's going to affect how the yeast react. Um, that also depends on what yeast you have. Maybe it produces more sulfur. Maybe it won't ferment. So you just have to experiment to see what various pHs do. So it has a huge effect, but I just don't know. And then conditioning, 
as far as like maturation and, and carbonation has really no effect on it. I mean, it obviously tastes better with conditioning with some CO2 in there. But So the main thing that you have to worry about is once you get it sour, is your yeast going to be able to ferment it? And if it is able to ferment it, is it able to mature it? And does it make some weird flavors? Okay. All right. Well, and here's another one. Uh, as always with our listeners, there's always a stalker in the audience. And um, one of your stalkers is telling me that you uh, spent a few weeks training at Founders Brewing Company. Okay, is that somebody from Founders? Can I can I admit that I stole some of their recipes? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> well, uh, the question is, it's After Lab is his chat room name. And he basically wants to know if you, you know, did you implement anything into Black Star after spending your five weeks at Founders? Anything you learned or implemented? That's funny. I guess i got to be careful here. Yeah, I did do a, a lot of training there, and, and those guys were awesome, and okay. I loved that brewery. And it was so amazing to be able to, you know, so if you can imagine, like, you're, you're an up-and-coming brewer, and you kind of have, you know, maybe a, a pre-inclination to styles that you like or a way that you brew, and if you go to a completely unrelated brewery, you know, you're good at American pale ales and you go to a, a Belgian brewery, you know, how much do you really coexist or, or you know, really does it work? What do you learn? Uh, well, that didn't happen here. I, I went to Founders and they, we all just kind of had the same ideas about beer and what made great beer. Um, and I do have to admit that, that there were a couple of beer styles that I, that I had, and I, I never mentioned this them. There were a couple beer styles that I had before I went to Founders that were very similar to beers at Founders. And yes, I did take some of their, you know, Uh techniques to make sure that they were great beers. Well, as you would, wouldn't you? I did already have them. Yeah. You know, to me... No, 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 turn that around and say you influenced them. There you go. (laughs) You know, to me, it makes sense. Uh, You know, musicians uh, start to write music based upon the people that inspired them the most. Yeah, the riffs they like. You know, it eventually becomes your own, but you have to do a bit of, I think, I, I really mean this, I think you do a bit of borrowing and playing with and toying and mixing with before you come up with your own style how many, in any art form. How many homebrewers have done a Sierra Nevada type beer? A lot, right? right? <laughs> sure. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Moscow, you could say the same for artists, that you, you have to borrow some of the techniques from those that are great before you figure out how to do your own shit. Oh, yeah. There's you no know. better way to learn. I think it makes you better. And all the yeah. great guys use twist-off tops. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not that Jeff needs me to spell that out or stick up for him, but I just, I really believe that. I, I find, I just, I find it a little annoying sometimes when people say, well, he, he took it from over there. And unless you blatantly, yeah. like have no intention of, of, of creating your own thing and Why you're, you you're literally that? just doing a copy of something else, then fine. But unless you're really obvious about that, everybody borrows yeah, a little bit. Everything yeah, comes right. from something. Yeah. yeah. Take what works and make it your own. You got to do that. Um, yeah, and they were certainly a, a good company to, to take some things from. Beautiful. Um, but I think you're right. You know, you, you find those things that that mesh with your style and it's not that you're stealing it's really just that they're enhancing your understanding of of yourself and what you want to make in a beer and even if you guys brew the exact same recipe you know it's it's, it's inevitably going to come out uh, uh different because you guys are, are unique and you're going to put your own little little right. twist on it and and you know those guys were 100 percent awesome like just 
I, I enjoyed so much being there and learning and, and using some of their tricks that they have in beer design and of course like the brewery construction which I did here um, so yeah so you know you would imagine that there is quite a bit of influence on on some of our, yeah. our beers now you know I think I really like your point too about uh, when you when you find a style that's kind of similar to yours too you, you can relate to it that you certainly would start to adapt uh, adopt that into your process I think this show and homebrewing is a fantastic example of that for example we could have Doc sitting in the chair across the table here telling me about his brew process and Tasty telling me about his brew process. And I guarantee you that the person whose techniques I relate to more and would adopt are Tasty's because he is, is he is a little more laid back and he has a little more of a similar like outlook on brewing as I do. And that it's fun. It's going to be fine. I'm going to throw a little dog hair in it for good measure. Like, you, you know, you have these things that I can go, man, I relate to that. Whereas Doc is a scientist. He's a numbers guy, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I would take I would adopt less of his techniques because I don't my brain doesn't tick like that. So just kind of anyway, I just like the point that you make, Jeff, that you would certainly adopt as soon as you get in there and you start to relate to that process, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and naturally what's going to happen from that is is after that period, you know, it's kind of an apprentice period. And after that period, you you adopt all these different things and you assimilate them into your own style and you just naturally emerge as as of course a product of all the styles that you uh consumed but also as your individual uh take on all these things and that's the wonderful part of uh, about learning about beer history and beer brewers is that you know the products they speak for themselves and, and, and can speak for themselves, but if you know the brewer, where that brewer came from, what were his influences, you can appreciate uh, his products a lot more. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, and that's a lot about you know knowing what the brewer has in mind. A lot of times when I ask people to describe their beer to me, I always ask, like, what did, what did you have in mind when you made this beer? And then it, it really makes the thing come into focus really well. Yep. Don't ask Paxton what he had in mind with his dinners, ever. No. Because unless you got a week. It takes like a couple hours at least to get over that. <laughs> Don't ever ask him what he had in mind with his dinner. Even on Twitter, he's long-winded. <laughs> I love him. Uh, okay, another just, uh, kind of wrapping it up here with you too, Jeff, so, so you can get going out there. But, um, you know, I'm kind of looking at your at your history here as a brewer and your education. You went to the American Brewers Guild. Um, it, but is this your first uh, pro-brewing gig? I am a rookie. Yes, uh, yeah. This is this is it. After it's funny. Like it, it was a really long red shirt period where I had gone to um, professional brewer school and then basically just sat around and, and trained and designed and learned um, here with Blackstar for five years. Okay. Uh, before I finally got the the brewery started up, and I was like, oh shit! Now I got a brew. So you really were then around since the beginning uh, of the of the idea with Blackstar. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, okay, great. Oh, uh, see, to me though, I, I do think it's a long road—five years to finally get brewing. I can imagine that would be very discouraging after a while. But it also seems real. It must be pretty rewarding to see it all come together now and 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 to be brewing for a year. Yeah, and I guess you know I had my my choices after I got my brewer's uh, diploma. Um, I could have gone and, and worked at other places, uh, um, uh, Harpoon or Dogfish Head. You know, there were positions available that I was applying for and talking to them. And, you know, essentially, I kind of just wanted to do my own thing. And I think a lot of home brewers can probably 
you know uh, uh, sympathize with that is you know you've been working on these beers you've been working on your own style of beers your voice of, of brewing and you don't want to necessarily just kind of follow somebody else's path so I really just wanted to go do my own thing which is why I gave up um, those jobs or, or turned down the jobs to come here to Austin with absolutely no lead and then came here and within the first week you know serendipity within the first week um, had talked to somebody about uh, somebody who wanted to make a co-op pub and you know went to that first meeting and, and started from there and said hey you know let's make this a brew pub let's make the product a little more intimate and, right. and give me a job so in other words you've been occupying Austin for the last five years this <laughs> has, has been your whole plan being, uh, occupy Austin for a few years. Yeah, he got out of school, and he was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to get a tent, and I'm going to go occupy Austin. <laughs> and has your movement accomplished anything? No. Well, yes, he opened a brewery. Well, yeah, yeah it you're right. for Jeff. Come on. Uh, all right, listen, uh, i got to thank you. So it's been fun to talk to you, especially because, like I said, I've known about you guys since the beginning and just waiting to see it happen. And so many different, you know, kind of brewer ideas have come and gone. People saying, oh, don't worry, we're going to open soon. And it never happens. Uh, it's really nice to see this whole project come to fruition and, and to see you guys in business. I, I almost feel like a part of it, even though I've, I just know very little about it, other than I know my listeners have been uh, behind it and supportive of it since the beginning. So this is fun for me to watch you guys make this happen. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate you know you being one of the people that have been around and, and kind of keeping your eye on us. And, and that's that's the validity of this project is that a lot of things do. A lot of good ideas kind of come up and, and falter out. But uh, to validate uh, an actual project like this, to have such a, an idea that resonates with a community or a set of people that it actually comes to fruition – um, is really a remarkable thing, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. Yeah, as you should be. Well, now i got a place to go uh, other than Ginger Man next time I go to Austin. In jail. In jail. You don't want to go to jail. <laughs> Again. Uh, I do like Austin. It's I like the one it. place in Texas I can tolerate. It's a nice place. It's a really fun, pretty laid back and cool place. You've gone to, yeah. you've gone there just to see a couple concerts, haven't you? Uh, I went uh, no, I went once for the Craft Brewers Conference uh-huh. with you, I think. Yeah, and then a, uh, yeah. once I saw Ween over at Stubbs. Yeah, yeah. Stubbs is a cool place to see a show. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. yeah. This is really cool. We got a lot of cool places, but if you got a cool place and you can get some good barbecue, right? That's- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had some other good barbecue there too. I want to go to the barbecue that you got to drive out Salt to, Lake? and you can bring your own beer. Salt Lake. Apparently, yeah. uh, my nephew just moved uh, to Austin. Uh, I guess there's a lot of video game tech out there, anyway. And and he says there's uh, they open one in Austin proper. Oh, Jeff, right. Do you know about that? Is that right, or is he lying to me? That little prick. There's one I think in Round Rock North, which if if you ever said that Round Rock was was Austin proper, people would be a little up in arms. <laughs> I don't think there's one in Austin proper. And even if there was, there's much better places for barbecue. And, and no okay. offense to Salt, Salt Lake. It's a cool sure. place. Yeah. Give me five uh, right now. <laughs> right. Top five. I just been to. Uh, so another cool thing about Austin is they have a big group here called uh, Nerd Night. And they just get nerdy people to come out and do presentations about nerdy shit. Yeah, what JP's the keynote speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that would be douche night. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, I did one of the uh, – uh, I did like a – 
chemistry and brewing night. But they uh, last week I went to a barbecue one, and they did like this whole show on on how the barbecue culture and and Texas and around Texas grew up, and uh, you know, so they talked about some really cool barbecue places. And Salt Lake wasn't. Uh, you know, too far down on the list, but it's, it's a cool place. But there's there's a lot better places out there. Okay, well, I'll have to do some looking around. Well, now yeah. I got a good reason to go. My brother used to live uh, close to Austin, not in Austin, but now he's moved. So uh, now I've, I finally have another reason I can go check out the new Black Star Co-op. There you go. You wear your T-shirt too. Do you actually still have the T-shirt? Well, here now I, I have a complaint. Now that you bring it up. <laughs> All right. It doesn't get uh, the jizz stains out. I don't know why. <laughs> no. See, and, and this is why I don't think I could ever do a co-op, because I'm the asshole that I'm afraid of. i got a complaint about everything. But yeah, no, uh, I'm afraid of you, too. I was given two T-shirts. Uh, I was supposed to give the other one away, but I liked it so much that I kept them both. You dick. Jerk. But I have the old original logo with the fist and the black star on it. Yes. And i got to tell you, I'm all about the original logo. And I think that you guys pushed out a little bit by going to the new softer one. No, a, a lot of people would say that, but those same people <laughs> have probably never come to Blackstar. Those were the yeah! best friends, like me. <laughs> yeah. Right in that same group. There yeah, you are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I came to the beer socials. So we have, we have a, a wide spectrum, and I don't want to alienate anyone right now. We have a wide spectrum of, uh, of member owners. But very early on, of course, we had like some young bikers that were all about this socialist movement that were thinking, you know, hey, we're going to be the the Marxist group hub or something. And and then we had that we had some of that propaganda looking uh, yeah. logos and everything, and they loved that shit. But that alienated the other probably ninety eight percent of the people that would actually come <laughs> right. to our group. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a problem. Man. I can see that. And and listen, you should never follow my advice with yeah. things like that. But. I love that. I wear it all the time. I, I have, like I said, I have two of them, so I rotate them. They're still in great shape. Six years later, I'm going to come to Black Star, Black Star, and I'm going to rock my old school Black Star shirt. And okay. and I'm going to and what I'm going to I'm going to talk to those new school kids and say, look, this is I'm old school. All right, not, I was yeah. Yeah. I was here before before this whole thing was here. Well, they're going to take their 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 arms and roll up their sleeves. You can see their bike chain tattoos and say, <laughs> you know what? And they'll twist their little ironic mustache and put on a little vest and go. Fuck you! I'm out of here, man. And adjust their their fat rimmed glasses what and right are away. What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> You're exactly right. Like I, I, I probably saw that just an hour ago. Somebody doing that <laughs> right downstairs yeah. in the pub. Do yeah. I know my douchebags or what? <laughs> I know I'm in Austin. I see. You just missed a tight pants. Just throw that in here. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Well, and and Chris Roushbeer is is a is Douche a great bag. friend no. of Black Star Co-op because he oh, not only yeah. did he give me those shirts and and the original glass, which I don't think I have anymore. But he gave me the new glass this year at NHC. I think it was this year. He gave me the brand new glass. And what a great guy. Oh, with the new logo? With the new logo. And I told him it was, I said, this is bullshit, Chris. I want the, but, but he was kind of, he gave it to me. And uh, I just want to call him Chris Rauschbeer. I thought that's it. That's, that's what, what I call him. That's what Jay just said. Yeah, yeah, Rauschbeer. Oh, I thought you put like an extra I in there. No, I, I don't say Rauschbeer. No, that's what Rauschbeer. I call him. It's a beer style. It's He's a good guy and He's he is awesome. he is a good advocate of Black Star Co-op. I'll tell you that right now. Yes. So, yeah. Good lover. Good yeah, guy. Absolutely. All right, Jeff, thanks so much for spending Roush all this Huber. time with us. And, and not only that, uh, for sending us beer to, to try. Because yes. that helps the interview yes. every time. So. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. 
too old or uncarbonated, but glad we had something. No, I'll tell you what, your bottling techniques are pretty good because it, it held up, both of them held up quite well. The sour beer, I guess you get a little uh, leniency anyway. It's going it, to, not too much going to go wrong with that. But the but the pale ale was fantastic. Yeah, there was no, nice oh yeah. yeah. Good, good, good. So. Job as well. All right, thank you so much, Jeff. I yes. appreciate it. All right, appreciate it, guys. Good talking to you. Thanks, Cheers. Buddy. Take care. All right, bye. All right, there you go, everybody. Jeff Young, the Black Star Co-op in Austin, Texas. You can go check it out and take a look at their website because it's really well done, too. It's uh, blackstar.coop, or coop, if you're stupid. I am stupid. C-O-O-P. Uh, I didn't know that co-op was a uh, web extension. No. I did not know that web that co-op <laughs> could be a web extension. Well, didn't you realize that when they opened up the things to everything? I the same day they opened Triple X and the other porno websites. <laughs> I thought for sure everything had to be .com, .org, or .us. I had no idea that you could be .coop. The voice is from the past. Don't uh, nice. Yeah, don't go to blackstar.com. It's just a giant picture of Denzel Washington. <laughs> That's good, Moscow. That's the first time. You That's know, a the lot first, of first funny thing he's ever said in the history of the show. Yeah, yeah, it's a monumental moment here. So Thank let's you. get this. Let me get this straight. Nate has arrived. Moscow said something funny. Susie's here for the first time, and yeah. uh, and her vagina. It's it's a monumental her show. Vagina. No, her vagina's missing. That's true. Her vagina's yeah. still in the chat room. The chat room's my hijacked. vagina left the chat room. <laughs> Where is it now? I have no idea. <laughs> you gotta keep it's, track of it's that. It's hanging thing. out with the detachable penis. Ridiculous. Exactly. I love that song. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get to know uh, chat moderator Susie by testing her and finding out if she passes the Brewcaster uh, personality exam. Is it going to be like pass-fail, or are we going to grade her? We're Uh, grading her. We'll grade her, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. This is John from Grain and Grape in Melbourne, Australia. This has been a big year for us. We've just celebrated our 21st birthday and we've been voted best home brew shop in Australia. We reckon that makes us pretty much the best brew shop in the Southern Hemisphere. Now we've got the ultimate fix for all you space poor, time poor and lapsed brewers. The all-in-one Braumeister is now at Grain and Grape and it's a beauty. There are 20, 50 and 200 litre systems. It lets you complete a temperature controlled mash, boil and cool, all within the same stainless steel mains powered unit. So if you live in an apartment, you don't have the time to complete a traditional brew day, or just plain lazy, you can be brewing beautiful all-grain beer more quickly than ever. We're also now making our own range of small batch fresh work kits on the 200 litre system right here in the warehouse. Just one last thing, mention the Brewing Network next time you're ordering online or over the phone to receive freight free on your next order of up to 15 kilos. Check out grainandgrape.com.au for conditions. Honey, what's wrong? Was the Saison oxidized? Worse. Beer festival season is coming to an end. That's it for craft beer fun for the year. My God, you're right. What are we going to do? Wait, it's a long shot, but... 
Yes! What? The new Bay Area Craft Beer Festival is coming up October 22nd. <gasps> the one at Martinez Waterfront Park? Yeah, with all that great food. Live music. And, and craft, craft beer. beer. More than 30 of the best breweries west of the Mississippi will be there. I knew you loved me. I do. But I may love the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival more. Hey. Kidding. And I was just about to tell you your Saison is oxidized. What? Tickets for the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival are available online until October 19th at BayAreaCraftBeerFestival.com. All tickets are pre-sale only. None will be sold at the door, so get yours online right now. Great beer, fabulous food, and rockin' live music. Round out your beer fest season right this year at the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival. BN Army, Hop Tech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. Hop Tech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of holy pops. And Hop Tech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's, Nottingham, and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeved shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. A heretic is anyone who does not conform to an established attitude, doctrine, or principle. If you love craft beer, you're already a heretic. The very first thing we did when we started looking at the beers that we would brew, we got rid of all those recipes. We started from scratch. We've been pilot brewing the most creative things that we think of and the most interesting things. We've completely gone away from style. Heretic Brewing Company is opening this spring in Pittsburgh, California, and you can be a part of it. Visit hereticbrewing.com and facebook.com slash hereticbrew. Get the latest updates on the brewery and upcoming beers. Show everyone how you celebrate great beer as a heretic. It's a fairly powerful word. Being a heretic, that means you're not settling for ordinary beer. You are going with flavorful, creative, bold, interesting beers. A heretic is looking for the best beers out there. Be a heretic. Don't drink ordinary beer. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the Intuitive Beer Gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. 
Mix me your 100 grain amber recipe and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Like beer, radio shouldn't 
In Austin, Texas, you can go to blackstar.coop. That's blackstar.coop. Coop. You can go check it out. And a uh, great website. Get a lot of information about it. And I'll tell you, I really like talking to Jeff. I think he's a good uh, dude. Good guy. Right. I agree. Okay. And I like the business plan there. It's pretty cool. It's a good business plan. And I think, I'll tell you what, I think we're going to be hearing a lot from him as a brewer. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying this j- just to be nice to him. I'm saying this because it's his first brewing gig. He seems to be pretty modest. And he's a scientist. He's a scientist. Yeah. And both of those beers, in my opinion, yeah. were stellar. Yeah. And and they were a little bit, at, like the pale ale, like he said, it's a little bit outside of They're what off, you'd expect. Off-center a little bit. But, but yeah. to me, that's even more to the point. Exactly. It kind of means that he's he's really doing his own thing. He's outside the lines it's intentionally. Creative, yeah. 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 So yeah. Exactly. I'm looking for good thing. I might buy my. I might send them 150 bucks for this little. What is this little pamphlet here? You, is this what you pick up at the brewery? Yeah, that's like uh, that's how you the, become a member the, to join. It's a membership application. They're not going to check my background, are they? Um, like, can I be rejected? Well, you've got only a couple felonies. I mean, come on. They're yeah. going to kick you out. Come on. They might worry about that. Like, do, you do, ama- do you think they would run background checks on people wanting to invest in a brew pub? It feels like they wouldn't get any members. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> it's like That's why I can't figure out why like, Home Depot drug tests their employees. You pay them 11 bucks an hour. Who's, who's applying? You should give them the drugs. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I can join as an individual member. For forty bucks, but for a membership share, it's one hundred and fifty bucks. I can join as a couple for eighty bucks to be a member, or three hundred um, to, which is really just simple math, isn't it? Uh, it's one hundred fifty times. I'm two. sorry, I shut down. I've never heard of math. simple math. That's a rational number. Then, <laughs> it's working already. He opened your doors to math, and you just did math in your head on yeah. the air. I told you, if Jeff was my instructor back in the day, I might not have cried through every math lesson. <laughs> Um, or I can be a co-op non-profit member person for 300 or 80 bucks just as a member. It's a pretty good deal, man. I kind of like it. Um, I especially like it. I don't know if you guys know. Do you guys know the REI plan that he was referring to? Yeah, sure. I've I mean, R- you kind of got to pay to be a member. It's like a one-time thing, but then yeah. it's your life. If you pay 30 bucks, you're a member for life. Well, that and the more you buy, the more you get back at the end of the year, which yeah. is like in his format. The more you're there, the more regular you are, the more you drink, the more you're th- you, you get exactly. more back. Exactly, yeah. Know, you get the discount, whereas uh, the other way is if you're just a paid-up uh, stockholder like he has, right. and you all get the flat amount, it's not fair to the guys who come there all the time. It's a good deal. It's, it's yeah, yeah pay-to-play kind of thing. Exactly. Or you get paid to play. Yeah, you bring guests, you bring a bigger tab. Yeah. Well, and Tasty, with all the snowboarding and rock climbing that you do, yeah, yeah, your okay. REI membership <laughs> must be... Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Well, I have to get those extra strength ropes when, for my rock climbing. <laughs> Right. Those are expensive, so I reckon we're putting a tab there. Yeah. Yeah. They have pine holders on them, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Janice Brown logo. It's awesome. Yeah. Tasty does great at the end of the year oh, at yeah. REI. Oh, yeah. For sure. I have a yep, yep, yep <laughs> carabiner. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, how awesome would it be if we didn't know this part of Tasty, but if he was like a world-class rock <laughs> You never know. And we just didn't know that about him. Yeah. Saturday nights, he's well, over on the rock to, network. everybody, yeah. <laughs> I would love it. Or a tasty snowboarder. Tasty hanging from a cliff in spandex and Caribbean. Oh, sorry, this is just my fantasy now. I bet they have pretty strong hands to hold it. <laughs> yeah, this he's match. like, he's like, I bet you have to like be able to melt rock or something with my fingers. Right. He could have an outfit as like a, uh, like a, uh, 
Russian River sponsored, you know, bicyclists. <laughs> and lo- logos yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Goes yeah, all yeah, over yeah. himself. Oh, yeah. man. Skin tight. Uh, Skin tight. Suit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got a giant Russian river across his yeah. ass. Big, yeah. tiny, planted Vin- the elder uh, logo yeah. on my butt. Yeah. Vinny's like, I want the big real estate if I'm going to put the. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's get to know Susie, shall let's- we? Susie, how's, how's your night been going in the chat room over there? My night's been going fine in the chat room. They've, that one's been really nice. Really? Is it all it's cracked up to be? Really? Have you been having fun? It's like unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> it's that good, is it? No, you there's know? actually a lot of unicorns and rainbows. That the people oh, there is actually in the chat room? Yeah. Okay. We, had, we had a lot of listener questions tonight. I wonder what, what, what we should attribute that to. Yeah, I tend to, you know, I've been suspicious of this over the last year or so anyway, especially once I <laughs> once I looked at Bevo's browsing history. But I don't know if you guys noticed, but chat room questions have just dried up. They fell off a cliff. I mean, like, I, I wonder yeah. why I even have a chat moderator. It's a, and so <laughs> I, I kind of have talks, you know, to the, I mean, let's face it, these women don't get paid. So I have gentle talks before the show. It's like, hey, you know, make sure you're really encouraging questions. Well, anyway, tonight is the first time in months that we've had any questions from the chat. Is it because Susie is the only chat moderator paying attention? Or is it because it's the first time we've had questions in months? Which is more reasonable? Could be the boobs. It could be. <laughs> Susie needs her own boob cam. Wait, we haven't even there. talked sure. about her boobs yet, have we? If you go to the... Uh, actually, there is a picture of Susie's boobs on the That's Brewing Network Facebook page. Did really? you know that, Susie? I did. I commented on that page. Uh, from NCHF, uh, we had tattooed her boobs and somebody else's boobs. Oh, who, I didn't know. Oh, I know, who, I know oh. who the other boobs Who was the too, other yeah. broad's her boobs? Her name was Brittany. And yes. I forgot what club she was from. She I was had a real Mads Mads yeah. Yeah, I had an enormous Marcel's wife boob crush on Marcel's wife. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I talked for her for fifty minutes about her boobs. Right? Yeah. yeah, just like well. Yeah, anyway, so Susie and uh, Marcel's wife had uh, our uh, tattoos, our BN Army tattoos on their boobs. So if you go to Facebook, you might have to scroll down a few extra posts. Gracefully like administered by Kim, I believe that day. Yeah. Kim Woods put the boobs on or yeah. the tats on the boobs. The tats on the boobs. Yeah. You did a good job. Where was I? Was that wasn't available for that? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Where Way to you, go, Kim. <laughs> yeah, you weren't available. It was really strange. I don't know. Uh, so we're going to play Get to Know Susie. And here's the idea. I want to know if Susie kind of fits in with the with the BN mentality. Because right. here's so It's what, like her job interview. It's a little bit like her job interview. But right. listeners are worried. And here's what they're worried about. You know, Bevo is sweet and innocent and lovely and acts like a total whore when we ask her to. Yeah, that is true. She doesn't mind when we throw out the whore jokes uh, or tell us about your sex life with Sam yes. and, and things like that. And so people love the this kind of uh, sweet and naughty. Beef. Like, like if, she, if Sam gamer. tells yeah. if Sam tells a whore joke at home, he gets in trouble. Right. But, but here she's okay. But here it's fine. <laughs> here it's exactly. Oh, and that whore, <laughs> Samuel, and then he gets smacked <laughs> by Bevo. Oh, oh, why you hit me? Yeah. Everyone hits me. But when I say it, for some reason, it's fine. And so people are concerned that we, you know, when we get a new chat moderator in here, that these things are going to change, right? So, <laughs> so Susie, we're gonna we're gonna test you on a few different things to find out. Basically, if you're if you're compatible with the Brewing Network, this will work out or not. Yeah, this is going to work out. Is that okay with you? That's okay. All right. Well, so, good. You have no choice. They're basically uh, most of it is going to be uh, you're going to choose between two things, and you'll tell us what you think um, 
is, is, is it, whatever your answer is, we will then evaluate you. Does everybody have a, a pad and pen? You don't have to mark down every answer that she gives, but keep in mind that we're going to be grading uh, Susie today. JP, what is our grading scale that we're uh, going to be using today? Is it a 1 to 10 or is it an A, B, C, D, F? I think it's a letter grade. It has to be it's letter a letter grade. grade. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I don't like the, the, one through, the 1 through 10 sliding BS. It's, uh, let's do a proper style. So... Is it now? If she gets a D, uh, is she? It's a passing grade in acad- in academics, so she could te- potentially still be with us. No. So for us, what is a passing grade? Is that what your parents told you that D is just fine in passing? <laughs> D, when is where is D a passing Pretty grade? Much. You can move on to the next. Yeah. Grade. Yeah. Really? Where, where isn't it? Hey, a, D, a D grade D has been his peak in his whole life. Come I on. Mean, listen, I went from freshman to sophomore year based on a bunch of D's. <laughs> Yeah, the, really? the instructor is thrilled. They can bump you on to somebody else at that point. Yeah. So I didn't what is, know this. All right, Jip. So what is our passing grade? The passing grade is a C minus. C minus. Oh, okay. all right. Keep yeah. that in mind, everybody. High all standards right. here. At the Susie end. needs to earn at least a C minus in uh, in today's grade. Right. Uh, we'll start with uh, a bra size. What uh, what is the bra <laughs> size, Susie? Thirty eight D. Oh, good lord. All right, we're done here. All right, Keith, okay. uh, she gets an right. A. That's a D and not a C. Uh, that's an A all the way around. You're averaging Moving on to the beer news. Susie's in. Yeah. All right, that one I just added at the last minute. Oh, the first minute. Ad lib. I get it. Okay. Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Yeah, I'll give her that one. Yeah. Right, guys? That's a yeah. bonus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Good question. Okay. The usual suspects. Or Armageddon. Usual suspects. Mm-hmm. She's good right. so far. She's good. Who likes Armageddon? Nobody likes it. I don't even Armageddon. know what that no. is. There's that one song from it that every chick wanted to dance to a long, long time ago. Oh, yeah. Are you thinking of Robin Hood instead of Armageddon? No, I'm thinking about that creepy song that Aerosmith Steven Tyler song. sang yeah. to, about his daughter. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. All right. Speaking of songs, I'm going to play a song for you. You tell us if it's a good song or a bad song. Are you ready? Here we go. I hate to turn up out of the blue, uninvited, but I <laughs> be honest now. I don't girl, I can say it's a good song. I just failed. Tasty? Uh, that's a D. Uh, Tasty, do you like it? I don't like that song. Nate? I'll give her a C on that one. Nate likes it. Listen, look at Nate. Nate? Uh, really? Look at, look for her the, answer. Look at the closet Adele fan yeah. over there. He's I don't like, even I'll know get, who it is. I'll give her Nate. <clears throat> uh, Moscow? I said a C. Yeah, I, I'm going to go C also. I like the piano-driven stuff. And JP. F. I say also F. F. That song's not acceptable. Yeah. Well, uh, and, 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 and what's more unacceptable is the reasoning behind it. I'm a girl, therefore I can like shitty things? No. Right. Sorry. I, hate to turn up I, I agree with you. Right. You. Hang on, I want to listen to the song. Stay away. Mm-hmm. I couldn't fight it. I you Why are you reaching for my hands? That you be reminded that for me. But Susie likes. Me. Susie likes. I give her a point for honesty. And why can't you back it for me? Okay. Sound like Randy Newman. Sushi or pizza? Sushi. Oh, you had to know that. I work in a Japanese answer. restaurant. I have to say sushi. That's a hard one because they're both equally good foods, I feel. I don't think one's superior. Here's my dilemma. Well, well you don't like fish. This is, this is all about biases here. I don't like sushi, so that's that's a D. Okay, tasty. <laughs> Why not an F, though? Now, here's where my dilemma I, is. I don't, I don't want to give an F. Right, <laughs> tasty wouldn't give me Susie. an F? I love sushi. 
I don't like sushi either, either but sushi is the cooler answer. That's I want to thing. like yeah, sushi. I grew up yeah. eating more sushi than pizza, so it's kind of like... I'm so jealous. Are you? Did you say you're Japanese? No, I work in a Japanese restaurant. Oh. What is your nationality? My nationality is American. Okay. Good. That's a fine answer. I go off. She's that awkward. is a fine answer. It's a fantastic answer. Susie's born and occu- raised. Susie occupying California. America. <laughs> Hell yeah, I am. Yeah. What is your ethnic background? My ethnic background is Vietnamese. Vietnamese. <laughs> is sushi big in Vietnam? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Sushi is uh, big in San Francisco. That's true. <laughs> Which is like little <laughs> and, in, and in Concord, for that matter. See, I, um, I'm i going to give her points for sushi because I, I self-hate myself for not liking sushi. Yeah. And I think it's the cooler answer. It is the cooler answer. I still um, like pizza. Don't get me wrong. Well, that's what I mean. I think, it's a li- I think it's a loaded question. Uh-huh. Yeah. But there's only one right answer, JP, so that's pick one. That's right. Um, well, I have to go C. It's right in the middle. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Nate? D. D. Oh. <laughs> Come on, it's pizza. Right. Pizza and and Nate can get vegetarian pizza. Exactly. So, right. I can say you that can get vegetarian You can. Sushi. And some yeah. of it's really damn good, actually. But pizza. Come on. Okay. Here's a tough one. Listen to this. Where you going, what you looking for? Just listen to it. Think about it before you answer. This is important. Susie, good song or bad song? Fucking awesome song. <laughs> That's an A. That's an A. But to me, though, there is a there is a caveat to that song. It's only an A because we're late in the show and we've all had a few beers. So in my opinion, that's an awesome song when you're drinking and a shitty song when you're sober. So mm. the fact that we're in late in the show, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> shitty? You, you, would, you would go so far as to say shitty. It's shitty. Really? Come on. Sister <laughs> Christian? It's awful. It's, it's great. Song. It's a great song when you're drinking. See, I think no, differently I than you guys. I, I I took the like the first question, the bra size D cup, right? And the motor, and I immediately thought motorboat. I <laughs> went <laughs> <laughs> right to A. I she got see. an A plus. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so that's, Tasty that's, redlined <laughs> himself on that one. <laughs> right. Okay. U.S. Weekly or Maxim? Maxim. Yeah. Good girl. All right. She knows how to push the button. I give a C. You don't. You you prefer JP. Maxim bores the shit out <laughs> of me, and it's U.S. Boring. Weekly does not. Uh, at least I learned something from U.S. Weekly. Well, you're more judging the question than her answer. I mean, she has to choose one or the other. I mean, you know. yeah. Well, you, you have to think about her personality yeah. based on the answer. Oh, so the, to me, just as an example, yeah, she means she likes boobs. She more chose Maxims. So she likes boobs. She's more dude friendly. Yeah, but we learned that from her first question. From your first question, right? What's your it, sexual orientation? Listen, you can never have too much boob liking reinforcement. That's true. She better like boobs, otherwise it's going to be a long life. So based, <laughs> <laughs> so based on that, JP. Yeah. Wh- what's your grade now? Uh, I C. Don't have C. <laughs> yeah. I can't go that route. I okay. got to be overly an- analytical about things. Okay. All right. How about we try another song? Okay, here you go, Susie. It better be Britney Spears. I'm going to write F already. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Susie? It's all right. <laughs> F. All right. That's her version of saying F. F. I only have, I just want you guys to know my grading thing over here. I only have two categories. I have good and bad. <laughs> and I'm putting a notch in every answer that's good and a notch in every answer that's We're bad. We're not counting up the letters and then uh, and, uh, getting a, a pure average of those? Well, I'll look a, at it is, later. Is it on a curve? That sounds, that's all complicated to me. I just have good or bad. Get Jeff back on the phone. As far as I can go. Math only lasted so long. Come that on. one went in the bad co- category, Susie. Yeah. I figured that when you were singing it. Uh, you can't. Those are leading questions, there, Jay. Yeah. All right. Here's a tough one. Cocks or balls? Cock and balls? No, no. It's got to be one or the other. Oh, don't go for be... the gold. You got to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. T- she's see, like a, don't be overzealous. She's like a politician. <laughs> it doesn't want to offend anybody. You're too anxious to, to get for approval here. Well, Cox, those, are, those are her two main demographics. <laughs> Cocks and balls. Yeah. Her constituents. Cock. Yeah. Mm. I honestly don't know the answer to this one. Yeah. I, just, I thought it'd be funny to figure out. I just out. hear say cock. <laughs> yes. Well, I think it is. I think it is. Uh, the question was cocks plural. Right. She answered singular. Hmm. Hmm. You're a one cock gal. Right now I am. <laughs> right. Right. Yesterday, now. as a matter of fact, I was yeah. not. But right now, as long as I'm in this room with you guys, yes. <laughs> yeah. And the cock is far, far away from here. Okay. You know what? I'm giving her a point for that. You should. Yeah. That's a good answer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Edward or Jacob? The hell is that? Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they're two idiots from the Twilight Saga. I don't know. Kate the Great gave me that question, yeah. but I figured. Wow. Wait, who gave you that? Question? If she doesn't, know, Kate the Great. Oh, okay. I figured if she doesn't know who it is, that's a good answer. It's either bats or dogs is really the the dumbed down version <laughs> of that question. Are, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Let's try this. Glitter or abs, I guess, is also the other version. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out when I walk in the spot. This is what I see. Everybody stop. Everybody staring at me. I got passion in my pants and I ain't afraid to show it. I love this, actually. What is this? Yeah. I'm sexy and I know it. Have you seen the video to this? It's like Banana Hammock Central. Really? Oh, yeah, look it up. Does, that it's just like good. Banana Hammock and, and just it. jiggles. That sounds bad. That sounds great. Uh, all right, so totally this is LMFAO, R-O-T-F-L. What do you think? Good or bad? I love this song. So good? Good. You know, originally... I love it, too. I like it even what? more now that I've seen the video, Makes because it's just so for funny. Four loco. Oh, now i got to look at it. <laughs> oh. What's it called? Well, when I had chosen the song originally, it was as a bad song, but now that I've heard it a couple times... What's the song called? You should see the video. Uh, Sexy and I Know It. Sexy and I Know It. Uh, right. It's that one. They're, they're ripping off Right Said Fred. Tasty, I believe, is referring to this number. Taste nut. Susie, good or bad? Oh my god. 
It's only good when you're drinking for a loco, mm. dancing around. Actually, no, it's good. It's good all the time. You're it's right. Good all the time. And uh, once again, LMFAO. Good or bad? I'm watching the video. He's right watching now. the video. It's good. Right on uh, Venice Boulevard there. JP cannot stand up right now. <laughs> does, anybody, does everybody else think it's weird that 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 uh, Susie says banana hammocks and JP goes right to YouTube? I'm trying to find it. Let me check no, that it's out. Coming right there. There they are. Oh, let me zoom in. This look good. Oh yeah. He has a real small wiener, too. <laughs> oh, of course, you got Ron Jeremy in there. All right. Great. Grilled onions or raw onions? I like grilled onions more than raw onions. I don't like grilled onions. That's, that's a negative. That's in the bad category. Yeah. <laughs> Moscow? Sushi, grilled onions? Like, I just you, started you liking like... raw onions recently, but you have to blanch them in water first or else it's too pungent. Oh, oh, I'm giving God. you two bad. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tasty? There should be an extra What'd bad you do category. On that? I, that's a stupid question. I give her a B. Just, uh, <laughs> just, just for tolerating it. No. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Nate, there's is, no uh, bad kind of onion, so yeah, I gotta agree with Tasty on that. I'll yeah. give her a B just for trying to answer that because there's no good answer. You guys are fucking softies. A B? You are softies. Come on, man. Oh, oh, so I don't uh, teach grade school. I don't want to grade the question. I want to grade her. All right, here we go. <laughs> now Nate can't it's air guitar up. time. He's playing it. Did only he? two chords. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, right. oh yeah. Good job. You didn't notice I started singing it and realized that people can hear me, and I don't want any of your re- li- listeners to bleed out of the ears. We would have given you extra points if you sang along. In I fact, like try singing along right now. <laughs> Are you ready? ready? We're gonna try this again, and you sing along in your best uh, in your best White Snake impersonation. Ready? Go. Is there a car for me to dance on? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> One step at a time, Susie. Go ahead, please. The only road I ever know. Good enough. Oh, All right. That's nice. All right. Extra yeah. points there. A little vibrato on the known. Yeah. Is there anybody here at the table that didn't just give her a point for, for Whitesnake? Oh, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Good. All right. I give her an A. I could do a Tawny Katane. Get like a, the get crawl a, across the floor with your boobs out? Is that what you mean? No, get addicted no. to Vicodin and go to celebrity rehab. Oh, a good job. <laughs> uh, okay. Brad Pitt or Jennifer Aniston? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tough question. Brad Pitt because he gets to bang Angelina Jolie. You'd like to bang her? Interesting. Negative. Good logic. I like her logic. Uh... Ne- negative on the I'm answer. Failing you. I don't words. really like That's Jennifer bad. Aniston. Susie kind of wants to be Brad Pitt's wiener, is what she just said. Yeah. Yes. I don't know how. She, I don't know how he could even put it anywhere, wave it around anywhere near Angela. I agree Julie. so completely with that statement. She's like a petri dish She's of horrible. STDs. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston <laughs> is America's fucking sweetheart. Did how you dare s- you, Susie? Uh, have any of you seen? Uh, dare you, Jennifer Aniston in uh, that new movie, Horrible Bosses? Yes, watched it last night. Actually, haven't seen it yet. God damn it! So hotness. Hot. Oh my god. god. Horrible. She's Damn beautiful it. for 42 and a lot of probably and she plays a sex hungry cougar in right. Horrible uh, Bosses. Right. I've finished just now just explaining that sentence. <laughs> oh. I just finished. I'm really um, there's You're a in your refractory really? period. Yeah. Hang on. Don't talk to me for a minute. I'm thinking about math. Let's have some cigarettes. Uh, you want to cuddle? Uh, no, it's all wet. You no. don't want to cuddle. Yes, I do. Um However, no, that goes in the bad category. Even though it was Sorry. a good twist on the answer, you can't. Jennifer Aniston, she's too hot. Yeah, it's there's no comparison between Aniston and. Uh, I kind of want Angelina her to shrivel Jolie. up and die, but uh, she's too hot. She's too hot. She's way hot. Uh, okay. 
Let's try this. This one's tough, so I want you to I want you to think about it, Susie. This one's important, <laughs> and don't just throw out answers willy nilly. Okay. Okay. Good or bad? Think about it. It is a tough tough one. Yeah. Can I ask the people in the chat room what they think? No, no. We have to know what you think, Susie. We don't have phone a friend here. Make a life call. (laughs) Yeah. What is this? Who wants to not get paid to work here? Yes, I do. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with good. (sighs) (laughs) It was nice knowing you guys. Uh, Nathan, would you like to explain why that's not good Van Halen? It's not good Van Halen. <laughs> why? Uh, it has to do, do with a certain Van Hagar element to the Sammy <laughs> Hagar! It's Van Hagar! It's not Van Halen at all! Right. He may this! Be, he may be Bay Area's bad boy, but he sucks. This is Van Halen. Oh, wait, that's not it. This is it. Please play what I did. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm giving you two bads for that. Don't choose Van Hagar. Can you do F minus? JP, are we in agreement on this? Yes, we are. I think we are. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. How do you how do you like right now over this fucking awesomeness? You don't! You don't, that's right! You don't! Did Ween play this when you saw him at Stubbs? They do, they cover this oh, yeah. sometimes. No, they yeah. do it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a great job. Oh, like they do this and Band on the Run. Oh, like they're two oh, you standard like Band covers. on the Run. Fuck yeah. I was actually looking for that to put in this list today just to jab at you. Oh, I love that. It. Turn it back up. Goddamn fucking Thank zone. You. I brought my pencil. Just wait for it. I'm all coked out. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think the teacher's going to yeah. look like this here? Here it comes. Yeah, okay. All right, well, you're treading on thin ice, Susie, after that one. I know, I know, Yeah, you're teetering there a little bit. And we like you. We want you to do well. Yeah, we're scoring as high as we can. Yeah. All right, we'll put this one out there for the gamers. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Oh. Oh. That's a hard one. Another tough. Sounds like we hit close to home with Susie on this one. Yeah, I think so. She's got an opinion. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? I love Street Fighter. Mortal Kombat was so much more fun because more guts and more blood. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. the chicks were dressed more skanky. Mm. Oh, yeah. Love yeah. that answer. <laughs> yeah. You okay. could be in an arcade. I'll play either one for yeah. days. I mean, Blanca was cool, but how do you go over finishing moves? You can't. You cannot. No. Finish him. I got finishing moves. <laughs> Fatality. Fatality. And she said skanky. I like that. Yep. Flawless. Anytime you use the word skanky... You add points. Skanky, skanky, skanky. Which character did you play <laughs> right. in Mortal Kombat, JP? Um, Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Scorpion? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's try this. Get I'm a, over here. Because I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> Downstairs. <laughs> Your answer. How drunk am I? Good, good, good. I like the way you're going with this. So tell us where you have to be to make this song good or bad. I have to be drunk enough where I'm biting people. 
So would you remember? <laughs> would you remember I listening remember to the song the next day? And like, kind of hang my head in shame that I'm dancing on top of things. I'm going to give you a point for that. Yep. I'm putting you in the good category for that. There's something about that song. It's awful. It's terrible. It gets stuck in your head, and like, there's a moment that you're know. allowed to like it in a drunk way. That's what pop music's supposed to do. JP, what do you think about that? Uh, okay, I'll agree. Yeah, yeah. I know when I'm not supposed <laughs> Throw to me a like bone. it. <laughs> Moscow. I gave her a D because yeah, the song is horrific, but her answer was the pretty much the only acceptable answer without yeah. saying I hate it. Now, Tasty, that music is not your thing. What did you give? Well, all I could in my mind, all I could visualize was uh, the D cup in front of a mirror with the hairbrush. Uh, her singing that song. <laughs> so I, I have to give her an A. Oh give my her an a. God! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tasty has not got past wow. question one. All right, and Death Metal Nate, what did you think I, of Kesha? <laughs> oh, her answer or the song? Yes, as a, as a song. Yes. <laughs> I'll give her a B for the answer. The song, it gets an F for me personally. But you sure? Yeah. <laughs> please stop. No, please stop. <laughs> By the way, this is the chick who sings about scissorping. Or whatever oh, I'm gonna, if I'm going to go hip-hop, I'll have to listen to, to Creation instead. I'll listen to her. Uh, Nate, that's voice. not hip-hop. Now, you're so white. <laughs> if I'm going to listen to hip-hop... It's yeah. going to be MC Chris. It's yeah, not going to yeah. be Kesha. No. No, it's going to be Will Smith. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be the Beastie Boys. That one song I heard yeah. that one time. Yes. I mean, look, it's no major laser, but it, it it's all right. It's an all right song. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Arrested Development or Joni Loves Chachi? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Arrested just, development. That's just a dumb question. A, it is a dumb question. Who wrote that question? They Moscow. should be fucking raped in the you, face. You think wrote it? <laughs> I was given specific instructions. I mean, that's like saying a rock or an airplane. Well, is it a pet rock? Hmm. If you ask a guy from the Middle East. You're right. It's Joni Loves Chachi every time. Right. Clearly. Obviously. All right, try this. It rocks. It rocks. I agree with you, and I'm going to tell you why right now. Do you hold tiny dancers close? Even the people who say it doesn't rock, they turn it up in the car when it comes on. There is not a person who doesn't love that song and sing along to it. And the more you protest, the more you like it. I'm not protesting a lot. I'm just saying I'm one of those people. I I don't like Elton John. Actually, I... You love that song. I don't. You do? I don't. It's impossible not to. Uh, Everybody does. Well, I don't know. It's a given. You sound like a creationist. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) loves it. I'm telling you. There's no way out. There you go. I'll play it for you. (laughs) It's awful. I'll put it back on for you. It is gross. (laughs) Okay. All right. Elton John looks a lot like Dave Letterman. So every time I hear an Elton John song, I think of Dave Letterman. Hmm. I don't see that. The gap tooth in the the thing. There's a gap tooth. But uh, David Letterman looks more like a baseball mitt. I think it's Robert Redford you're thinking of. It's a bit of both. All right, try this one, Susie. This should be easy, okay? Let's try to throw you a bone here. Susie? He keep playing it. I love that song. Yeah. Again, you can't not like it. You don't want to like it. You don't want to tell your friends about it. You wouldn't put it on on purpose. But when it comes on the radio, you do this. That's what happens. You put your hand forward, cross yeah. your fingers a little bit. Yeah. Turn it up. Yeah. Bring that bitch up. Right? 
little bitch. Yeah. You, is that? Does anybody not? Is anybody giving her a bad point? I'm, no. giving, her, I'm giving her an A because she wouldn't hear more of it. No, hold it right there for me, Moscow. You're giving her A. And, and Nate, are you in agreement? Yes. What the fuck is this picture? Jipper. Yeah, oh, totally. I love the song. So now I'm looking at uh, David Letterman and Elton John next to each other, and I don't think they look anything. You're like, no. drunk. Nothing, huh? You're drunk and look retarded. Look at he, he, uh, David Letterman has a big, uh, pointy chin, and uh, Elton John yeah, doesn't. Yeah. Where's the gap in between that? The Their hair is different. Uh, the only thing similar about them there is they're both smiling. Well, whatever. Some, yeah. The more you fight it, the more I know I'm right. <laughs> they're both rich right. white guys. That's about it. Yeah. All right. Um, boy, Moscow has some weird questions in this. NPR or Fox News? NPR. Yeah. Unless you want to laugh. You can make Fox News into a drinking game. How's that? Every time they say something stupid, drink. Oh, boy. You're hammered fast. I'll give her a point for that. Put that down there. All right, I have a couple more songs for you, I think. Okay, good or bad? Uh. One. We'll milk your popsicle. Is that what she said? I think so. I'll milk a fucking popsicle all day long, dude. I think she just said California girls will milk your popsicle. We gotta go back. Gotta go back. Oh, or, or milk your popsicle. Let's just change my opinion about. That. Oh wait. Milk. Milk. Wow. I get milk. Lip, did you say lips so hot? You know, we get so hot here. Did you say lips so hot? On top. Oh, maybe it's melt your popsicle. No, I want it to be milk your popsicle. <laughs> I want it to be that, too. Maybe she said something about tasty in there, too. Susie, good or bad? California girl? Yeah. About... Bad? Are you saying bad? Saying bad. She's saying bad. I'm going to give you a point for that. That's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. job. I agree. It's a good job. It's not good. I, I want it to be good because she's, she's so hot. close to milking our popsicle. <laughs> uh, but it's just not good. And, you know, she Katy Perry's kind of hot. Yeah. She's got the big boobs. Yeah. That you really helps she does. her cause. Yeah, There's big. actually a song where she can actually sing, sing, instead of that all that crap in there. What are you talking about? But they never play that song, ever. Are you talking about that, like, firework song? No. The latest in auto-tune no, technology. A, you can't even tell anymore. One of her older songs... She's like wailing about some guy that she used to be with. She can't sing. I'm not buying it. I'm taking a point away. <laughs> Take that one away. All right. You sure you're not talking about this one? Yeah, I'm really sure. Let's go to the chorus. Oh, look at those things. She does have big boobies. Right? Are they real? Yep. Yeah. Because I don't remember having big boobies. I thought they they might be new. Well, I think if she gets older, she lets more and more come out. 888-401-BEER. We're going to start taking Drunk of the Week phone calls. We're almost done testing Susie. We're going to give her her grade uh, and find out how she did and if she's compatible with the brewcasters, which is which is really very important, I think. Obviously. Did we pay the phone bill? And uh, We did uh, right. just today, yeah. as a matter of fact. Um, do I have anything else to play? Okay, here we go. There's another one for you. Uh, a last song. JP, if you ever yawn in the microphone again, I will kill you. I didn't. I, I will kill like you that. in the face. <sighs> I moved down. Except that I heard it, which means everybody else heard it. That was me inhaling. Is this a chick or a dude? 
I'm it's, not sure he knows if it's a chick or a I think it's Bieber. Isn't it's it? Bieber. Yeah. Is it really Bieber? Yeah. It is Bieber. Bieber. Yeah. It is a it's gotta be. <laughs> I just guess. It's Bieber. And is he really a, has his, have his balls dropped? No. Well, he oh, par- uh, supposedly got some chick pregnant. That chick thinks he dropped him in her oh, mouth. Oh, <laughs> come on, it's a chick, right? You know you love me. You know you love me. Now grab that phone, Susie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna test your phone skills. Here we go. Is he already on hold? Yeah. You already did branded. it. Yeah. Your phone skills are Jesus. Good. Hey. God her. damn it. All He's right. good so far. All right, who are we talking to? His name is Brandon. Brandon, what's happening, man? Hey, how's it going? Boy, that's Susie. She's going. That's what's happening. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's tasty. He's just picturing Susie's double Ds. Uh, sure. Single D, by Single D. Oh, You sorry. know how creeped out Bebo would be about this fucking part of the show? <laughs> the deep Her skin would be crawling. The booby part? Yeah. She likes that. Like we don't talk about her boobies every show. All right, Brandon, what's happening? Drunk of the Week? Uh, yes. Where are you from? I am. Hello? I am from Portland, Oregon. All right. And what have you had to drink? I have had a growler of the local brew pub, uh, Dry Hop Red Ale. <laughs> oh, the local brew pub in Portland? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Those guys are good. <laughs> you got any of those? <laughs> They're right next to that strip club. Yeah, thanks for narrowing that down. Yeah, it's from Max's Fano Creek Brew Pub. Okay. Nice. And there's a growler of the the dry hop red ale at five and something or other percent. And you had the whole growler? Yes. Well, you know, about half a pint went into the stew that I made today. Okay. And then um, I had like five or six peps. How do you know that you're drunk? Um, because I have my baby shower today, and my wife is talking in the other room with my cousin, and I am drinking a Pabst. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. I guess, I, I guess I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's like the last time I hit shrooms was like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that's going to do with drugs. I really should be doing something else about my phone with you guys. Well, because I was I was born today. And now I'm drinking no, with no. you. Uh, so yeah, well, okay. you, you mean? You, so are you? You're going to be a father soon. You had a baby. Your wife had a baby shower. Yes. Was it a co-ed? Any, any day now. Was it a co-ed baby shower? No, I was the only guy there. Okay. Well, that's good because I'm not into the co-ed baby shower situation. I didn't even know they do that. Yeah. The, yeah. People, really? They do thing? do it. No, and they don't. Actually, my buddy bailed on me. We were supposed to go to the pub and drink together, but he bailed, so I got a growler and drank by myself. I'll give you points for that because you don't just quit just because your buddy did. You gotta, you gotta stay, yeah. gotta stay strong. Push through. Yeah. All right, Brandon, you are in the running for drunk of the week, my friend, and congratulations. When when's your baby due? When are you gonna be a daddy? Um, any day. Oh, really? oh wow. <laughs> you guys are a little late on the baby shower, aren't you? Get the drinking in uh, now. Yeah, it's it, it's due in like two weeks, so pretty much any day now. Do you know if it's going to be a, a chick or a dude? It's going to be a girl. Gonna be a girl. Oh, stripper. Good times. You worried about that? Living in Portland, there. You know, a lot of girls end up strippers in Portland. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, you know, Justin likes the strippers and stuff in Portland, but you know. Listen, I will uh, support I your daughter whatever she that. chooses to do. Very generous of you. No, I'm sure you will. I will support. I think it's, you know, whatever she wants. 
be fine. Yeah. Are you now? Is this is this a planned baby or is it a mistake? No, it was planned. What? Yeah. You sure? How old yeah. are you? Yeah, uh, twenty eight. Ooh, you're going early. You planned at twenty eight, huh? Uh, she's thirty, so you know. Oh, yeah. oh tick tock tick tock. Ticking. So she planned it, in other words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by planned, I mean she stopped taking the pill. It didn't tell me. How long you guys? By planned, like nine years. Okay. See, I guess the good part about having a, a kid at a young age is hopefully you have a daughter. And then they bring home girls, so by the time they're 15, you're 30, still fine. <laughs> That's what Sammy said to me. He goes, I sure hope that... What's that kid's name? Annabelle? It. Blanche. I sure hope that Blanche has hot friends. Otherwise, this whole thing's just not worth it. <laughs> That's basically what Sammy said to me. I mean, he didn't, you know, I he didn't hear that from me. Well, it's, hell, it's a hell of a long-term uh, end run on uh, a trade-up clause. It know? is, yeah. 18 years, you got to wait. I think he... he, he, he been hanging out at Disneyland. That's... Right, I don't get it. I think I think that Sam sees it as a soft seventeen. He, he could just move the family to Alaska and only wait fourteen years. That's true. All right, Brandon. Listen, congrats. Good luck with the baby. Uh, we're messing with you, of course, but uh, I think that's awesome. Good luck, and you are now in the running for drug of the week, my friend. Thank you, guys. All right, later, brother. <laughs> Good night. All right, dudes from Portland. They're always cool. Portland's a cool place. To it be. is. It is. Small chill there. <clears throat> All right, I have to take a break. I know we got a couple callers on. We got some drug of the weeks on. Is that what they are? Oh, hang on. I turned you off. There you go, Susie. That was my fault. We have Andrew on line two and Ish on line one, three. Angie on line Andrew. two? Andrew. All right, let's do, let, we'll do the calls real quick, then we'll take a break. Andrew, what's happening? What are you guys up to? Oh, uh, you know, shows and stuff. Where are you calling from? <laughs> uh, Portland, Oregon as well, actually. I mean, yeah. this is like nope. the drunk person capital of the world. I like it. You're not the asshole who flaked on Brandon, are you? <laughs> I, I don't believe so. That's good. That's good. <laughs> All right, Andrew, uh, how do you know that you're drunk tonight? Uh, well, I've had about four uh, hibernation ales at about 8.6%. 8. 8. Okay. So. Mm. Whoa. That's big. Who makes those? That would be uh, Great Divide Brewing, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. And uh, any behavior uh, to speak of? Have you pissed off the balcony or... Um... I, I did go outside and relieve myself about 20 minutes ago, I guess. So Why not the bathroom? Oh, because outside's a lot nicer than the bathroom. <laughs> wow, it must be a <laughs> shitty bathroom. Well, uh, no, no. I, I always go out and take a big whiz in my front yard anytime I get a chance. In <laughs> your front yard? Why wouldn't you go in the backyard, Tasty? <laughs> because I live in a place where it's pretty far from the neighbors. Oh, it is. Yeah, it just feels great. I always pictured that you had lots of neighbors around you. I saw them no, there's, oh, there's Tasty again. Drunk and asshole neighbor <laughs> pissing in his front yard. Again. Well, and you know he knows them all. He's so friendly. Like, oh, there's Tasty's winner again. Maybe that's again. how they know me. Like, the guy that pisses They're driving by. <laughs> Meanwhile, his dog is really well Never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. He's out there pissing as well. Yeah. <laughs> The neighbors are driving by. Tasty's waving to him. Hey, how about Janice yeah. Brown? <laughs> he, can lift yeah. his, he lifts his leg higher than mine. I don't know. I love it. Tasty's chair where he sits and drinks is actually next to the bathroom, but he walks out front. He leaves. He's like, so I'm going to go out front. Hey, fresh air. <laughs> oh. A little tune-up, you know? Uh, yeah. Andrew, are you married? No, I'm not. You're not married. <laughs> JP. What, you, what do you mean? Why is that great? Because oh. no one should get married. No? No, marriage is stupid. Hey, man. Hey, man. That's true. <laughs> oh, hey, boy. man, yourself. <laughs> Bro. I think he cut out. I think, there, I think there was something in there. He just cut out. Think? His girlfriend slammed the phone down. Andrew, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 27. Oh, yeah, you don't need to be married.
married. You're fine. You're doing all right. No, yeah. no, nor will never, nor will ever be married. So we're, we're good there. Uh, we we are good. Did Andrew say no one will ever be married? Yeah. Because <laughs> I will kill everybody. <laughs> Anyone ever gets married will die. There, no one will ever be married. <laughs> do you ever. have a, Do you have a girlfriend, Andrew? Dude, she's out of town for a week, though, so that's why I'm uh, getting shit-faced and <laughs> hanging out. So. That's why the bathroom is disgusting and Andrew's getting shit-faced. That's what you do. All oh, that right. ain't getting clean anytime soon. Did she ever piss out front in the, yard, in the front yard, too? <laughs> Does, has your girlfriend ever pissed in the front yard? Uh, I can't say that she has. No, that's too bad. She waits till you're on vacation to do that. No wonder you don't want to marry her. Nate can, Nathan can relate, because, you know, Nicole has moved in with him, too, and now she's got this traveling job. And you know that Nate, she goes traveling, and Nate's like, Woo-hoo! Day off. <laughs> got a day off. I'm dragging! And I have to listen to her yap all night. Oh, nothing gets cleaned. There's nothing to eat. It's horrible. Yeah, one day a week. <laughs> right. All right, Andrew, you're in the running. Thanks, man. All right. Have a good night, guys. Later. Is that why you went vegan, Nate? So you can just eat raw vegetables because you can't cook anything when, <laughs> when Nicole's not around? I'm vegan. I'll have another carrot. Fuck. Thanks. <laughs> Guess that's all I'm going to get. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Dry hops count. Oh. <laughs> Susie, who's on three? Ish. Ish. What's happening? Yes. Hello. Where are you calling from, brother? San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Everybody's on the West Coast tonight. All right, Ish, how do we know that you're drunk? It's the Hop Coast, please. Uh, well, I started brewing at 6 a.m. this morning Ooh. and drink not much later after. Uh, I'm, I could throw up now, but I've he sounds like been it's holding close. it back for a while. Yeah, I don't think you should hold it back. You sound like you've been crying, but it's probably because you're holding back the puke. Well, I, you kept me on hold long enough, asshole. <laughs> Good point. Had I known you were going to puke, I might have gone. Well, let's hear the puke. Go for it, dude. Let it out. <laughs> you want it right now? Yeah. <coughs> keep, All right. Keep the phone close. How's the toilet seat? Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't think he's ready. This done is Yeah, he does. Or maybe something else. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're. It's like we're. It's like we're encouraging bulimia now. I think I can smell it. Oh, let's get the Olsen twins on then. <laughs> That's real. Oh, oh there Wow. Whatever happened to Rag? There you go, Ish. You scored there. To uh, Rag D. The first, our fe- first puker uh, puked off his porch and screamed being army for life. It. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I think I got all of it out there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, well, you nailed it, buddy. Robert thinks he's, he's drowning in his toilet. I don't think he got very much out, though. Like, he might have gotten it all out, but... It's a lot of bile. There was no food in there. Everything it was all beer. Could. It was mostly yellow, bright yellow, and mm. it burnt. It burnt oh so badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that acid coming up. You drink a sour beer? <laughs> Uh, God damn! Yeah, well, well, this this contest is over. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, Ish, but I I can't enter you into the running for drunk of the week. Yeah, well, that'll that'll happen once or twice. <laughs> what? Uh, all right, no, Ish, you are in the running for a drunk of the week, my friend. Hang in there. Go rinse your mouth out, will you, buddy? Take care of you. Take care of that throat. Yeah. Cheers. All right, have a, have a too. Oh man! Jesus! Damn! Ish. He wasn't joking. <laughs> he was not joking. Hey. He's like, it was full of yellow bile. Oh. You guys ever heard of that? 
man. Yeah, it's called your stomach. He called the right show, though, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. It was kind of weird because it was full of a lot of my intestines. Uh, Ish, this is the Dave Ramsey show. What yeah. can I help you with your uh <laughs> He's like, when do I get to shout debt free? <laughs> debt free for life. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've heard burps from JP that sounded more pukey than that puke, though. That's true. You know. So, Ish, what are you going to name that beer you made today? I don't know. Puke on the air, <laughs> beer and beer. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll take more Drunk of the Week calls. 888-401-BEER. Uh, just a couple more. And then we'll decide who our Drunk of the Week is. When we come back, we will also give Susie her grade. Let's see if she passed the Brewcaster test. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. into the city. It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. <sighs> I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> oh, oh, it can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And then From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes... a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops. Hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager, made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate. And stout, roasty, cocoa, chocolate, insanity. Hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back. Choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life. All at BeerCandy.com. Hop drops and beer caramels. Satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with Beer Candy. Visit BeerCandy.com today. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their new Snaplock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. 
or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Live. Beer Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's exactly. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Put you some sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. Network. <laughs> <laughs> For sticking with us, <laughs> I just caught a good uh, cleavage shot when Susie was getting back in her chair. Oh shit! It's already working out. You got the best view over there. We got a great Susie. Don't forget, we have to see how she uh, <laughs> fared on her brewcaster test. See if she fits into the uh, brewcaster mentality, the craft beer lifestyle, if you will. No nonsense. It is no nonsense. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, have a cup. First off, we, though, we have a, a phone call. Who is it on the phone again? Um, Pythoner. Pythoner, who wanted to talk about the BN uh, Christmas Beer Exchange Secret Santa thing, whatever it's called. Pythoner, what's happening? Uh, not a whole lot of itself. That's going all right, brother. So what do you got? What is this, the annual uh, beer, the BN beer trade thing? Yeah, uh, last year I organized the Secret Santa, you know, kind of well, late notice, and I actually owe someone beer, so if they could contact me on the forum, it'd be great. But um, it, Spider Angler contacted me again today and uh, asked if I wanted to, uh, he wanted, if, uh, sorry, him and I together would organize the uh, 2011 uh, Secret Santa, and uh, we're looking to do that. We're looking to get as many participants as possible. It's going to be, you know, completely random, not one person sending beer to another and getting that same beer from, you know, the person they sent it to back. So it's going to be, you know, two people, or not two people exchanging, but, you know, people sharing beer with other people. So and, basically uh, everybody goes in, like, into a hat. And you get a name, and then you you just you ship beer to whoever you're told to ship beer to. You go to Canada, correct? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. So okay, and where do people sign up? This is all on the forum, or is there a website for this? I forget. Yeah, yeah I, I was told I have a mathist on it by my uh, you know cousin who is well trying to be a mathist. Uh, so, but um, we're getting it all together in the forum. Um, just. Uh, my cousin Spider Angler and I are going to be uh, writing up the rules tonight, and it'll be the rules and the thread will be posted tomorrow. And if uh, you just post in there or PM uh, uh, Pythoner on the forum, on the forum, uh, okay, on the forum, uh, we'll take care of everything, and I'll get every, uh, everything all situated and organized, and we will try to get the uh, names and uh, addresses out to everyone by probably the second session in uh, December so we can get them all there before Christmas. Hey, I pa- love it. Hey, Pythoner. Yeah. You should try breathing between words. 
Well, last, last and then this thing I had thing, and then this thing, and then I did this other thing, and then I did this other thing, and I'm really going to start reading to kids because I really feel that they respond. I like it. At least it gets. And then I do this other thing, and a lot of information. At least I don't have to wait all night for the message. Yeah, and that won him drunk of the week last week too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, whenever whenever I drink, I slam all my words together, so it it sounds like one word. So you know, you're just a fucking mess, dude. I like it. I think that oh, you, should, you should hear me. You have a stand-up routine. Completely different. <laughs> I bet it is. Right? Are, are, yeah, when, he, when he's sober, he's like, "So, yeah. I've got this great idea." Yes, I feel that the. Uh, <laughs> Listen to me here. It's pretty- Normally, I'll stare at people with a blank look and go the. <laughs> There's no words at all. Yeah, so I talk to my girlfriends. <laughs> well, listen, I love this idea. I've always loved it when you guys do it. It's a really cool way for the listeners to get together and try a different beer. You know, we talk about doing, comp- you know, entering competitions so that you can get some feedback. This is an even cooler way to do it because you get to do it all with BNers. It's with the BN Army. Ship a beer to, to, to somebody that you don't know. You'll get some feedback on it if you want it. It's, you great, don't even, it's great karma, too. It's very cool. Real good sharing. So I like it, Pythoner. Thanks, man. Yeah. One of the rules that um, is going to be is unless they ask for it, you know, don't give some con- con- uh, criticism like, oh, you know, there was acetaldehyde in this beer, you know. Good rule. You know. So, you know, I got some uh, from Bug Eater last year, and his cider was, you know, absolutely fucking amazing. So the wife and I really, really like that one. Beautiful. I like it. So it's a chance to try beer that you've never had uh, with uh, listeners just like you. So I guess go to the forum tomorrow. You guys are going to post the rules. Where does it go under? Is it under beer radio or beer events? What were you put? Both. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Just tell me where to put it, and I'll put it there. I don't care. Up your ass. Just, just go to that. Just click on the active thread thing at the top like I always do. There you go. Okay. Perfect. I didn't even know that was there, but do that. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought we could check that every day. I feel sorry you don't. I thought we took the form down. I'm a dumbass. I don't know. I just go to beer radio. I don't know. I just click on every link. I'm so inefficient. I was like, oh. Hey, speaking of the form, you seeing the uh, threads about Moscow on there? I did. Yeah. Did yeah. you see those, like Moscow? No. Oh, There's a lot of Moscow haters out there. There yeah, are. Really? <laughs> you know, I've actually got, I've actually got some of them in feedback, and I haven't passed them on because I feel real bad. I'll sum up Art the whole thing. Art imitates life. Here's the thing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Here's the here's the the summary of the threads, Moscow. Shut up. <laughs> well, no, it's more than that. I'm just kidding. We love the work that you do. You're, the booking is fantastic. The bits are good. The ideas are fantastic. Shut the fuck up. Don't. Okay. That's the uh, summary. Of all the I mean, I'm not trying to. Be, that's, I'm just giving you the summary. This is only like eight or nine comments. It's not. Don't take that to me. No, it's like science. four pages. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? Uh, it's a couple pages. Do they, have, two pages, do they yeah. have specific like what? What is it that I say that they don't like? I, no, I don't really. I don't really out. talk. Well, yeah, that there's much. a whole. There's another the thread. You say that we hate is when you scream in the microphone. What? How you do it? God, it's the word what? You say it. The, the caller, example one. Caller chimes in right away. What? <laughs> I guess there's a I, I, what. I did that one time tonight, and I didn't even do it <laughs> no, into the microphone. One time tonight, oh, you saw the thread ten thousand okay. times over the last year. <laughs> I the word what? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I won't say what. what? You, say, you say in a high pitched voice right up on the microphone. What? And the thing is, I put. Oh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> and I listened to you guys for 10 to 12 hours a fucking day. What? This guy just got mad on the. Oh, fuck you. Oh, god damn it. It just seems like a really. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll oh, say what? I don't less. have anger problems. 
people have problems with my anger. I like to beat things. All right, here, let me let me read. Uh, they gotta they gotta like stump the stoner though. Come on. Thank you, brother. Oh, I you love stump the stoner. They so, like the bits. Uh, okay. I got oh, it. Actually, let's leave Pythoner on just in case yeah, he wants to chime in on it. Pythoner had that chambered. He might have some posts on this thread. The thread is called Moscow makes JP dot dot dot. Wow. Which, by the way, it's, it's really a backhanded compliment right. to JP. Yeah. yeah. Really backhanded. But I'll fucking take it. W- what do uh, I make him? Okay. These, these dicks. like JP. Here we go. Especially people like me who are socially awkward. To boot starts the thread and he says, uh, Moscow makes JP ten times funnier. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know we haven't discussed that behind the scenes? I'm listening to the 10, I'm listening to the 10, 16, 11 show, and they're talking uh, to the beer school online people, and Moscow wedged in two horrible jokes in commentary so far. Micro machines? Really? I still have some at my parents' house, but that came out of left field. Then he threw in some comment uh, about all the wait staff being 22. It grinds the show to a stop for me because he interjects some shitty-ass junior high humor. Okay, do they listen to the Brewing Network? Did they listen before I got here? Have they ever been to a restaurant? Right. You could play the fifth, you know. Uh, here in the South, so people aren't 22, so I mean, that's one issue. Uh, and then, oh, here's a comment to, to that thread, so that he, he quoted that the comment I just read to agree with it, and then he said, and Moscow is just annoying. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. So he's quoting your what. Right. He doesn't okay. like your what. All right, I'll say what less. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I'm hesitant to start bagging on the guy because he seems like a nice guy, and it seems like he's doing a pretty good job producing. But I had to post when I saw this thread because it was bothering me too. Moscow is stealing a lot of his material from the Corolla show, he says. He says a lot of the games that he came up with are, are uh, and his sign-offs are from the Corolla show. And here's an example. Moscow, this is Scott the Jew saying Lahayim. Corolla, this is Adam Corolla saying Mahalo. This is blank saying blank. There's 4,000 more examples in radio where that came from. Right. That's horrible criticism. I agree. I'm with you on that. That's right. That's uh, the best he can do? Is, I've ripped off Corolla way more uh, uh, overtly than that. The, right, here's, another, here's another example. Moscow, from the International News Center in Pacheco, California. <laughs> Corolla, from the International News Center next to Donnie's minibikes. Again, does he ever watch any news programs or listen to any TV news? It's, it, it's all the same shit. It's all yes, the same but shit. They actually have international news centers. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it is funny that we don't have yeah. one here in Pachega. Uh, oh, he says, you know, uh, that is one thing. El Tizzo, uh, who's the one I've been reading from, also says, on a positive note, the interview Moscow did with the East scientist was pretty well done. That was really good. Well, yeah, but really are, good. are those his only two examples of, of how I'm ripping off Adam? Uh, and yeah. by the way, I don't make my Adam love a secret. No, yeah. uh, you guys right. know I like him. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm not. Well, they do too. They're... Right. Oh, but every time you brew a pale ale, you're ripping off Sierra Nevada. There's also the Moscow and the word what thread. <laughs> There's a different. Thread? Oh, there is another thread. <laughs> another thread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes. Moscow didn't know about the threads. It goes. First of all, I love and appreciate Moscow for everything he does. Oh, for stop the it! With the, I don't need the. Second the of all, stuff. second of all, he should not be allowed to ask what. In the high-pitched, <laughs> incredulous tone he uses, I do most of my listening to the Bean with headphones, and he makes my ears bleed. Moscow, I know that I know that homebrewing is a bit newer to you than some others, but could you please at least lean back when you feel the need to say what? What? You're, you're killing me, bro. What? If you don't know what I'm talking about, go here. I'm going to walk to California. 
and he Man. he posts a link. He goes, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go here, which is the uh, BN Army blog Winter Bruce Fest 2011, and advance the video to 44 seconds. Crank up your headphones and press play. <laughs> Timestamp, and then push Jeez. underneath just says like. <laughs> yeah, and by push, we're a team. You can't gang up on the team. Calling him out on the air, man. God wow. damn. Right. Well, Listen, and then the, blobber, what is a legitimate criticism? Well, blobber, blobber goes. Why not turn your volume down? Ah, see, thank you. See? That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So the what? I'll, that's fine. That's legitimate. Maybe I say it too much. I'll I'll stop. All the other stuff is not not good examples. The, Do you want more? You want another one? Yeah. Th- I'll bring it on. In, the, in that thread, the dark side posts a picture of Samuel L. Jackson from uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> say what? Say one more goddamn time. Again, yeah. Oh, by the way, you you, you 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 pussies can't call in and do this. You got to do it on the internet where you're, where you're all. Uh, He's calling in uh, right now. Anonymous. Who's that? Is that calling in right there, Susie Q? I forget who's on the phone. Oh. No problems calling Moscow out. Here's another <laughs> yeah, hey, bring it on. Now, Give me more examples. Here's another one from Snow Captain in the forum. He says, okay, I'll bite. Moscow did a great job with the Yeast Whisperer. I'll give him that. He also does a lot of other things for the show, no doubt. I just think that he, as stated above, talks over too many people too often. I couldn't care less when he does it to the BN staff, but he does it all the time with guests, and I miss what they're saying, and it's a bit disrespectful. Yes, it's the BN, but it isn't all soft mu- sophomoric humor go time. I like him and all. I just think he needs to settle down a bit. And then there's, I don't know, there's more, but... I don't know, I, do I a, talk over guests? I, I feel like I yes. never do that. No, I you do? do, yeah. He does? Yeah. Pretty regular. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, I said two words through the whole but, interview well, today. Here, here's two things. One, to, 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 go, back, to go back to the, uh, to the show where, where he knighted with the, with the uh, homebrew, uh, better beer on uh, line homebrewery thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, Scott was helping me out. I can tell when he steps up on the mic when I'm running the show. Yeah. Because yeah. he knows that, that I, need, I need help. So... That's just that's him trying to step up and do the thing. I see. But it, in a couple of times in those episodes, he did talk over people. But I think it's more uh, because of the Skype. It's hard to get used to the delay. The Skype sucks. Because yeah. I haven't noticed him blatantly talking over people. The only thing I noticed about this whole thing is the um, yeah the weird like uh, all of a sudden there's a and I've told you that I do this right when you do it. All of a sudden, there's a micro machines joke in the middle of the of the interview. If I rem- I don't remember the context, but I remember it was apropos. Like someone was talking really quickly, and I made a reference to a pop culture thing where someone talked quickly. That- that's radio, man. That's what you do. <laughs> that was that was one of the more acceptable ones. Ten years ago, it was more like twenty years ago. But so what? That's true. It is so old. It can it still be called pop culture if it was twenty years ago. Uh, we talk about beer from twenty years ago and old breweries and what? I don't. What's the? What does it matter? Yeah. Really? Do you, really? Do you agree, Jay? Uh, I don't agree with the talking over, but I, I've i made fun of you for the random joke. Sure. Like, all of a sudden, there's a fucking dreidel joke in the middle of <laughs> right. some interview. Yeah, and dreidels something. are like 700 years old. <laughs> Probably well, more. I, I agree with everything Python says. He gets He's getting right to the gist of it. He is. Yeah. I see. So, Tasty's with the thread and with the python Er. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. But the thing is, you know, I'm ADD like Doc, you know, like, uh, I can't sit still for more than a few moments. He's and. Oh, no, because I'm always up and, like, I'll start something. I'll start a thousand projects and never... Now you made me ADD. I'll turn you down for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Oh, I guess there was one about you uh, going for Drunk of the Week, too. (laughs) Well, what was the problem with that? I don't know. Let me see. a beauty beauty attempt, they thought. A separate thread or just a comment? They didn't like the attempt. Okay, well... Like five beers? Oh, he said, and his last Drunk of the Week attempt was just silly. You can't get Drunk of the Week while producing a show like that. Does not compute. Moscow. Get, get a new motherboard, dude. This is a beer show. 
Moscow, I love you, but I also can't stand you. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this guy now? This one is El Tizzo. Is that the same guy that gave the bad Adam examples? I think so. I don't know. I can't keep up. Okay. That was five minutes ago. Well, that's, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's another shitty criticism. Is, is it not? I go- don't know. I don't, what, do I don't you- even know what the criticism is. Was it you can't go for the Drunk of the Week and produce a show? Is that the criticism? Uh, I, see, yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah. Does not compute? It's a pe- <laughs> really? That Just not say compute. what. No, don't say really. Just say what. What? What? Yes. What? 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 Uh, overall, really, really weak criticism. What? Some of it's okay, and I, I'll take. I'll take. Listen, if you got legitimate criticism, I'll take heat. I'm not above it. Yeah, but uh, that's not as much fun as posting on the forum. Oh, this is this is good <laughs> yeah, radio. Exactly. Yeah, this I'm is sure really it is. Good. Listen, I, I have no problem with good radio, even when it's at my expense. <laughs> Scott's gonna take a bath. But, of this but seriously, if, if you're gonna, so you just talked over me. <laughs> I heard your you toaster just, joke. You just talked it. over my joke. I'm so I, I thought I only talk over guests. But everybody talks over JP. That doesn't <laughs> right. Count. That's not val- That's also not valid criticism. Yeah. That doesn't count. Well, let me tell you a story. <laughs> See what I... <laughs> yeah, bring on the criticism. Just It has to be legitimate. Uh, all right. Hey, Pythoner, thanks for the call, man. Oh, can I put my uh, resume in, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Make sure. Are you, are you applying for producer position? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No, because... <sighs> no, JP. Uh, I think I confused them. No. God. Get cereal. Oh, sorry. You know, um... Yeah, I have had, uh, I don't know, six or seven Yinglings, uh, I, uh, Wine Stefaner, uh, uh, Fest beer, uh, And he's criticizing JP. <laughs> and I'm lobotomy. criticizing Moscow. And a lobotomy, it. apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I like JP. Okay, oh, fuck, where was I? Uh, ta-ta. okay. Uh, 21st Amendment, uh, Brewfield IPA. Um, you sound sober, Pythoner. I'm going to put you in the running, but I'm going to be honest with you. You're pretty clear and sober. Is that Pythoner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I'll put yeah, you down. You're in the I'm running. I'm separating my words a little better, so you know you should know that I'm not as drunk as I was last week. I'll tell you what. Here's how. Here's what. Here's what will increase your chances. Okay. If, if you will text Moscow, I'll have I'll have Susie Q give you his number offline. If you'll okay. text him a picture of your wang. I'll I'll put you up in the running for uh, drunk. Oh, I'm all for it. No. <laughs> with the te- with, of course with the with the title "Suck at Moscow," and uh, oh, the, the, actually actually Python, you have my number. Text it to me, and then I'll send it. <laughs> yes. I'll send it Wait a minute, JP. Now that doesn't count. I've never been That's happier creepy. that I have a shitty phone with very low res pictures. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Python. Thanks, man. All right. Later. I think the listeners are just mad because you call them out when they say they drank four growlers. When Is that of the wow, week. Yeah. That makes sense. They're reacting to that. Yeah, I okay. think they're just pissed. I'll buy that. What? Four you growlers? Didn't, you didn't drink all that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that up, Taste, because I had read them the other day, but then I forgot about them because not all of them make a lot well, of sense. I think but... Pythoner mentioned Spider Wrangler. I think he's one of those people that might have posted on there. <laughs> really? Spider? Yeah. I thought he was my buddy. <laughs> what? What? Spider? Spider? <laughs> Just wait till you get them all in the same room at the next DNA. Uh, oh, Susie, who's on two? <laughs> okay, so two is Brandon. He was calling. He was the first caller for Drunk of the Week. Okay. He wanted to call back because he thought it was funny that his cats like JP's voice. Is that it? No, he's gone. Oh, there you go. He's gone. That's not funny anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of weird. All right, Scott, I got it. I'm, he sent it to me. I'm going to send, wow, it. I'm gonna send it to you. Can we play the cast song again? He had, he had those pictures ready to go. My first attempt at a eHarmony video. I love her. I think I'm in love with her. I'm excited at the same time. Me too. 
So I'm just gonna start talking about. What I think I, I want to like. marry her. I love cats. But you don't love I cats. Love you can't, cat. I don't care. And you don't I like to run. She's gonna teach me both of those things. Okay. And how to love. Can't hug every cat. Susie, good or bad? Quick. I know you're on the phone. Thank you. I and I love to run. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about cats again. I really love cats. I really love cats. Cats. And again. And again. And again. And again. Every time I watch it, I'm more attracted to her. And I'm in fall. I'm really falling in love with her. You think? Yes. I think about how cute they are. And how they're you know how much money you have to spend on tissues, though? I, I don't care. If I were to meet her, I'd be like a creepy fan. I'd be really nervous. I think I'm falling in love with her. She wants it in a basket. I'm pretty sure she's still single. I don't know about that. She's a celebrity now. Yeah, is she like embraces or is she blown her head off by now? Just when she cries, she has that cute, chubby little face. Oh. Even when she's not crying, she has a chubby little face. Let's get you. She's so vulnerable. She's very vulnerable. Maybe that's what it is. Think I about just how want to take advantage of her. Take advantage of her. <laughs> hey, I want to crush her feelings. Can you imagine how, feel how easy it is to piss this, like, to just get her crying? Did you say crush her femur? Well, that too, yeah. Oh. Back, backing over it. Um, Fatty, you left the light on again. I'm sorry. I was thinking about cats. Getting emotional. It's okay. Just turn around. And it just—I just feel so bad for her that she can't hug every cat because she really wants to. She, she really, really wants. She's so sincere about that. Yeah, she wants to, but she can't. I love her. I love her. That's it. I'm I'm Let, expressing it right now for everyone to hear. Yeah. Moscow. Scott, get her on the show. Can you please get us the 10 million views, Cat Girl? I'll try. <laughs> tell her. Tell her I love her. I bet you that will work. Yeah. yeah. Say, listen. I don't know how to tell you this, but our our host, the host of our show, he loves you. He wants to have your babies. I want to have her babies. I I want to have them. I don't want her to have mine. <laughs> I already got it. She can give birth to them, but she can't keep them. Yeah. Fuck that. Tell her I have cats. Okay, let's pick our drug of the week. We have uh, Brandon from Oregon. He's on line one right now. What did he want to uh, say? We have he wanted a, to talk about his about cats his living cats. JP, JP and then I have Spider Wrangler on line two. To talk about Moscow? To talk about Moscow. <laughs> All right, real quick about the cats, Brandon. Go ahead. Uh, my cat's like JP. <laughs> and how do you know this? Every time he talks, they dance or something? No, dude. Like, uh, I was hanging out listening, and JP started talking, and my kitten that doesn't like to cuddle came up and was totally, like, rubbing on the phone and saying, what's up? It doesn't like to cuddle. How do you talk to your cat? Like, pretend I'm your cat. Talk to me. Like, how would you get me to cuddle with you? <laughs> Um, I would say fuck you, JP. Oh, see, that's the problem. No, see, right. See, you gotta, you gotta talk to him. You gotta go like this. Try it, JP. Talk to him like he's right. your cat. Who is this? What, Brandon? Brandon. Oh, yeah, Brandon. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, you wanna come up here? And you gotta pat your lap. You go, yeah, you wanna come on? Yeah, yeah, come on, buddy. Yeah, he's a big man. Oh, yeah, you're such that's a big good. man. And then, and then already you're eating down to my hand, and then I'm scratching on your ears and shit. I go, yo, yeah. And I slap your bottom a little bit. Go, yeah, he's a big man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Brandon's having good times. Yeah, you have good times, Brandon? You have a good time? Oh, yeah. And then you get like real, like, itchy, like, uh, Rubby on him, that'd be great. Uh, see, Brandon, you just learned a lesson, my there you friend. Go. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. 
and the cat yeah, was Yeah, maybe how to deal with, like, the 14-year-olds like JP does, but no, that's, uh, I don't think my cat would like that very much. <laughs> I wish I had more 14-year-olds in my neighborhood. I swear to God. Give it a shot. You'll see. All right, thanks for the call, Brandon. And then um, uh, Pyth- Python Face. Yeah. Spider. Spider Wrangler on uh, line two. Spider Wrangler, what's up, man? That's a family that loves animals. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you do? You had something to contribute to the Moscow discussion. Yes. I I just kind of wanted to call in and and give Moscow a hug over the phone because what uh, I started one of the threads. Yeah, shut up. Uh, <laughs> you started the thread. He started the sure. what thread? I started, I started the uh, Moscow and the word what thread? Oh, okay. Well, that no. one was fair. That one's fair. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't watch. I don't listen to enough uh, Corolla to know any of that other stuff anyway. But I now, just wanted you to know that uh, I've, you know, since then you've contributed a lot, so I don't uh, feel like now, you're being beat up on too much, just enough. But be honest, are Moscow's on-air contributions making you want to turn off the program? Um, no. Okay, well that's good. Yeah. Are they making you want to turn up the program? Um, if maybe if I wasn't listening on headphones and was at risk of damaging eardrums. But. Okay. All right. All right. Well, she's paying a little, giving okay. a little back. Good. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Listen. I, like I said, no problem with the legitimate criticism. The, the word "what" that that first post. Yeah. That that all made sense. Okay. There Fine. you go. You know, it's spider. You're solving while, problems. That was, while, uh, that was a while back. So I think uh, I think you've gotten more comfortable in the in the chair and all that too. So. All right. There yeah, fair enough. Thanks, you want to give him a handy See, I, I, knew Spider Spider Ring- I knew Spider Wrangler was my butt. <laughs> also, just wanted to throw out a reminder or uh, back up uh, Python or stuff. So once we get the thing up in the forum to, for people to sign up and uh, do some uh, beer secret Santa. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, brother. All right. Moscow, you get that picture yet? Uh, yeah, dude. Unfortunately. No, you should look at it. I, I think did. Moscow has deleted the word what from his dictionary now he's going to try and use it in conversation tomorrow somewhere else and it's he's all going to be, be like, hmm? huh huh what'd you say wait no i can't say that who do i have Susie? grod is on line three he's calling from australia he wants to sing a special something for jp oh, oh. Grodd. hey grod what's happening <coughs> hey grod how are you brother hey good mate you got a special song for jp having a what Happy birthday to you. Woo! Happy birthday to you. What? Happy birthday, JP. Suck it. Happy birthday to you. It is your birthday in Australia. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Not not Mr. President, Mr. Petros. Grod, that was very nice of you. Thank you. No, no problems at all. Hey, before you cut me off, yeah, um, I must say that I was at a beer festival last Saturday, beer which festival? was like two days ago from me, but uh, one for you at um, Bitter and Twisted in Maitland Jail, and I had my um, uh, lunch meat shirt on. Yeah, the blubber clock one was fantastic, and uh, it's a few people that recognised it. And one guy <laughs> had a uh, hop grenade tattoo on his gun. Really? Really? On wow. his what? On his junk? His Did you say his junk? His arm. Junk. Oh, his arm. His arm. No, his junk. No. No, oh, no it wasn't his junk because when I sucked him off, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I heard junk. Yeah. Well, when he blew him, he couldn't see it. He so, lifted up uh, his balls and there was uh, a big... I'll give you an A for that. <laughs> now, how about that, JP? And all the way over there, as if we needed more evidence of how fucked up they are down under... 
people recognized and liked the lunch meat shirt. It's pretty good. Yikes. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. It's gone international hey, for sure. Deep, uh, as well, Jay, um, uh, JP has done a pretty good job with the um, Jamil show as well. And oh, yeah. I think you might be shooting yourself in the foot by putting <laughs> JP on there in your job. Listen, I want nothing more than to shoot myself in the foot and have JP take over my job. So this is all good news to me. I love it. Fair enough. Hey, but also, too, you have you have inspired me to do a parachute jump um, in um, December, the, uh, December the 2nd. I'm going to go up to the local skydiving place and uh, jump out of a perfect good plane. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Trust me. Do it. But take this one piece of advice. Make sure the parachute opens. Well, I've got some dude on my back, so it's up to him to do that, you know? Right. No, not tonight. Yeah. He's talking about when you do the skydiving. <laughs> See, that was good, Moscow. Well, you right, stepped all okay. over my joke. It was very Were you going to say the same thing? Yes. <laughs> great, great mind. It's all about timing, right? It better? Yeah. Grod, do it. I'll tell you, let me tell you this. It's going to blow your fucking mind and scare the, like, the urine and the shit out of you. And then you're going to love it on top of all that. You'll see. Well, can I take this before you say that? I mean, I've done it before. Oh, you yeah, have? Okay. Um, yeah, I've done it before. I, I I was in the Defense Force here, and I jumped a few times, but never with a guy on my back. And this is... What the fuck? That's J- this, JP, snoring. Okay. Yeah, where's the crickets? And, uh... But never with a dude on my back, so that's going to be very, very amazing. Yeah, there's some about a dude on your back traveling, uh, I don't know how, 800 miles an hour or whatever the hell it is. I wonder if it, it, I mean, you fart on his wiener. You know, my, my trust is in him. And what's he got to lose? I mean, he can do whatever he wants to do. Agreed. And he's going to, you know, pop it. <laughs> I'm telling you, now this sounds ridiculous, but that is part of the thrill. It's that your life is just in somebody else's hands. Yeah. If he doesn't do it right, you're both fucked. You're fucked together. Yeah. It's kind of. A, I'm telling you, it's it's part of the it's part of the thrill. It makes if you feel real vulnerable, then you feel stronger afterwards. You do, and you feel like a team. Like I really liked my guy after we landed. I'm like, man, you're awesome. And he's like, yeah, whatever, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you wanted to kiss him. He wanted to get rid of you. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, hey, man, thanks for saving my life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or douchebags later. Later, Grod. Thanks. Yeah. That was nice of Grodd to wish JP a happy birthday. And sing it, too. But yeah. I heard Adam Carolla wish someone a happy birthday last week, so he's clearly ripping off Adam. <laughs> but if he only does it gonna, once, it's fine. Somebody's got some nerves here. that are really Moscow's going to go home. I guarantee you, he's going to go home and read every single thread yeah. on that forum before he goes to bed. There's a lot of them. I think so. it just got read to me, didn't it? <laughs> Most Is there more? No, he no, didn't, yeah, yeah. Jay didn't read it We picked and chose this. Yeah. You, you guys are wrong about that. I'm I'm not that type. I won't go read it later. That's good. I don't care. Don't do it. You'll be fine. I don't believe that. All right. Yeah. Brandon, uh, Andrew, or Ish are Ish our... Ish is on the line right now. <clears throat> oh, it, there is oh. a strict one call per show. Is, is I he, thought we'll call him back later. Is he just reiterating his drunkenness? Or, yes. Yes. Or does he have more puke? Who, Ish is calling back in? Yeah. Oh, he doesn't call. Oh, he was... Um... Let's vote. I figured he'd be taking a nap by now. All right. So, Brandon, Andrew, or Ish... I think it's Ish, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. The, guy, the guy threw up, right? Yeah. 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 Was there another vote? No. Bring network. Jip, I don't want to take... I'm not trying to take away your vote. No, I, that's fine. I, to be honest with you, I can't even remember any one of them. Oh, let's go over it. They were all kind of... Brandon blah. from Oregon yeah. went down to his local brewery and oh, got okay. a growler Oh yeah. in yeah, Portland. He was at the baby shop. Next to the strip club. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Andrew... Also from Portland. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Brandon also was at the baby shower. His yeah. own baby shower. His own baby shower. Because he got dissed by yeah, his bro. What a bro that is. That's yeah. not a bro. That's an asshole. Andrew, also from Oregon, just had like a bunch of beer and stuff, I think. I don't remember anything magical. Yeah. And he pissed in his front yard. Oh, that's right. He's an outside pisser. Yeah, pisser. yeah. I pissed in your backyard He's tonight. He did? No. Bathroom was full, though. Bathroom was full. That's a good reason. Right. And then there was Ish, who forced a throw up, and it was all bile. And then he called back oh. <laughs> to tell me he likes cats. And then he hung up and well, just doesn't? called back again to tell you he'll sing I Love Cats. Oh, he'll sing it? He's going to sing it right now. Is he on right now? Oh, He's on line one. his victory lap. What happened to our one call per show? Sorry. He's going to sing I He's Love Cats. He's going to take his acceptance, his award. He's accepting uh, the award. Here. Ish, the floor is yours. Please go ahead and sing I Love Cats. I love cats. I love every kind of cat. I just want to hug them all. Uh, need some feet going on, but I'm just, I love cats, I love every kind of cat, I just want to hug them all, uh, with little bow ties and rainbows, uh, I love cats, uh, I love every kind of cat, I just, I'm such, I'm not a cute, I love every cat, can I love every cat? He's good. He's, He's good. real good. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, your yeah. drug of the week. Yeah. We're going to go Robbie Robbie on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ish, send me an email. I'll send you your medal, brother. Yeah! Wow. That's our boy Ish. See, that's the line that makes me think it's fake. I want them to be on a rainbow. Does she really feel yeah, that way? Probably. That's the no. line that makes me think this whole thing's a scam. Right. She's she she deserves an Oscar then for this performance. Like some kind of viral marketing. I mean, I thing. still love her. Don't for get me rainbows, wrong. What are they marketing? Nate rainbows? I don't know. I haven't watched the whole video. Doesn't isn't there like an ad in there somewhere for some shit? Bow ties for cats. Listen, I got this great idea. We're gonna sell. Wait for it. Rainbows. <laughs> shit, I'm in. <laughs> And I love to run. All right, it's time to score Susie Q and find out how she fared among the uh, brewcasters here. Uh, we're going to start with Tasty, I think. Remember, this uh, passing score is a C minus Tasty, so anything below a C minus, and she fails to brewcaster test. Uh, Come on, Tasty. Right, and, well, and don't good. be afraid to elaborate on your, uh, well, your yeah. score. Well, and it, don't right. don't make it personal. No, this is purely right. about job performance and not right. your past. All right. Okay. Well, initially, I was distracted by the unofficial question about bra size. Yeah. And the, you know, the D cup caught my attention. <laughs> right. And then and the cock and balls, the cock and balls thing. See, also, she, she went for cock. That that I'm discounting all that. I'm throwing those out because that's just confusing. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. You know, I, I like that. Yeah, it yeah. is confusing. So uh, <laughs> it gets in the way. Uh, so really, uh, <laughs> wow, uh, it's hard. Uh, Whoa, it's hard. Everybody. I, those are those were like big ones. Yeah. Final uh, final grade. Based on the fact that she's a maxim reader, I'm gonna give her an A. An A. Yeah. An even A. Yes. Wow. Wow. Woo. All right. Okay. Moscow. I give her a solid B. 
A B. Um, yeah, well, she scored 84.4%, but I rounded up. Okay, that's you know. fair. It's generous of you. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a weird mix on my list here of, of, of A's and F's, basically. Mm. So I just, you know, I like her. What can I say? Just gave her a B. Yeah, I was going to give her DD, but I figured B is better. B is fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nate Smith. B plus. A B plus. Yeah. Explain. Well, you know, there was some disagreement about a couple of those entries, but I figure over time, BN will corrupt her and she'll become <laughs> a straight A or A minus or right. A plus. You know. Okay. All right. B plus, not bad. What do we have so far? We have a, uh, an A, a B, and a B plus. JP? Um, I would say, I'm sorry, I was busy uploading a photo on Facebook. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, what are sorry. we talking about? Drunk of the week? I think ish. <laughs> <laughs> Should win. That one. Um, make sure you unanimous. Your grade for Suzy Q. Don't be afraid to elaborate on why you chose the lower oh. score. Um, <clears throat> well, I feel... Uh, Hmm. I think a solid B. A B? I think. Why? Uh, well, she's trainable. That's for sure. She's learning the ropes real easily. Yeah. That's good. I what feel, girls are for? I feel like she doesn't shop online or play Angry Birds. That's a so plus. So those are pluses, Not right? Yet. Yeah. I do feel that some of the answers were questionable. Some of the questions were answerable. Some of the questions were questionable also. <laughs> um, very few of the questions were answerable, I think. <laughs> yes. um, but overall, she did okay. She did okay, and um, I think a B is good. It's a great place to start. Okay. <laughs> so, so far, all passing scores. Um, I'm going to do the managerial technique, and do Susie, it. I'm going to ask you to oh. grade yourself. How do you feel that you fit in and, and your performance today on a scale of A through F? I think I did okay today. I hope the people in the chat weren't so mad at me. Some people are saying that I didn't pass on their questions. I did. Um Give myself a C or a B. A C or a B. Well, which one? <laughs> a big yeah. difference there. I give myself a B. A B. There we go. That's good. Yeah. you got to have confidence in yourself. Well, that's a healthy string of Bs I see on your score list. <laughs> After evaluating uh, both your good answers and bad answers today, I have discovered that you have reached an A-. minus. In A minus. All right. Yeah. All right. That's good news. In A minus. So that is all passing scores. A couple of places to improve upon. Um, you know, for example, I just I just wanted to remind you, um, you know, just, just kind of quickly. This is not a good song. Uh, nor is anything that came out of the Sammy Hagar Van Halen era. I expect you to remember that in the future. And as long as we have that clear, this what this answer right here was the difference between that, an A minus and a solid A. Yeah, agreed. It would have been A minus uh, without it agreed from me if it wasn't for that one. I, I didn't even know that reference, so yeah, I, I, I didn't count that. Right. On the other hand, we all learned that we like this song. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Nate's death metal band is actually going to cover this song. We are, yeah. This just in. You can't help but move to them. My, my ass is moving right now. Underneath me. I know it. <laughs> Even JP's got them, got them moves. You gotta do it. Yeah. I was waiting for the drop. <laughs> now I cut it off. Those blue balls, dude. Poor form. Okay. Twitter question. 
We can't do it now. <laughs> Dude. No, I, I Twittered it, and I wanted to talk about oh, it. Oh, okay. I was going to wait for the answer. The collective sigh. Relax oh. your sphincters, gentlemen. Things yeah. have been taken care of during out the thing of the whatever. I don't know why we didn't trust you. Because <laughs> history has a way. Hey, you know, just before itself. we do that, you know, we were talking a little bit about beer tonight. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, but if you no. need to design yourself a great beer recipe, try checking out beersmith.com. You can get a free 21 day trial. And uh, it's the best brewing software out there. Don't take my word for it. Go get your free 21 day trial. Download it right now, and you can check it out. It, by the way, it's available on Mac, too. I just realized that, actually. Oh, yeah. I'm a little slow on the uptake. But it's both uh, PC and Mac and uh, 21-day trial version. Go check it out. It's going to be better than any brewing software that you've ever used. Now, I know that using new brewing software, um, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve. Like, you kind of got to get in there and press the new buttons and figure out the new shit. But fear not, there's a bunch of how-to videos over on Beersmith.com, too. So if you get in a bind, go check it out. There's a video of how to do it. Also, don't be afraid to send Brad an email over there. He's a good dude who's very dedicated to his product. And, uh, in fact, among the brewing software, he's the guy who's going to answer your email and help you out. So go check it out. Free 21-day trial. You'll use it. You'll have some questions. You'll ask Brad. You'll watch the videos. And I guarantee you, at the end of it, you're going to love it. And if not, you didn't lose anything. So go check it out, beersmith.com. All right, what was our Twitter question of the week, Jip? Our Twitter question of the week was, um, you have just discovered a new hop varietal. What would you name it? Oh. Hmm. Wow. I thought it was a pretty good one. I would name it uh, 38D in honor of Suzy Q. Yeah? Yeah. That's what I would name it. That's my answer. Moscow, what would you name it? I'm sorry, I was typing. What was the question? <laughs> I, I was typing to the guest next to oh, you, too. Wait, what was the question? Yeah, look at it, Scott. Tired he he said what? Trunk of the week. He right? would call yeah. it what? He'd name it a high-pitched what? High what? What? All right, and what were our best answers, Jippo? Uh, Steel Steve says Snatchy Ace. Snatchy Ace. Snatchy Ace. Uh, I don't good. like that one. It doesn't make me want to drink a beer. No one said uh, every kind of cat for the people <laughs> that don't like catty hops. Let me take a poll here. Have you ever described a vagina as snatch as a good term? Like, in other words, no. you've never no. said it to your girlfriend that way. Like, let me you've get never that snatch. It's a, it's a negative connotation, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, w- I don't know if it's negative. It's derogatory for sure. Right. I don't think it's, uh, dude, check out that bugger. We get that snatch. <laughs> no one's ever done that. Right. Um,. Okay, just curious. All That's right. why I don't like the name. That's all. So we'll take it out. Um, Rykadin says... Uh, a good name. Yeah. By the way. Is that like a drunk guy on Vicodin? I don't know. R-I-K-A-D-Y-N. Oh, it's an Asian. Is it Asian on Vicodin? Yeah. All of a sudden, Asians can't say V either? No, everything is an R. You know that? It's no longer just R's. It's now wow. V's. Rhyme, roaring, roo, roo, roo. They're Scooby-Doo. Rykadin. My balls. So I can say a hopped beer with my balls. I like it when you explain it. Yeah. Well, that's what. He, yeah. I like it too. M I B A L Z. All right, that's in there then. So, what is this hopped with? My balls. My, my balls. balls. My balls. Oh, you yeah. gotta have it. It's gotta be like one word. It's M I B A L Z. Right. My, my balls. I P A. Uh, Spider Wrangler says I'd call it your taint, just for when people ask, "What's that aroma?" <laughs> <laughs> You're insane. It's pretty good. All right. Uh, Kyle Schmidt uh, wants to call it JP's a dick. Okay. What did you hop that I with? I think I know Kyle. JP's, JP's a, a dick. dick. No, I know, but anyway. Uh, Large Marge Brewing wants to call it Tasty's Ashes. 
What? Wow. Wow. Apparently, on the death poll, you're already way yeah. up there, Tasty. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're naming hops after you already. Well, they must have got a hold of my health record. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Three Tons wants to name it Suck It. Suck It's a good name. And so those are the... Uh, Suck It IPA. You know, I four. wonder if, if, if there is a BN death poll... Yeah. I honestly wonder who's higher, me or Tasty. Yeah, really, <laughs> I guess good, let's, yeah. let's be honest. It's yeah. a tough... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on you in, in years, but your mileage is really hot. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and not slowing down <laughs> as it should be. He's road hard. And You're a meteor. Yeah. yeah. You're a meteor. For sure. Hey, you guys heard this Kesha song? Down no. Oh, I've never seen it. Good. I thought that was a Katy Perry song. No, that Are we one... Closing, we're going to close the show with that? No, we're going to close the show Shimmer with Cats. Cats. Wow, this is the Katy Perry song, but is it me or is it the same song? All right, that's Katy Perry. Similar, isn't it? Same. Here's Kesha. What? No. no. That's a copy of the same file, same right? Song. Katy Perry. It's a little uh, lighter. Wow. It's not so heavily produced. A little faster, maybe. A little poppier. Kesha. This is so close. It's the same song. It's a little slower. Maybe it's several beats, right? You know what the difference is? The the production is better on Kesha. That's yeah. it. A yeah. little better producer on Katy Perry. and But I like the Katy Perry version better. It's a little faster, a little pop, a little sharper. I know. I like the Kesha better. Well, and they're milk and popsicles. Plus, Kesha's warrior, which I like. Uh, yeah, but Katy Perry shows a cleavage out a little bit. I like that. And Kesha does the O-O-O thing at the end of her thing. That Katie just did? Yeah. Watch. Wait till you get to the end here. I'll watch it. Here. Ah, see? She just does a different O. Yeah, but so does Michael Jackson. Here's Katy Perry. And Adam Carolla, I think. They all do that. It's true. We'll blow your popsicle. Or whatever. See? They both do the O-O-O thing. Wow. Yeah, because there's same, nothing new in music. I can't believe they're we're all surprised same, about this. from the this. same producer. Everybody's surprised. Just Kesha had more money to spend on the producer, so she got higher production value. Yeah. Same producer, different snatch. Am I right, Nate? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them sang a note. It's okay. Anyway, so who wins our Twitter bullshit? Um... My balls, my your balls. taint, Tasty's ashes, balls, or suck it. My balls. I think it's between my balls and Tasty's ashes. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with my balls. Yeah. Anybody else? I'm with my balls. Yeah. Nate, I uh, like suck it. Suck it. Okay. Another run in there. I'm with yeah. My balls. Definitely. My balls. My balls wins it. Susie Q, you want to vote? I like my balls. The Pythoners putting in the X only for bittering. Huh? Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that means. Oh, I see. Like oh, the, the ex, ex-wife. Oh, like the ex-girlfriend, the ex-wife. Because she's such a bitter she's bitch. She's really bitter. <laughs> wow. I, like it, I love it when Tacey spells it out for us. Yeah. He's like, you know, because she's a cunt. <laughs> Only good for bittering. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't want to taste it. Are we done? We're done. Congratulations to whoever the Give fuck Give us the outro. Was. What is it going to be uh, today? First attempt Oh, surprise. <laughs> E-Harmony video. I love her. I'm not joking right now. <laughs> we can tell. I love her. I'm going to watch it all night tonight. I'm going to cuddle with her. I want to. I want her in a basket and in a bow tie. <laughs> and on a rainbow? Or would that be too much? Uh, yeah. Can't hug every cat.
She does get hotter with each play of this video. (laughs) Weird. All right, everybody. Tune in next week. We got Jeff Brown from the Boulder Beer Company, a fantastic beer company out there in Colorado. We'll have them on the program. Uh, I believe that Nicole is back with us uh, next week. But if not, uh, we'll get Susie back here. Susie, thank you so much. I think you did a great job. Yeah, great job, Susie. And I really do appreciate it. It's been fun having you in here. And what we're going to do is kind of rotate Nicole. We're, I'll talk to Susie afterward and find out if we didn't offend her too much and she wants to come back. And then we'll do the old, we're going to rotate the broads. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So we like it. All right, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll see you next week. Thanks to Black Star Co-op and Jeff Young. You did a great job. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Welcome to be on a rainbow. And in my bed, and just want us to roll around, to roll around. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. I love cats. I love every kind of cat. I just want to hug all of them, but I can't, cannot every cat. Cannot every cat. Dirty red, I am a cat lover, and I love to run. I'm sorry, I'm being a bad cat. I can't, I really love all cats.